Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Slowdown podcast number 42 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We're talking about episode 405, The Constant. Oh, the single best episode of TV ever. Yeah. Until you watch it again. Oh. And then you're like, eh, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. So, what did you think? Um, does that, is that, do you agree with that summation? <laughs> I do. Uh, I think, I mean, I initially didn't think it was that great, but, um, Upon watching it again... Uh, you thought it was even less great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, because the first time I was at least involved in the plot. You mm-hmm. know, Second time, eh, I know what's going to happen, so it kind of takes the punch out of a lot of those scenes. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes that's okay if the scenes are good enough, but in this case, a lot of them are, are kind of weak, I think, and... Uh, so, you know, it was okay. I mean, you know, I, I really shouldn't complain because I'd way rather watch this than last week's again. But, mm-hmm. but you know, the first three, I thought, like, I would I would gladly watch one of those again over this, personally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 but whatever. There, you know, stuff happened. There's stuff to talk about it. But I stick with my, yeah. I stick with my 7.5. 7.5? Yeah. I, you know, I stick with my, I stick with my 8. Let's stick with my eight. I think, um, you know, that's why I didn't give it a ten when I, you know, even though I thought it was great when I, you know, my initial reaction, um, I knew that I knew that it wasn't it wasn't the best lost episode ever, you know, because it 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 was missing some it's missing something, you know, uh, but they, I think they did a really great job. I think it is one of the best of the season. I think I think for me. I, I would I would watch it just as much as any of the first three. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like it. It's got it's got some good stuff, but you know, um, it is really plot heavy. You know, totally. and so once you know what's going on, it's like okay, there's some of the some of the funs out of it. But um, but very good episode, Desmond centric, uh, very centric, um, very very centric. All yeah. over Desmond. Hope He's you a- like that guy. He just takes over, man. The yeah. Flash of Your Eyes is really Desmond centric too. I've always thought he was we you know, I've always thought he was it was strange to have Desmond as like part of the main cast, you know, like just you know, when he first came on and you know, when you first see him you don't know what you know, what's gonna happen. He runs off into the jungle, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and then he and then he comes back and it's like, Oh, you're gonna stick around now? Okay, that's weird. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's just as important as any of the main people, you know, the you know, and yeah. so at this point uh but it's weird because he, he isn't one of the the true losties, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh he's got a whole different thing going on. Yeah. And uh and it's interesting. Um and just, you know, the fact that they're you know, that that his whole thing of it with Charlie, it's like, you know, that was a big, um, you know, time devoted to Desmond and, and what's going on with his storyline. And then now we're getting another big episode, another big, um, you know, you know, sort of integral to what's going on to the in, in, on the island, you know, mm-hmm. so Desmond's really important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, he, he pressed that button, you know, for three years, uh, you know, 
potentially keeping the world alive, and now like you know he's 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 time traveling mentally and <laughs> and before you know which I guess he did before you know um maybe for something we should talk about oh. um the time travel in this episode with the hatch uh, implosion time traveling yeah um, the the original Flash the original yes. Um, Which, like, yeah, I want to talk about the flashes too, maybe for a second or two. Mm-hmm. As far as talk about it now, how they relate to all this bullshit. What? Should we talk about it now or? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Basically, you know, the thing is, uh, the flashes were. uh, uh, He, in his, in his original thing. Uh, in in the flashes before your eyes episode, he says that his, you know the he turned the key and his light flashed before his eyes. Flashes didn't stop. That was his explanation for mm-hmm. the flashes. And uh, and so I you know I I was led to believe that the flashing before his eyes included the little sort of flashback time travel esque thing that happens in that episode mm-hmm. where he goes back and talks to Miss Hawking and, and you know, breaks up with Timmy even though he decides that he doesn't have to, but there's this whole thing about the universe and whatever. Yeah, I, I want to talk about the pity. I want to do a timeline of Penny and Desm too because there's some weirdness going on, I think, with, like, with, with them. <laughs> like, I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused. But I guess my basic question is what... What's the real, is there any relationship between the time traveling and the flashes? If so, what is it? <laughs> and uh, 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 if not, uh, uh, you know, what's the explanation for you know, <laughs> one or the other? It's kind of a big question. Are you asking me? <laughs> well, I, I'm really just asking rhetorically, but if you can't answer, um, you know, well, I'm so compelled to, to answer. Um, well, okay, this is, I, I don't know the answer to your question. All I can say is that it, it, the only connection I can put with, with um, you know, the, the, the time traveling and the constant and the, the sort of time traveling and flashes before your eyes um, is that, you know, we know his consciousness is what's, is what's traveling in, in the constant. We, we don't know what's going on in flashes. But um, with the idea, I believe, now, didn't D&C say, they gave us an answer regarding that as if he, if he really time-traveled or not, didn't they? In the didn't old they, days, you mean? Yeah, with, the, with that episode, Flash Before Your Eyes. Like, well, didn't they tell us that, that it was either he really went back or it was either in his mind, it was one of the, one or the other, didn't they say? Yeah, but their answer was weird. Oh, um, was it? Yeah, basically, you know, at that point there was a split, and you know, it's kind of like the one and two groups of others people, and 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 half the people decided that it was time travel, and the other half decided that it wasn't, uh, that it was in his head. You know, mm-hmm. I was in that group originally, at least, and. They made and they made a statement about it that both sides used to confirm their position. So you know, <laughs> that gives you an idea of of how clear the statement was. Um, if I remember right, it was something like 
uh, it was something like, did he literally physically go back in time? No, but, you know, back the, you know, that was it all in his head and no, no so. yeah it wasn't all yeah in his which head. which i think confirms what i want to say is that i think i think what i want what i believe now is that basically desmond's consciousness was what was time traveling back yeah. then the same way as what's time traveling now i agree um yeah it, I it just, was it was similar it wasn't like happening fast it, he wasn't going back and forth but mm-hmm. but the way it worked out was similar um oh yeah 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 i mean yeah exactly it was it was sort of the same thing and yeah. um and i think it makes sense you know um I, it doesn't explain why he was naked when he came not in the back but um so yeah i mean that's what i would say about that i would connect those two that way um and what about the flashes the future. Yeah, right? I, I think I think I, I think basically what happened was um, his consciousness went on, you know, a, seri- a sort of you know series of journeys or, or events basically in his life in the Flash and For Your Eyes episode, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he and I think I mean it, it almost could be that his consciousness went in every point it could go to throughout time. You know what I mean? Throughout Desmond's lifetime. And, and so he, but he only remembers, you know, he doesn't remember all of them, but he remembers some of them, you know, maybe, you know, like it's just sort of whatever the implosion did sort of instantaneously sort of made his conscious go throughout his entire existence. And he picked up those fragments, you know, but the important part of that is that not only did it go to the past, but it went to the future. And so, like he said, he's, he's seeing these flashes of the future which were, you know, maybe a fragment of a time that he w- that his consciousness was in that time frame. Mm-hmm. So that's why he can see that stuff and knows and knows that stuff. I see. Okay. All right, I'll take that. Ching four ninety five. Oh sir. oh oh. Uh, but why are the flashes? Are are they still happening? Do you think? Or. I don't think so. I think, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any evidence that they are. He hasn't really shown us that yeah. or said anything. I think, I think they may have been Charlie-centric um, because of, uh, of maybe just the course of events that would lead Desmond to where he needs to go. And, uh, and somehow the, yeah, like his mind, I mean, I'm just really reaching here, but like his <laughs> mind, you know, sort of, sort of, Sort of held on to the cl- to the clues about the future that were most important, and they just were Charlie centric or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 it would be weird to me if he keeps getting flashes. Um, well, I think I he's got too much going on already. He does. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think the flashes are done. Yeah, I think the flashes are done. Yeah, it just uh, it just seems odd, but uh, but yeah, I agree. I think they're done. I mean, it could just be that 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 you know, you know, the barrier around the island is is the sort of source or something of this phenomenon that that allows your mind to time travel, right? Yeah. So it could be the implosion with the intense electromagnetic energy made, um, you know, made like a uh, was like a conduit for that that power. You, I mean, you, we saw that because he was sort of charged. When he went through the barrier, it affected him. So it could be that the amount of energy was so great, it sort of drew that effect from the barrier. You know, sort of made a connection to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and then that, and and with that much power, radiation, 
that's why what happened happened to him, you know, the sort of time traveling thing that he did. Um, that's what I think what, what happened with that whole thing. Okay. Um, you know, but but the barrier. I mean, that was that was one of the big island, you know, revelations. Is is the, the, the this whole barrier thing, and um, you know, there's so many questions. I mean, like, what did Dharma know of the barrier? Yeah, you know, they seem to be able to get to the island, uh, you know, okay, and they seem to have figured out how to do it right, but how, you know, how long did it take them, you know? Yeah. Um. And you know, there seems to be uh, an escape point where things aren't supposed to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some there's some sort of point, but it seems like even if even if you go on the right course out. You know, it seems like Frank went on the right course. See, I don't know if they're if they're saying Frank went on the right course, but because Desmond had been exposed to electromagnetism, that's that's why what happened what happened. Or if it was not only was he exposed to electromagnetism, but Frank didn't go on the correct course. Yeah, yeah. You know? I I oh God, I felt like it was both things. Because <laughs> I feel like Frank went on the right course. I feel like he, you know, he had the map. He told him how urgent it was. He seemed to understand that he needed to do that and follow those directions. And he seems to be a very confident pilot. And and he didn't give us the sense that he went off course. You know, he, you know, he didn't go like shit. You know, I should have stayed on course or something. Or you know, um, so well, I don't know. Maybe it it just. I, I think that because I, I just I got the sense that he messed up a little bit. Why? Uh, you know? In that scene where it gets storm like he fly he has to fly into the storm cloud or whatever. Mm-hmm. That I had the sense that the, the turbulence caused him to get just just a tiny bit off. And that's mm-hmm. and, and that's and Desmond, you know, his susceptibility I guess you know, ca- caused it to affect him, you know, when mm-hmm. that happened. That that was a sense I had. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how specific you know this course is, or it has to be, or you know, like, you know, if you're off by three inches, does that matter, or is it three feet? You know, like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. how specific they can really get with that, um, because obviously it's a helicopter, and and it's you know it's not going to fly in a completely straight line. Right. You know. One hundred percent. Yeah, so, I guess. Yeah, um, I guess I was thinking. You know, if it had been clear, uh, you know, they would have been fine. Like Desmond. But, but it seems happen. like. But I got the sense that the storm was always there. I, I mean, I thought the storm was like the barrier. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's oh, not that's what. Weird. Yeah, I, I know, so it was I just like a, that. I just, just like a random. I, I thought that's why he was flying into the storm. I thought that was because Saeed says, you know, why are you flying into the Thunderhead? And he's like, you know, yeah, do my job or whatever. Like they would, they wouldn't fly into it if they didn't have to stay on that course. Mm, that's, okay, that makes sense too. Yeah, I just thought it was part of the. I just thought it was part of the barrier, and that, and he was yeah. basically saying like, I, I gotta fly through this. You know, mm-hmm. um, it really could be. I just—it's uh, not what I thought at the time. Yeah, huh, I don't know. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know which way they're going with that. But either way, the fact that he—I think you know—was um, 
affected by the radiation, I think, was is, is a big part of it. Yeah, that's they they bring that up, and yeah, the people the people they're talking to are clueless because they weren't there, and so mm-hmm. you know. But the audience gets to know what they're talking about. If we if we all remember the season two finale. Yeah. So. It's actually kind of weird. Most of those people are <laughs> dead. I guess Locke's still alive. Everybody else. Yeah, that was the other. That was the other reason um, that I thought it wasn't uh, necessarily Frank went off course. Was when 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 um, when say he tells them that you know something happened to Desmond. Dan Dan asks you know about the radiation thing. You know. Uh, he doesn't say like, "Oh no, Frank went off course" or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that was the other thing that made That's me true. think it was it was the the radiation that was like. But the, I thought it was the like the radiation, the radiation made it made it possible. <laughs> you know, not just like he randomly had an attack. You know, and the same thing would have happened if he had stayed on the island. Well, but. So, you, but what do you mean? But what does that mean in terms of the oh, course? Oh, so. you're just saying radiation at the barrier. I mean, if that because you know it didn't happen to Said or or Frank, so pr- presumably you know whatever's different between them and Desmond is what made it affect Desmond. Which is the yeah, which is the radiation. Which if the radiation is just fine, you know, if they if they if it's hitting them all equally, then they all should have experienced it. Well, no, but it's not because Desmond's the only one who was exposed to high levels of radiation. Oh, 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 okay, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, that's what I thought. I just thought that if you do it right, if you don't mess up, then, you know, you're not going to get any. You mm-hmm. know, you'll be okay. Not just yeah, like no, I get that. But that was, so I was just saying that that line from Dan is what made me think the opposite. Okay. That it was more about... The radiation is the thing because that's you know that's what that's basically what he does with the rat too is he you know hits it with that that beam and he puts on the radiation suit you know yeah so I mean obviously radiation is a big big factor yeah yeah it's a thing he says electromagnetism too but the, yeah yeah the, the yeah I mean I still think it's radiation I just think there's a window mm-hmm. you know that's that's but yeah because I just I don't know. I feel like there is a window, but if you, but if you go through it and you've been irradiated, it's you're not going to be saved. I, like it's going to hit you. Okay. You know, because I feel like that's that's what they showed us with, you know, because I feel like Minkowski and Brandon, you know, I mean they they both were affected, and you know, I, we don't know if there's any evidence of radiation, but we know they were potentially near the barrier. You know. That's true, and that's another argument, you know, for because if they weren't necessarily exposed to radiation, then why didn't it happen to Frank or Saeed? You know. Well, because they went on course. Well, oh, but I thought, okay, I thought you were saying they were on course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They went on course. Oh. Frank Frank flew on course. Oh, oh, okay. Which is why Saeed and Frank weren't affected, but Desmond was affected because he was exposed to high levels of radiation. With Minkowski, 
and Brandon, they didn't really weren't really on course. They got affected by the barrier. Didn't necessarily were exposed to any radiation. So that I'm not counting that as a factor, but they weren't sort of on course, which is why they were affected. Okay, okay. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe they were on course. I mean, uh, you know, who knows? They didn't. Well, I think I think I think that's the point is that they didn't they I mean, they would have had to figure out the right course at some point. And I think, you know, when the way he explained it, it seemed like they just went out on a lark, you know, and they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know. I mean, if they knew that they needed to be on a course, that means they would have known that there were, you know, effects if they didn't go on course. So they wouldn't have been out on a boat just hanging out, you know. Hmm. Basically, I feel like if they knew about the course, they would have been on course and they wouldn't have gotten affected. But I thought the whole, you know, to me, the, the story just seemed like, you know, we didn't know what was going on. We're hanging around this boat and we go out and then we come back sick. And I think that's when the rest of the team on the boat figures out, okay, something's up, you know, then, then I think they figure out what course they need to take. I or, guess or I... maybe, or maybe, you know, actually I'm now I'm thinking Dan is the only one who probably knows about the course, you know, <clears throat> yeah. he figured it out. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was the one who told them to do it. Yeah. And during the thing. So that so the idea is the window is just a lower level of radiation or something? No, I mean the window has nothing to do with radiation. It's like it's like I mean I, I would say it's like a like a corridor, like a tunnel, right? And you're going through the tunnel. And you're fine if you go through the tunnel, but but like around the outside of the tunnel is like, you know, uh, a thunderstorm or electricity or something. And so if you're in the tunnel, you know, and you, you've been irradiated or, you know, you have electromagnetism on you or something, you know, you act like a conduit, so you're affected. But if but if, if you go through the tunnel, which is the correct course, and you've not been affected by radiation or electromagnetism, you won't be susceptible to the effects of the barrier. Okay. But, so, but there because is... Because I think... But there is radiation in the in the other parts of the barrier. I don't think the other part. No, I mean I think I don't know what the barrier is made of. I mean I don't think radiation or electromagnetism necessarily has to do with the what the barrier is made of. I just think it, you know, it affect it it if the per, persons with with that energy on them is affected by the barrier. You know, and I think okay. it's like a conduit, basically. Like if you, it's like you know, imagine the barrier. You can imagine it as just a field of energy. You know, and if you go through that field of energy, um, you know, you're going to be affected by the energy. You know, if it's electricity, it's going to shock you. But the but the course is a hole through that field where it doesn't. There's you know, it can't affect you. But if you you know, if you go through a field of electricity, you know, and and you 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 know, you've got a a lightning rod in your hand you know, which is what the electromagnetism would be or the radiation would be, then it's going to conduct and then you'd be affected. That's that's the image I get that they're presenting to us. Okay, so let me get this straight. It's the same if you, first you expose yourself to radiation or electromagnetism or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you go through, let's see, there's a lot of possibilities. So you go through the window, you're you're screwed, if you uh-huh. if you go through not the window, you're like maybe doubly screwed. Uh, I don't know what happens if you if you go through the barrier with with you know hit, maybe the effects will be greater. I mean it seems. I mean I would I would have to say with my with my theory about what's going on and and how flashes before your eyes he had a you know pretty dramatic effect. I would say that 
that it would be somehow increased or something. Okay. They, yeah, it would potentially change the effect, but so, increase it. Okay. But if you are not, if you don't have radiation and you go through the tunnel, A-OK, no problem. You're fine. If you don't have you're radiation. You're Saeed and Frank. You're Saeed and Frank. If you don't have radiation, and even, you know, presumably Naomi and the boat people, you know, they must have come through. So, you know, they they, they seem okay. Naomi and the boat people, yeah, they came through on the right course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Other, other yeah. examples of people who mm-hmm. were presumably not irradiated came through and they're fine. You know what? Oh, you know what? Okay, okay, sorry. Shit. One more case. You're not irradiated and you go through the wrong part. That's Minkowski and Brandon. <laughs> And this is essentially seems to be just as bad as being irradiated and going through the window. Yeah. The barrier's pretty pretty direct. I mean, like, yeah, the barrier's no joke. <laughs> I see. Okay. You know, it's, it's a big force, and it does something pretty crazy. So, okay, okay. So what, I mean, when the plane crashed, and when Desmond crashed, and when Rousseau crashed, like, they all went through the right place? I think, I, no, no, I think Rousseau's team, I think, you know, I, I said this, I think, on the... Oh, the team, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think the team is a clear example of going through the wrong part. Maybe even Rousseau herself, you know, uh, could have been affected and, and, and not really known. I mean, she is kind of crazy, okay. you know. Okay. Uh, but maybe she wasn't effect- Maybe her team was exposed to radiation. Maybe they did go through the right place. You know. I mean, maybe there's more than one hole, more, more than one correct course. You know. Okay. Uh, and the barrier, the barrier may not be as as big as we think, or you know, maybe there, maybe it's you know most of its holes or something. You know, who knows? But, um, but yeah, I think Rousseau's team was affected by it. I think Desmond. Um, see, that's the thing. Like. He could have been affected by it. I mean, if his, I mean, well, I guess not. I mean, because the way they pointed, if you're affected, you'll end up dying, basically. So I would say, I guess not. But I was gonna say, you know, like, yeah. if you if we you're affected by it and you go time. back, you know, you go back a week, you know, uh, then it's not that big a deal. You just kind of lose a week or something, you know. And he was in a crash, so he would be disoriented anyway. So, um, but no, I guess I guess I wouldn't say he was because he should die without a constant, I guess, which is another point I want to. <laughs> Mango. I want to yeah, rip apart. Yeah, same for Rousseau. You know, if her whole team was affected, you know, she mm-hmm. would she would have needed a way out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe her, maybe her, maybe they went through the right thing. Her team, you know. Well, and they also say, you know, he says the effects are random too. So, you know, maybe maybe there's a percentage of people it doesn't even affect, even if you go through the barrier. I guess I should point that out too. Maybe maybe if you go through the barrier. There, there's, there's a chance that it won't affect you. Like okay. it would affect most people, but maybe it just won't and sort of a certain percentage or something, I don't know, or just random completely. I see. So that's okay. a possibility too. Um, I, I think I, I want to I say that I, I feel like, you know, from a lot of what people are, are saying about what they think is going on, I feel like a lot of people are trying to compartmentalize what they're doing on the show with like other ideas of time travel and stuff. And I feel like it's really important to, like, just piece together what's going on by what they give us. Because I don't think, I don't think when this is all said and done that the time traveling that they're doing on Lost is going to really fit into, like, conventional ideas of, of how time travel would work or, you know, or, or time paradoxes or things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be really specific on how they write it and portray it, you know. Yeah. I mean, they've already sort of done something – 
not very common, which is just to have your consciousness time travel. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I think they're I think they're 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 going to do a very specific kind of time traveling that's not going to be susceptible to this. You know, they 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 said it plenty of times. You can't change the future. You know. Um, so I think they sure you know, did, I, and I want to talk to Desmond about that because I think it <laughs> change the future. <laughs> Not in this episode necessarily. Maybe he mm-hmm. did, but like in last season, he was changing the future every episode almost. Mm-hmm. That was his whole story. Yeah, yeah, he was he was changing the future that he saw, but what he changed to what he changed it to technically was the future. So. Um, he didn't change anything. He just changed what he thought was going to happen. Well, if the future is by definition what happens, then yes, you can't change the future. I agree. But uh, in Desmond's case, if he, you know, if he hadn't seen what was going to happen without him seeing what was going to happen, then it would have happened. Or it could just could be that he he made those things happen by by what he saw. You know, he made that like that was the future that was supposed to happen, and him seeing those visions made it happen. <laughs> like made him make it happen. <laughs> you know. But the future he sees isn't what happens. What I know, but his inner but his interventions based on the future that he sees creates the future that was supposed to happen. I mean, <laughs> it's all about how you look at it. It's just a matter of perspective. That's what's that's what's weird about time traveling and stuff. Everything you know, if it happens, though, it happens because this could happen. You know. So he saw something that was ne- not no chance it was going to happen. It was just a veiled clue for for what was going to happen. Or yeah, or what the future wanted to happen, or what you know, whatever was supposed to happen. Even though in the end, you know, he says Charlie's supposed to die, and he lets him die, like he saw. Mm-hmm. You know, swimming down there, pushing the button, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, you know, originally he saves him, what he sees. Then later, you know, and I, I mean, even originally he's, you know, part of the point supposed to be the universe wants Charlie to die. He saves him, you know, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Well, but but what my, what, I'm, what my point is, and it's not much of a point, but what my point is, it's, it's, it's just kind of hard to talk about this kind of topic because all you have to, I mean, if if the future was you know Charlie dying you know trying to trying to help Claire with the bird the bird fiasco right if that's what the future was then, and then he sees a vision of it and he changes it to you know Charlie not dying okay then he changes the future but if the future was Charlie not dying and he ensured that by seeing this false vision of Charlie dying with the birds and he saves him you know then therefore the future, you know, like he, he didn't change the future, even though, you know, he just changed what he thought was going to be the future. Or he didn't change anything, but he he made something else other than what he saw happen, you know. And then in the end, when he, like you said, he sees, you know, he has a vision of Charlie dying, and then he lets him die, you know, basically. Well, Charlie kind of makes him, Charlie makes know. himself die, but, you know, doesn't observe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... It's hard to say what the future is because it can be whatever whatever it is. At the very least, it's what happens, you know. I mean, it just it just all depends on how they're trying to portray, you know, the the the, the vision stuff, you know. Yeah. Because we talked about it before. It's like you know all that stuff that he you know did like you know oh we need to go camping okay now we're gonna go and 
And it's like, you know, that stuff should have happened, you know, you know, they should have parachuted on that island regardless of whether or not they were there to find them. Yeah. You know, or to find her when, you know, when she got there, you know, the big that whole trick. The big thing that that did is, you know, she probably would have just died if they hadn't mm-hmm. been there. Yeah, or they could have just wrote the show differently and had her land safely. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I know, but, you know. It, yeah. <laughs> within the context of the thing. I just, you know, I I I want to, I want to, yeah, you're right. In that case, that one was weird. Actually, they're all kind of weird. Like, they're all weird, man. I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't really understand like what's going on, but but I I I mean, you know, if you if you want to get loose with time, you can think of the future. You know, if you if you sort of step back, you just put yourself in the past and visualize the present. You know what I mean? I mean, you could think of the yeah. future that way. And and in that case, you know, if you can travel back in time, you should be able to change that. It, it depends. It depends on when you travel back in time, where exactly are you going? <laughs> you know, I mean, it depends on what theory of space-time you're using. You know, are, are there multiple dimensions? You know, if you're going back in time, are you going back in in your specific time, or are you going back in a you know your time in a different in a different universe? You know, like you know, where you can change the future because, you know, you can affect change in that timeline, but not your own timeline. Because well, what's, like, what's happened has already happened, you know. You know, does it, does it not happen because you go back, because your consciousness travels before, you know, before, like, this period happens? You know, it should, it should still have happened, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the time travel paradox. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. But you know, assuming uh assuming it's one universe and uh and you're able to travel back in time then um Yeah, I mean, you know, there's that whole idea of you know, whatever was supposed to happen happens and you can try to change it but it it just happens anyway, you know. Sort of the universe aligns itself to make the thing happen anyway. Right. You know, there's that theory. The course correcting thing. I yeah, I I want to talk about that, but but uh 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 I do I do as weird as they are, I do consider what Desmond did based on his flash examples of change in the future, at least, you know, in the case maybe with the Claire drowning thing or whatever, you know, I feel that if he you know, his flashes didn't cause the circumstances. And so, you know, I feel that, you know, something different would have happened if he hadn't seen that, you know. And uh, and so in that, in that, in that way... Uh, but how know, do you I, know I something different would have happened? Well, you know, in the case where he saved Claire, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no one even knew she was... I mean, that one's weird, because supposedly Charlie's supposed to save her and... And he pulls her away and all that. Or Charlie's supposed to drown saving her, and I guess she was going to get saved. Who knows how? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, did, you know, yeah, it barely makes any sense anyway. That one was weird. But if we, if, we, if we change it to what it seemed like, which is that he saw Claire drowning, you know, um, then, then, then that would be, a, I think, a, a, you know, a definite, you know, version of, of changing the future. And if and if you disagree, I mean, I I feel like I could create a scenario, 
you know, if, if the one from the show isn't going to work, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that hard. But my, but I don't I just don't see how it's a clear example that you can change the future. I mean, if you if, if the future is you know I'm supposed to go to the store later, uh, but I have a vision that um, you know that I go somewhere else and something bad happens, and so then I decide not to do that and I go to the store. Well, I, I didn't change the future. I just you know I had a vision that ensured that future was going to happen. And I just don't. I just don't see how how you how it can like, you know, how that can be negated out of the out of the argument. Well, because it's just a matter of perspective. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the idea that the future is, you know, I don't want to say the future is whatever happens, no matter what your knowledge is. You know, I, I, I see that. You know, if you could if you could step outside of the universe and just look at it, you know, objectively. Mm-hmm. And let's say, let's say you, uh, you know, you, you have the power to, to mess with stuff, you know, to a certain extent. You can move I'm things a around, whatever. Sure, right. So you, you let's say you know. Ah, thank you. Maybe the cues are too powerful. Maybe I, you know, want to take away a few of their powers. But I'm a young Q. But uh, let's say you know that. Uh, uh, I don't know. You know that um, uh, what's the thing that happens? Uh, uh, God, I. This is where like arbitrary choices kill me. I I can't think of anything. Like, y- you know that uh, a bank is going to be robbed. Help me. Okay, fine. You know you know a bank's going to be robbed, right? Okay. I I and 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 let's say that if. You just know that. You're sitting outside, and you just know, you know, for some reason you're privileged to the knowledge that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if you just sit there and watch, it, it truly will happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right. Your prediction is, or your foreknowledge, whatever you want to call it, is, is right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then I want to say that that, that that is the future as things stand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if 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 I want to, if I use future that way, then then I'm saying that you preventing this event from happening is is changing the future in in that sense. So, but then so basically, then you mean that the future that then then you mean we're always changing the future because every time we make a decision, that's changing things. No, you're saying that. No, I'm not. No, that's what you're saying. <laughs> you're saying whatever happens is the future. And but, and so obviously our actions are <laughs> are influencing that. Yeah, but but you're saying that that any interact any intervention is changing the future. Which means that, you know, every well, decision no, you make I, is an intervention. I, I mean, think any intervention so always... in the future. I'm not necessarily saying that. Um, uh, well, my, you, my you thing... say it's what happens if you don't inter- intervene, right? 
Cause like, it, if I could stand outside of it. My, the, the only reason that this thing is going to change is because it's this objective person who has knowledge of the future. The people within the universe cannot change the future because they have, they don't, they're not privileged to that knowledge. Mm-hmm. They're just going to do whatever they're going to do. And that, okay, and, and but I'm saying with someone who, okay, then maybe you're making my point for me. Someone who is not a third-party observer who is in that timeline, how can they change the future, even well, if they know that information? If, they're, if they have the privilege for knowledge. Okay, so, but so you're saying if you, if you know something's going to happen. I mean, in general, I don't believe anyone knows this stuff. So, mm-hmm. so t- truth you know, what I believe is true is that no one can change the future, yes. Because I don't think anyone can know those things. But what if someone, you know, guesses it or something and they effectively know it? Well, I wouldn't call a guess knowledge. But if they're, but okay, but what if they're right, though? I mean, like, Then it's a lucky you know, guess. It's not. Yeah. It's not but okay, knowledge. so they have a lucky guess. They can't change the future? No. The, Why not? No, that's because it's not real. It's not. It's not a part of, you know, it, it's not. Um, that's you know that's within the thing. They're not using privilege foreknowledge. They're just they're they're just crazy. They're just making a strange. But if they're, what does it matter if they're right though? Like if I just guess that tomorrow there's someone's going to rob a bank, and I'm right. I mean. And I and I do something to change that. I didn't change the future because I only guessed that I was right. Yeah, I didn't have intrinsic the knowledge. The real future was you making that lucky guess and and preventing it. That that was. But what if the I, guess came from a vision from the future? Well, I'm saying it didn't. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> yeah. But what if it did? Guess. It's not. It's not a vision from the future. If you knew that it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then then you could change the future, and that's what I'm saying. Desmond can do. He can change the future. Yeah, or he could. So and, what evidence they did? And, oh, well, how did he change the future? Well, I you know, for example, supposedly, if if he hadn't seen Claire drowning, then Charlie would have drowned. Mm-hmm. So Charlie didn't drown. There, there's one change. Okay, so you're okay. I was thinking of other scenarios because I don't, I, I, I don't. The, the flashes stuff, I'm just not sold on. I don't know what's going on with those. Um, they don't, they don't make any sense to me. You know, sort of in a general way because you know the whole, the whole thing just is just kind of wonky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I. I, I'm, I, you know, what is, what is, you know, New Year's Justin have to say about the fact that they keep saying you can't change the future? Are they just lying to us, or, or you know, what's the explanation what they, of that? I think that's what they want to be true. That ties in with what I was going to say about this interview. Should I, mm-hmm. should I go into that real quick? The interview, sure, why not? Okay. So um, <laughs> we will get to the episode. I promise. Um, uh, <laughs> On the next podcast. <laughs> Uh, so basically, yeah, the subject we're talking like I feel like they have certain sort story desires, and I feel like they mold their theory to fit their story desire. I don't think it's the you know the other way around. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the main things I want to say. But here, I'll um, let me just read this thing. Uh, 
because, like, oh, God, it's, it's just really frustrating. Okay, so uh, uh, here we go. Doc Jensen asks, another popular theory making the rounds is that we're dealing with alternate realities. For example, there are people who think the flash forwards are merely possible future scenarios, not written in stone. Carlton Q says, we want people to believe in the stakes of the show. The problem with alternative realities is that you never know when the rug is going to be pulled on, from under you. We want the audience to believe that the Jeopardy is real. Postulating alternative realities would be an escape valve that would be damaging that as a narrative value. Damon Lindelof says, you can get away with it in Heroes, where there is an apocalyptic future you want to avoid, but we're doing the opposite. We want to work towards a future where Jack is absolutely miserable and wants to go back to the island. Everything we present to the audience has to be factual. Uh, Q's, we want the audience to believe that is the future. We don't want people thinking, well, since there are five iterations of this, I'm not going to invest in what's happening to the characters. Lindelof, we're not going to tell you that we're against bending the space-time continuum. We're very for it. Carlton and I are pro-space-time continuum bending, but we're anti-paradox. Paradox creates issues. In Heroes, Masi Oka's character travels back from the future to say, you must prevent New York from being destroyed, but if they prevent New York from being destroyed, Masi Oka can never travel back from the future to warn you because future hero no longer exists, right? So when we start having these conversations at Lost, we go, the show's already confusing enough as it is to actually have characters traveling through time has to be handled very deftly. Cues, for example, the fifth episode of the season deals with time travel and operates in different time periods. It was a tough story to break, but we adhere to our rule, no paradox. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was was a lot. So, uh, uh, Well, it's it's a paradox to be able to change the future because uh, he's seeing something that doesn't happen. I mean, if those flashes are the future, if Claire's really going to drown then, you know, how can he see it if it doesn't happen? I mean, that's a paradox. So I don't under- They're saying no paradoxes, but they want us to believe that it's the future. But I agree. That's, that's what I was trying to say. I feel like they're muddled here. Like, they, they don't want paradoxes now, but back then they needed it. You know, they, mm-hmm. need, they needed, you know, him to, to see the future and, and do things to you know, to try to alter it. And, yeah, I, I, think, I think they have paradoxes, whether they want them or not. Which just makes me think that they, I mean, it makes me think that, I don't know. But I don't know. the good news for, for me is they're, they're, it sounds like they're going to stick to the flash forwards mm-hmm. and not just uh, uh, <laughs> pull a, well, that didn't happen because they did this kind of trick on us. Yeah, I wouldn't expect them to. Which, you know, which yeah, yeah, which I'm just so glad. I, I, I almost would expect them to, so I, I, I'm grateful for that. Another thing um, uh, I wanted to bring up here uh, on that subject uh, is this thing from the official podcast. Unfortunately, there's not a transcript, so I'm going to have to rely on Lostpedia what they said they said, but... Uh, uh, this one is a lot shorter. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is this is um uh yeah. Okay. What is this about? Ah, okay. The thing they added to that in the podcast, they said that if you want an explanation of how things work, go listen to Miss Hawking and Flash That's Before Your Eyes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what they're saying is like one of the things they brought up, I remember, is now they said, we know people are going to ask, you know, when Penny met Desmond at the football stadium, you know, years later from the events we see in in this episode, you know, uh, uh, you know, did she, did she know that he was supposed to make a call, you know, on Christmas Eve, 2004, you know, Mm -hmm. as he told her years before, you know, according to this episode and their answer was not yes or no, but well, just listen to Miss Hawking. She'll explain it all. Mm -hmm. And so Miss Hawking's point was, (laughs) uh, was, was like, you can, her point was, you know, people within the universe, I guess, you know, people not like the person I was talking about, even if they know what's going to happen and they do stuff, they can they can change it like a little bit, but basically the universe will make happen the things it wants. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whatever you do, you know, that thing is essentially going to happen even if it's slightly different. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I guess. So, so, which which I think still illustrates the paradox, uh, because if, if the vision is supposed to be the future and the universe wants Claire to die, but she doesn't die, mm-hmm. you know, I mean that 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 just disproves their point right there. Um, that's why I just think those flashes just weren't that that wasn't what the universe. I mean, I think the point was. The universe wanted Charlie dead, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know this, you know Claire and all that other stuff was collateral damage. And I, I just, I really don't think Claire would have died any in any way because she's just not supposed to die. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's just clear. Like the show doesn't want her dead, the universe doesn't want her yeah. dead. No one wants Claire dead. You're but right. I, well, yeah. um, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's why I think I, I don't put a lot of faith. And I understand what they're saying about, you know, the flashes and everything. And I, and I know that they want this future stuff we're dealing with now to be true, but, but there's, you know, they say no paradox. There's an inherent paradox with the whole Claire saving thing. And I think, I think it's just, it's gotta be that what he saw just wasn't, it just wasn't the future. Like they can't even convince me with their own words that that was the future, you know, and to say that, okay, the universe, you know, the universe wanted, you know, wants what it wants and, and it'll make, you can do little changes, you know, that, that makes sense, you know, because that's kind of what Desmond did, you know, Charlie's supposed to die here. Well, no, then he's supposed to die here. Well, no. And then finally, like he, you know, like we were saying back then, he's going to have to die. Obviously the universe wants him dead, Yeah. you know, but those flashes that he saw just was not the future. You know, mm-hmm. so I just don't see how he changed the future if that wasn't the real future. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he effectively. Ch- I, I I don't know. I don't even. I don't know. I don't even I have to think like, about I that. I feel like your point is kind of, is kind of a semantic and kind of a philosophical point, just about how you prefer to view the future. You know, and I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I it seems like. I mean, why 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 do you say that? Well, because I, I feel like you're basically defining the future as whatever happens, and and that's just 
that you know I, I okay well I don't okay explain to me okay explain to me how you and and this and the show are trying to present maybe I'm misunderstanding what what they're saying and how they're trying to present what happened when Desmond was seeing the future. Well, that's the thing. They're not really even talking about that. Okay, because yeah, they're just talking about the the the, the flash forward stuff, yeah. right? I, I okay. mean, this 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 stuff I read is like a slight change of topic. I I just brought it up because you know I, we we're on the general subject of mm-hmm. time travel within the show. Yeah, you know, and and so I yeah, I just wanted to bring that. But it, I mean, what they're saying is is not really related to. Well, I was I was trying to tie it in because I feel like their viewpoints in the future should should be you know you know the same for back, I mean maybe back then they change you know they they change it for what they need it but I was trying to see if it would make sense I but uh, I don't think I don't think their current view of what they're saying about that you know makes sense with the flashes thing so okay so tell me wh- what I'm missing here then about what. About the the Desmond seeing the future, like how can Desmond change the future? How is it? How is how is that possible? Well, you know, I, it's um, I mean, you know, it's it's tricky to define the future, but I, I guess I guess you know, um, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I could say, you know, whatever would happen. You know, uh, whatever would happen if you if you remove Desmond or you put him in stasis or something like that, you know, his foreknowledge mm-hmm. isn't isn't playing a role. You know, okay. that, that's what I want to call the future. So, yeah, not just so like not, whatever. So happens. okay, but because I, I feel like if you call the future whatever happens. I just don't find that a useful way to think about the future. I mean, that that does make it true that you can't change the future, but it but it makes it true just just almost by definition. Because <laughs> whatever. Yeah, happens, which I feel like I feel like that's the that's that's sort of the intrinsic quality of the future and the present and the past. I mean, the present is only the present. You know what I mean? Like it is by definition what it is, and so is the past, and so is the future. I mean. I think those things are just sort of really concrete. And you, I mean, I, I think you can see, you know, I, I understand he, you know, he saw what could have been the future, you know, if he didn't like do something, but I just don't see how if, if what he saw was the future and that's what the universe wanted to happen, it's like, but that's not what happened. What happened was this other thing. So if the universe is what, you know, the events that, I mean, if the, the future is what the universe wants to happen, that's not what happened. So how is that the future? How is that the after not, future? I, I, my claim, I don't claim the universe has a will. I, I, for me, that's not what the future is. Like I said. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying the thing, I'm saying, and by that I guess I just mean the things that would happen without intervention, you know, the things that would happen on, on their own. Yeah, so I, like I said, like what I want to call the future is what would happen if you took Desmond out of the, mm-hmm. out of the picture somehow. Okay. So, you know, that, that might include not even going on that camping trip at all. Mm-hmm. That's a weird, like, that's a weird, yeah, yeah, I guess I just don't like to look at the future like that, like, if you take a map, like, because it's just like, okay, well, the future could also be if you put someone else in there, like, add someone else in the mix, put, like, Widmore on the island, like, that's the future now, 
Like it's just sort of. No, I I feel like it, you know it's 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 the it's the future for Desmond. Obviously, we're not talking about stuff that's happening you know outside his sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think if we want to talk about you know the future for him, you know, without interference, then then the thing to do is take him out of there and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I feel like as far as the future goes, when you're thinking about what's going to happen, you have options. And you and you consider what the outcomes would be, you know, based on what you do. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's, you know, to me that's that's the that's the way I always think of the future. And 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 so, you know, um, you know, I, I the, like I said, semantic point. I just want to use future to 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 indicate that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by the way you're using it, you're totally right. Because I feel like I feel like you know if you if you step back into the past and you know that that okay Desmond's going to be in the implosion like you know a year from now Desmond's going to be in an implosion and he's going to get flashes from the future and he's going to see Claire drown but he's going to save her like if you're in the past that's your future like that's what's going to happen you know and it's like and from this perspective. He didn't change anything, you know, like that whole thing is going to happen. Does that make sense? Um, Yeah, I mean, introducing, you know, true foreknowledge throws a, throws a big, you know, mess up in the, (laughs) you know, in the scheme of things. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why you know, in the real world we live in, where where I don't think anyone can do that, uh, you know, I, it's it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But in your case, yeah, when you're talking about foreknowledge of people having foreknowledge, you know, you could continue that. It would get very ridiculously convoluted. Uh, you know that. I mean, having knowledge of the of the future or of a possible future or whatever, you know, is just like it's just problematic. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. It's not, you know, probably not a party. Yeah, Unless and, you got and the maybe lot of that, numbers. you know, that might be part of the reason why it doesn't happen. Okay, so what's the point here? I uh I don't know. I uh uh the the point uh, what the thing I want to bring up about them is is first of all the flash charge is supposed to happen. Second of all, somehow, you know, somehow there aren't paradoxes. You know, they, they don't want there to be paradoxes. So if you see something that might be a paradox, it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, somehow. So so, you know, Penny maybe forgot or who knows what happened, uh, you know, whether she knew about that or not, you know, um, and what kind of effect that had on things, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really weird to me what they're saying, and I just I, I just felt like, you know, it was, it, was, it was right in line with what they're doing in this episode, and, and so, yeah, I just, I just wanted to, to – to bring up what they had to say on the topic, I I don't really, I don't really have a general point. Mhm. Okay, I, I was just going back and like I'm trying to figure out what this whole thing that Miss Hawking says, and she has all the answers apparently. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so that this basically means that if I if I'm thinking correctly, that in this episode when Desmond was talking to Widmore, um, this would have been this would have been before Desmond came to Widmore to ask to join the race, right? So that means that episode when Desmond meets Widmore. They should have already met when Desmond came to ask for his number, for mm-hmm. Penny's number. Yeah, because the, the meeting in the car was after he got out of the, the military prison, and mm-hmm. so that's obviously after this. So I guess, does he go to military prison because he leaves or something, I guess? I think Maybe that's we're, what we're supposed to believe. We're supposed to, I guess we're going to get some more backstory and he's going to be AWOL or something, or I don't know. Like, he just, yeah, he just deserted or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no paradoxes, because they just can't go back and rewrite things, basically, because it's already <laughs> happened. Yeah, that, that is, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. But, yeah, anything, yeah. And And I think, I feel like the central thing, maybe my point is, you know, whatever we see as far as them monkeying around, it's not going to drastically affect what's going to happen. You know, Jack Slashford and, you know, the rest of the show, when they originally meet Desmond, all that stuff is somehow just still pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of what, you know, knowledge he he may supposedly supposed, should have now when he gets to that point. So I just don't understand how <laughs> I'm still wrapping my my brain around this. Like, you can't change the future, but you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they say Hawking has the answers, but she says you can't change the future. I guess I guess it's just a uh, you can you can change it a little bit. Yeah, you can't change it significantly. Hmm. And we know that the the greatest thing he'll ever do is pushing the button. So I know that's what they said. Uh, I guess I guess he's done being great, guys. Yeah, all this stuff. This isn't great at all. No, no, no. Um, you know the other thing that I don't like with this whole time travel business is um, you know, is uh, you know, Dan and and how he remembers things and what's going on and like. Does should Dan remember this 1996 meeting now that it's kind of happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he should have remembered it before, but I guess not before it happens, right? Even though it happened in the past. Whatever before means, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know what model that they're working with here, but I guess I, I feel like they're they're just gonna make it as simple and and really paradox full as possible, but they're yeah. just going to say there's no paradoxes, and they're just going to keep it in, you know, one timeline, one universe, and, like, just really make a mess of it. Mm-hmm. Because, because if Desmond, see, here's the thing, not only is, are they changing the future, now they're changing, like, the past, because, like, if if Desmond wouldn't have got on the helicopter when he did, or gone, you know, basically gone through the barrier, then his consciousness wouldn't have started time traveling. And then in 1996, he wouldn't have left the camp. Because in the original 1996, he didn't. 
presumably, leave mm-hmm. because he thought that he was <laughs> traveling. Oops. Oops. And so, like, okay, now everything that he's doing now, meeting Daniel, telling Daniel. See, that's the thing. Daniel finds here's – here's a paradox. Daniel finds out the numbers – from you know, from Desmond that he needs to perfect his machine before he even does the research to finish to find right. the numbers to you know like mm-hmm. it's full of paradoxes and totally. for them to be like there aren't you know there's none it's just ridiculous you I know agree. Um, and I just don't I mean they should just they need to not say there's no paradoxes and just explain the paradoxes you know say it's yeah. multiple dimensions or say there's you know whatever like yeah. Um, they don't want that. That's the thing. They want yeah. like they want things to be set in stone, but they want to mess with them too. So it's it's it, with this story, like yeah, you know, they want things to count, but not too much. It's just mm. it's just a mess. It is a big mess. So All right. can Let's we go scene the by scene? Yes, I don't even care anymore. Okay. Let's go talk about Eggtown. Mm. <laughs> it was weird not seeing those people this episode. So uh, the last PD page pointed out that uh, there's only in this episode there's only two original Oceanic Flight A fifteen survivors. Mm-hmm. Jack and Saeed. Yeah. Which is really weird. Yeah. Locking the other people or must be yucking it up back at the uh, <laughs> yeah. town. Yeah. I'm the good old time. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, scene by scene, huh? Yep. All right. Let me get out my notas. All right. Oh, and you know um, another, another weird example is the mouse. What mouse? Or the rat or whatever. Oh, you know, don't get me started on that, Eloise. I got Eloise, some, There's some yeah. problems. There's some problems with Eloise, too. All right. Well, maybe we'll <laughs> get... Yeah, there's there's problems all throughout this episode. Spread it out a little bit, yeah. All right, uh, see oh, how fast we can go through this. One more thing, just just some silly trivia that's not important at all. I brought it previously. How uh, the plot of this is 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 that you know in construction at least very similar to the series finale of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. I want to bring up one further comparison that he goes and Captain Picard that is goes and finds. Data teaching physics at Oxford mm-hmm. or Cambridge, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Cambridge. <laughs> Cambridge, yeah, which uh, is, <laughs> you know, exactly what Desmond does in this episode with Dan, and that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. It is really weird. <laughs> it shouldn't, it just, I don't know. It just shouldn't be that close, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They probably, you know, I would imagine a lot of those writers saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you probably you know, right. That's a pretty big show, and, you know, yeah, the series finale was pretty big. They seem like the kind of people who are Star Trek fans, so they probably, oh, yeah. they've probably seen it. The other thing that it's vaguely similar to that I have nothing to say about, but I'm just going to say it, is Slaughterhouse-Five. All right. The the plot of that is, is vaguely similar. As far as just like jumping around in time, consciousness wise. Mm-hmm. All right. First scene: Desmond Saeed, Frank in the helicopter. Desmond's looking at Penny's picture. Blah blah blah. Uh, Frank is using Dan's uh, little cheat sheet to uh, make sure he's on the course. Saeed sort of notices. Uh, Frank Frank flies directly <laughs> into the Thunderhead. 
Uh, Saeed asked about Desmond, uh, sorry, asked Desmond about Penny, uh, you know, that it was not her bow, blah, blah, blah. Um, and some other note here that I can't read. Oh, you know, he's a, he asked, what, what does Desmond expect to find when he gets there? And, of course, in pure British wit, he says answers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> surprised he didn't say findings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you expect to find? Findings, my mm-hmm. good chap. Who's on first? <laughs> um, so then they start hitting turbulence, and then... Um, get out of this suit and into a dry martini. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, they're in some turbulence, then Desmond grabs a hold of his seat, and then we're back, uh, he's in, he wakes up with the rest of his platoon by their commander, and, you know, he's back in the army, he says he had a dream, and, you know, blah, 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 and he mentions it was a helicopter, and the <laughs> commander's like, well, it was a military dream. Mm-hmm. I just wanted his, the Desmond to go, no, no, sorry, it was a, <laughs> it was a pink helicopter with daisies all over it. <laughs> And we were flying to bubblegum land. <laughs> I don't know. He jumped to some conclusions there. Totally. Um, <laughs> good for Desmond, though. Definitely. And But anyway, uh, Private Hume and his insubordinates has made the rest of the team uh, have to go into the yard for exercise. Wah, oh, wah, no. Wah. If something, something they're not used to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna hate doing push-ups because they do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. <laughs> you know, we do this every day, but we have to do this God today damn it. because of you. This time it's raining, although it's always raining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, because it's so much worse to do it in the rain. It is totally. Uh, I, I have to mention about that first, or maybe I don't remember how the scene goes. The his his little cheat sheet says three oh five, you know, and I think maybe Dan said that before. I don't even remember. Whatever, it says three oh five, and uh, the the Michael the 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 course Ben told Michael to go on was three twenty five. So mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> did they mess up or is that intentional? <laughs> um. I don't know. Like I said, who knows how many holes there are in the barrier? Um, oh, that's that's probably what they'll say if they. Yeah. If, if, they, if it's not uh, intentional, yeah. that is. Yeah, it could just um, be a prop error. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I just thought it was odd. Like it's yeah. almost three twenty-five, and it could have been, but because we 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 never saw Dan tell him, right? We saw him tell him to stay on a course. I can't remember what he see. said. That was in that was that was in yeah, episode he, three. Yeah, he was just like you know whatever you do, and I mean, but whatever you do, I mean whatever you do, just stay on the course. He didn't tell him what course because we didn't even know he had this cheat sheet until this episode. Till yeah. we saw it. So okay. um, I so see. yeah, maybe he, so he wrote, maybe he, he hey maybe he only got two of the three numbers <laughs> you know when he wrote it down he was like. I know there's a three. I know there's a five. Yeah. Maybe it's a zero. So maybe he, yeah, he could have messed it up. Maybe Ben was messed up. It's, it's. Uh, yeah. I would imagine where Ben, ben had right. information. I mean, I mean. What, hey, what if Ben just like sent them on the wrong course and just fucked up their minds or he something? He could have. He could have. We don't know what happened to those people. You know. It's, it's. Yeah, it's up in the air. Ben would do Maybe. all kinds of stuff. 
Maybe, yeah, maybe when it says, you know, you can't leave the island, it means, like, your consciousness, you know, because you're mm-hmm. just, like, whatever happens. And, like, maybe um, maybe I should reopen my Whispers bo- theory box. Oh, and, no. You know, um, because now... Theory box. Yeah, uh, because, um, you know, my question is, what happens to the consciousness of 2004 Desmond? We don't see him anymore after after the initial you know, time-traveling event. 2006 Desmond is gone. Ah, uh, I just and, that. I just, I disagree. Oh, you do? Yes, yes. Where, gonna, where did gonna, he go? I was going to present my case later when we got to those scenes. Oh, okay. But, I'd be uh, interested to hear about this case. Yeah, yeah. I, bu- I believe that, that everything got set back to normal in the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see. So, but but go ahead with your point. I just I just wanted to. Oh, what was my point? Um, you were you were you were saying. You were saying about something. What? Uh, about Desmond? Something about how how nineteen two thousand six or two thousand four Desmond is gone. Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. So anyway, my point was was um you know I, I I'm thinking two thousand six Desmond is gone, and and maybe maybe the 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 island you know. Takes those consciousnesses and those ah, the whispers. I see. Okay. I'm trying okay. to explain the whispers again. The whispers theory. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 There is that. I have a feeling we'll find out what happened to Michael before too long. That's not a spoiler. That's just because his name's in the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, before too long means before the season's over. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I I'm gonna say just as a wild guess that we'll find out before the eight are over. Yeah. I'm going to say episode seven. Okay, well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's fair. Or eight. But I think it could be eight. Yeah. That's pretty late, though, but it could be. Yeah. All right. So we'll get back to the Desmond and what happens with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, have like, five reasons, I think. Wow. Yeah. All right, can't wait to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be exciting. Um... So, blah, 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 then, uh, okay, so Desmond comes back, we're back on the helicopter, um, oh, actually, there's a little scene where Desmond tells his, his mate that the dream he has is really, really vivid, anyway, so the next scene, we're back on the helicopter, Desmond starts freaking out, you know, he's on this helicopter, and he's trying to take his seatbelt off and everything, and, um, you know, so he asks if he's all right, and Desmond asks, you know, asks, how does he know his name? Okay, next, here's the, here's oh. the first, like, point where I want to, like, this has nothing to do with what I think about the ending, but this is just weird, right? Okay. If he's like, what happened here? You know, he what what appears to happen is 2004 Desmond is riding in the helicopter, right? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly he wakes up in military place, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you call that, the barracks of the real whatever, and 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 he tells you know, his whatever about being on a helicopter. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so that, to me, it seems like future Desmond pa- travels to the past, you know, in that scene. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's, he's disoriented, like I was just on a helicopter. Mm-hmm. But then, then we go back to future Desmond, and he, <laughs> you know, doesn't remember just, you know, he doesn't remember this, <laughs> who Saeed is, even though the guy just described being on a helicopter, you know, in the, in the past, like I, I just, I, I don't follow. 
Well, I think uh, I agree. You know, it doesn't make sense. I think the first time I saw this, I thought that that the two Desmonds were flip flopping. Like when one when 2004 Desmond was in '96, that meant '96 Desmond was in 2004. I thought that's what was going on for a while. That's obviously not the case. Mm-hmm. I think what the the way I make sense of this scene is that basically what happens is 2006 is 2004's Desmond. Yeah. Uh, um travels back in time and at the moment that the, the the future consciousness reaches the past consciousness that's they sort of meld or something and that's when 1996 Desmond wakes up he's got he has a flash he thinks it's a dream of of um of of the helicopter ride because that's all he gets he doesn't he he doesn't present himself as 2004 Desmond he doesn't say you know, Saeed was right. You know, where's Saeed? Uh, I'm on a helicopter. Where's Frank? Uh, where's Penny? We're supposed to go here. He, I think he is 1996, Justin. <laughs> 1996, Justin. <laughs> oh, no. It's me. <laughs> yeah, he's you. Ah, yeah, you. I was in high you, school. Yeah, you in 96 wasn't a picnic, my friend. <laughs> We're in trouble now. You can't get to, you can't get to Oxford. <laughs> I don't want to go to English class. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Um, okay, so he is so so. Nineteen ninety six. Oh, now was it Jacob? Nineteen ninety six. Desmond <laughs> wakes up. <laughs> He's all kinds of people. Yeah, nineteen ninety six. Desmond wakes up. He get the same flashes that he kind of had, and the flashes for your eyes episodes of sort of the future. That's what he gets. That's what he has. He thinks it's a dream. So I don't think he is, even though it seems like. He, you know, he should be 2004 Desmond. He's not. He's 1996 Desmond. And from then, then that 1996 Desmond starts jumping around to the future and to the past. Okay. It's not. I thought it was 2004 Desmond went back and and they were doing all this stuff. But I think the main personality through this episode is 1996 Desmond. Yeah, and and I agree. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of inconsistencies, and we'll get to those, and how they're presenting the time traveling. You know, one instance, uh, he's he's you know he when his mind travels, you know his his present body is is you know flashes out for a second. You know, sometimes it's 75 minutes that he's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's sort of random, like how long he's gone unconscious, and yeah. versus how much time he spent in the other time frame, and it doesn't seem to add up. So. There's a lot of discrepancies here. They they just kind of play around with how they want to use it. Totally. You know. <clears throat> okay, so next scene, um, we're on the beach. Dan, Charlotte, Jack, and Kate, if you remember those guys, um, <laughs> whoever they are, <laughs> we're with the interesting people, Dan and Charlotte, because uh, they're new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, wait, is Kate there? Why did I say Kate? It's Kate is Juliet. Juliet. Yeah, I'm like, there. I see... Wow, Kate has been replaced, man. (laughs) I wrote Jack and Kate. (laughs) She would not be happy to hear that. She would not be happy to hear that. Jules is totally... um, (laughs) She's cocked her head and pursed her lips. I know. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) There's a new freckles in town, Mm -hmm. and she ain't ain't got freckles. She ain't got no freckles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. So Jack, you know, says, okay, it's been a day. Where are they? And Charlotte's kind of exasperated. She claims she doesn't know. Yeah, she she turned into like a – she was cool at first, and now she's like, I'm kind of bored of her. 
You know, she's not cool anymore. She's just like, oh, won't you leave me alone? I know. She's you very, know? like, I don't know. I, I feel it's kind of consistent with that, that line that, uh, that like, to me defines her when – when when they say how many languages do you are you gonna read that in? <laughs> how many all there? How many languages are there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's 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 the kind of person that I'm like, I don't think if I, I would talk to you at a cocktail party. Not like at you all. No, you know, I just very yeah. irritating. She seems a little too like uppity, a little too yeah. like uh yeah, something. She's very, uh, very aloof and just, like, troubled to deal with people. Yeah, it's like we're in a really crazy situation here, and it's like you don't yeah. want to, like, you know, know, you're dealing with two, you know, a doctor and, like, a medical researcher. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, you know, they're intelligent. I think they can handle what's going on if yeah. you, you know. I think at least she's intelligent as, a, as an anthropologist, you know. Yeah. And she's just um, like, oh, I have to talk to these people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She better be careful, man. If fans don't like her, she will get the <laughs> the uh, Nicky and Paolo special. <laughs> she better be. She better take a note from Sawyer's card and get nice real quick. Wow, wow, yeah, that's six ninety five. Yeah, she's gonna. Uh, she's gonna wind up winning a jackpot if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. She was crappy in this episode, but I, 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 she's still okay. In my book, just from yeah, just from the second episode. It's it's gonna take a little longer for her to undo the good she did. Yeah, and you know, I, someone has to be her role in this episode of the the one who doesn't want to tell them what's going on. Yeah. you know, someone has to do that. But it's just you know, so she 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 has to take one for the team. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, all right, so Juliet, you know, Charlie says she doesn't know, and Juliet points out, well, you know, she's not worried, and that's a cause for concern, um, and <laughs> which is weird. And uh, Charlie responds with, <laughs> "Isn't that weird? <laughs> it is weird. You're not worried, which concerns me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My only worry is you're not worried. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one problem. There's one problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charlotte point, you know, sort of responds to sarcasm, and Dan interjects and suggests that they just tell the Losties what's up. This is this is one example of this episode giving answers when it real quick. When like I feel like in the old days, this is when we didn't get answers. You know, they, this is when <laughs> Smokey would have made noise in the jungle and distracted yeah, everybody. Like totally. it was like it was like, hey, what's going on? We can't tell you. Oh no, let's tell them. Mm-hmm. Here's the answer. <laughs> like, that's yeah. never. There was only one obstacle. Someone asked the question. Mm-hmm. One obstacle, you know, and then the answer. And then the and answer. And it's like that's just rare, and for a big question too. Yeah, you know? this because this scene essentially the same scene happened in season three when Kate went up to Jack and Juliet and told Jack about Naomi, and then Juliet says, we should tell her, and Jack's like, no, 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 mm-hmm. you know, it, it, she, it'll have to wait, or whatever, and he, and he didn't tell her, we didn't find out for a couple episodes, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's the way it used to be, Yeah. you know, it was a nice change of pace. No, it was really cool to get it and just wow, that's great. And then, yeah. you know, and they said obviously this was set up in the episode, you know, when they did the the test with the rocket. Um so, you know, the whole time travel, the whole time differential 
thing, which um, I guess we'll need to talk about again, right? Totally. we got to talk about it again. <laughs> Not for as long, but... Not for as long, but... Um, but this definitely raises that can of beans again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I may mix my mouth. So, I mean, I think it still works, right? I mean, I don't remember where we left on what we thought happened. I mean... Well, I left agreeing with you, and then I read some stuff, and, and there was a thing with Desmond, and I started thinking, like, no, I don't think that's it. And this this further makes me think that's not it. That what's not that? That time's running slower on the island. Hmm. So what what do you think it is then? Uh, well, see, you know, that's it's it's very easy to say you don't think something's true. It's a lot harder to come up with an alternative for what you think is true. Well, I mean, and uh, I don't necessarily have an alternative. I have, I really don't know. I really don't know. So why don't you think time is running slow on the island then? Well, because of this scene. And well, there's well, there, first there's a Desmond issue, and and then there's, what's, and then there's wait, what's the, the Desmond issue? The Desmond issue is the fact that the the uh, the whole reason he found out that he crashed the plane by not pushing the button was because of those printouts from the Pearl, and mm-hmm. they lined up the date lined mm-hmm. up right up with. Uh, uh, with when the plane crashed, you know, according to real mm-hmm. world time, and mm-hmm. so that tells me the times are not running, you know, differently. Otherwise, they well, they... I I would say that's a good sign in that direction. But you know who we're dealing with here. I know it could it could be <clears throat> wrong, but there's that, and then there's this. Okay, what is but. What about this makes you think time isn't running slow on the island? They well, say because... it's been longer than it hasn't been as long as you think it is. It hasn't been a day. It's only really been the 40 minutes it would take or whatever. But on the island, it has been a day. Yeah. So, so if island time's slower, then it should have been even longer in the real world. Basically, if time's running slower and the trip takes 20 real world, you know, if it's two to one, for example, if mm-hmm. it's two, you know, two real world seconds for every one island second and it takes 20 real world minutes to do the trip, then it should feel like it takes 10 minutes to do the trip because times were slower, not faster. Hmm. I think I understood that. So, you know what I mean? 10, if it's if been it's, 20 minutes, it's been 40 minutes real world time and it's been a day, then time's running way faster on the island. Okay, time's running faster. Which is weird. Actually, let me see, does that work? It seems like time... And since that seems to indicate time's running faster, I choose to believe neither is true. I'm going with, like, time is doing something weird. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. <laughs> it's so vague, it's probably right. So, that's weird. Okay, so time is running faster. Yeah, I thought when he said it was a day, they think it's been a day. It's only It hasn't been that long. Yeah, that's weird. So, so that means that they haven't been on the island as long as they think they've been on the island. Like, yeah, they think it's been however many days. I guess it hasn't uh, been that long. Yeah. 
which huh. is weird. Like, but and and another problem with that is the boat calendar lines up, mm-hmm. you know, so it makes it seem like they are counting time the right way. Which 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 goes back to my theory about the barrier that like wh- you know whenever you leave like that the island is sort of outside of normal time you know like whenever you get, get you know go back into the real world you got kind of go back when you came but is it a, okay but it uh, is I mean, it I don't I don't see how else things can line up <laughs> well yeah I you know mean, I, I mean I don't out barrier to well. Let me think. If you go in, does it just go in at the right time? What does that mean? I guess it must. It must. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't even. I don't, how does it even do that as far as going back in? You know, like, like, like if you're on the island and you're and it's been whatever it feels like some amount of time and it spits you out at that amount of time. You know, what about going back? I mean, doesn't it have to doesn't something have to happen <clears throat> at some point? What do you mean? I don't know what you mean. What I'm, about I'm, going from uh, uh, like, the real world you, to the island? Yeah, yeah. What do you think happens in that scenario? I don't know. I I think I think it may be that no matter how much time you spend on the island, when you get out of the barrier, you're only gone for as long as you've been gone from the real world standpoint. So if you, you know, if you go, if you go from the real world to the island and you think you've been on the island for a day, when you come back, it's only been 40 minutes or what, you know, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. Okay. That's what, so, that's what I think it so that, is. So that's a different, that's not, that's okay. That's not what I thought you were saying. No, I mean, I think I think it's like the island is like, you know, and that's what I was trying to say before about when I thought the island was slower. Like it's it, it's gonna sort of spit you back out at the right time, even though you know you may have spent more time on the you know it seems like you spent more time on the island. It's gonna spit you out at the right time relative to the real world. Relative to the real world, yeah. Because I, your old here, I think, was relative to the island. Well, no, because I didn't want it to make it where you went to the future. Because remember, that was my—I I, I at least thought that was my point. Well, I didn't want it to be a time travel thing where you could sort of, you know, leave yeah. and get back before you left, or I know, or, you know. So no, I wasn't saying that. But well, I, but that's not what I'm saying. You were saying what I'm saying. You were saying is that <laughs> what are you saying? I was saying. <laughs> it didn't tell me what I said. What I'm saying you were saying is that if you were on the island for a day what felt like a day and you left, a day would have passed. That's what I thought you were saying. Mm-hmm. What oh, I may have said that. Yeah, I may have said that. What you seem to be saying now is you leave and the corresponding time in the real world has passed. So, but you are time traveling, sort of. <laughs> Unless time doesn't well, really no, but you slower. Sh- you shouldn't be time traveling because you're you're only, you're getting... You can never get beyond you can never get to the future or the past relative to when you left. So so like you it's just your perception of time is wrong. Is that is that really the thing? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, like, your perception of time is wrong. You think and, it's and, been because uh, this includes sunrises, like everything happens. I think yeah, that's the whole thing and and I I said that last crazy. time. 
I know. Really? I said that. Well, he said the sun doesn't scatter, right? You know, like the light doesn't yeah. scatter, right? I mean, I think, you know, last time I said that, you brought up, you know, this whole thing about, time, you know, seconds wouldn't add up and things like that. And I think, you know, I think that, you know, that's, you know, I don't want to go again with that whole thing. But, I mean, obviously, if you think it's been a day and, like, you know, nature has, you know, agreed with you, you know, you've seen the sunrise, the sunset, you can tell you you sort of your consciousness has felt like it, it's experienced a day, um, you know, and your watch would agree with you and all that. Um, and it, then it's only been really 40 yeah. minutes in the real world. I mean, I don't know what that it, says about physics. It, it seems know. like it's all, it seems like what you're saying now is that it alters your perception of things. But my concern with that theory is that they, you know, they have measurements like the printout. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it alters your perception of things. I'm saying... I'm saying everything confirms that. I mean, I don't know how more objective it can be. You know, like I agree. I mean, the the, the instruments would confirm that that it's that it has been a day. So it's not just yeah, your well, consciousness being affected. I mean, like it is literally been been a day as far as you're concerned on that island. But I'm not even just saying that. I'm saying not only did the instruments say it, but Desmond felt like it had been that amount of time. You know, however many years. Yeah, it was exactly. To have been. He yeah. felt on the island the same amount of time that passed in the real world. And so that just doesn't, you know, oh, make sense. Oh, you mean back, oh, because he says he's been, like, there for three years and all yeah, that? Yeah, he's been there the right amount of time. Well, see, I don't know. I don't know how to reconcile that. I mean, that stuff is really old. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't old, think, I don't, I don't okay. know. I just don't know if, 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 if their theory of what's going on now can really be, is really solid enough to have everything that they've done really make sense, you know? <laughs> okay, okay. Because okay. if Dharma was on the island since the 70s, then were they really on the island longer than they thought they were or shorter than they thought <laughs> oh, they God. were or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't think their theory is foolproof. Uh, I'm just kind of going with what they're telling us about the island now. I That's see. all. I can't, you know, if you, you add the old stuff, man, and it's just anybody's guess. Okay. You know? Because okay. it could just be production errors, you know, the fact that, because like, you know, like we said before, with the whole printout thing, you know, he saw that, you know, if, he, if, if the date was wrong, if, if, if it's true that like in this world, the way they're presenting it, the date should have been wrong, different, then we wouldn't have got that revelation. And he wouldn't have known any different. He wouldn't have known what's going on. So he would have said, well, it wasn't me who did it, <laughs> you know, and it wouldn't have made any sense. Okay. Story-wise, you know, story-wise, he needs to be the person who does that. And for that to happen and for him to realize that in the moment, those numbers have to add up. And I think, you know, even if they knew at the time that it was wrong, I think that they would have just had to do it, you know. It may have just been the easiest thing to do because how else can you get that revelation if the, you know, mm -hmm. if the numbers don't add up, if the dates don't add up. I agree. <sighs> That, that's the problem. That's the problem with this show in general. You know, various, you know, your theory can be right on even if something in the show conflicts with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, and, you know, even if the show supports your theory, like, it could be wrong. I mean, also, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you can, you can, it's hard to know, like, 
you know, what's what on this show. Yeah, that's why I'm that's why I'm really trying to just piece together the puzzle based on the pieces that they give us, you know, and and you know, recent pieces. You know, I think it's yeah. it's valid to sort of go back and say, Well, in this episode what did they do? you know, and try to make it fit, but if it doesn't fit, you know, then there's probably a reason. Mm-hmm. Um so so real quick, can we can we can we think about the the rocket launch? Does that does that still make sense? I still have no idea. Because the rocket launch made me think time was moving slow on the island, I know. but now it's just so the <laughs> rocket would have got there really quick. Like Regina already thought it was there. Oh, and then don't 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 you know? Do we have to bring up the communication factor again? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's weird too. If their if their perception or whatever is way off, like. Or should it sound like they're talking like this or something like that? Or, you know, like the communication's weird and like, yeah. Maybe, I, maybe, maybe the the barrier, maybe, oh God, I don't know. It's just any idea come up makes no sense. My, I was going to say, the, maybe the barrier doesn't, it's just, um, it's just sort of like a ring around the island. Maybe like there's no sort of dome, no no top barrier energy. And so the satellite phones work because, like, they don't go through the barrier. Like, you know, it's going from space down to the island in a well, direct shot. Well, they could, could they just fly over it. Maybe they could. Maybe they could fly over the uh, over the barrier. Yeah, I don't know. I think like, if like that's true, it's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's great, but you can climb over it. Exactly. I mean, who knows what the barrier looks like? I mean, is the barrier underwater too? You know, like yeah, you know, yeah. they took the submarine and all that, but like, you know. Yeah, um, I know. I know. Did that? <laughs> I guess they could have gone through the window. Whatever the window looks like. Yeah. Ugh, who even knows? But uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pot. Yeah. Who knows? The barrier's so vague. I mean, we don't. You know. <laughs> We don't really see it, I don't think, so it's hard to know like what it looks like and how big it is and where it mm-hmm. extends to and stuff like that, or, or even what it really does. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, because it obviously doesn't, like, prevent stuff from coming in, unless it just has really got a lot of holes or it's coming through the top or, I don't know. It's 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 not totally reliable, clearly. Because um, people get through it by accident, you know, mm-hmm. multiple times. Um, so, like, what is it doing? Yeah, and like when Desmond was trying to, when when Desmond, you know, got his mm-hmm. boat and was trying to leave, did he go through the barrier? Yeah, I mean, it didn't totally. seem like he did, you know? No, they made it seem like if you sailed out, you just can't leave. Maybe we're supposed to believe that, like, the barrier stopped him, but then, like, I mean, his crash, I mean, did, they, did everybody that crashed in just get lucky and not hit it, or... You know, or sorry, get lucky and get the window, or or yeah. I mean, maybe the barrier, like, I mean, I mean, I want to know what 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 it means by you just you just can't leave, like you physically can't leave, or like you hit the barrier and mentally you you know you just would be so fucked up you wouldn't leave. Like, I don't know. I mean, and maybe if you're on a ship. Like you're not susceptible to the barrier, but if you're flying, you are or something. Like I don't know. Who knows what where the barrier is? <laughs> you know, it should just be sort of all around the island with maybe one hole. You know. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It, but it could be anything. I know it really could be, and 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 yeah. At this point, I mean, they've explained so little about it. They can do a lot. Um, that's why I don't have a good theory. All I got is. 
It does something crazy. Yeah, well, that isn't a good theory, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Something with time crazy, I guess. I, I can no, be, that's, I can that's be slightly more specific. Time crazy. <laughs> it's time crazy. Um... All right, we got to get through this. Um, doo, 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 doo. This part of the show, like, you know, the flash forwards are one thing because the people don't know about them. But, you know, the people on the island, like, they're not, like, living the flash forwards. You know, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that would that would really fuck things up. But all this stuff about time travel and time changing, and this is, like, uh, frustrating stuff to deal with, like, you know, as a as an overall thing going on in the show, it's yeah. really just like throwing a wrench in things. Yeah, well, that's Desmond for you. Yeah, I guess. So. Um. So okay. So Charlotte. Uh. So Dan says he's gonna tell him what's going on. You know, and Juliet says, you know, maybe if you talk real slow, we'll be able to keep up. And so Dan tells him that the perception of how long the helicopter has been gone isn't quite accurate. And that as long as they stayed on um, Frank's, it's easy, the other thing about that, yeah. As long as they stay on Frank's, Frank stays on the right bearings, uh, they'll be fine. And if not, there will be side effects. You know, so I'm still, I don't even know where I stand about this whole Yeah, maybe thing. that's another line that made me think that they got off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They definitely, I mean, they definitely make it seem like that's the side effect, you know. yeah. So, because right after that, the next scene, Desmond's freaking out. Saeed tries to calm him down. They're only two minutes away from the freighter, blah, blah, blah. So, finally, we see the freighter. Uh, I know some of us didn't even think it existed, but uh, there yeah, it is. I was shocked <laughs> to see it. I was like, wow, yeah. look, there's a thing in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Desmond sees the picture of him and Penny in his hands. Uh, next scene, uh, a couple of the ship's crew come out to meet the plane. They ask why Frank is back and who the people are. Survives at 8.15. Desmond doesn't know where he is. He's really anxious. Uh, The big guy who is named Kimi. Um, (laughs) Kimi. Let's see. What did I write here? Uh, Oh, he asks, asks, you know, what's what's wrong with Desmond? And Frank tells him, uh, you know, when he started acting, when Desmond started acting strange, and Frank tells him he was fine when they took off. Uh, they go to get Desmond, but he, you know, he starts to say, I'm not supposed to be here. Um, and, uh, at the same moment, he's back at the army camp. Uh, the sergeant makes him do more exercises, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he tells his mate, Billy, that, uh, you know, that he was in a boat and, um, now he's back and that he had a photo of Penny. So he decides to go call Penny, um, goes, use the phone and a really rude soldier bumps into him. Uh, as payback for all the exercise-based discipline they had earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, Those soldiers, you know. No yeah, you know, you know, heroes, but also a little a little uh, unkind. Yeah. Um, he reaches down for the change, and then he's back on the ship, and the guys kind of grab him. Uh, it looks like he was just unconscious for a second, uh, which is, you know, something I want to bring up about this whole oh, unconsciousness dear. thing. Um you know, he, he wasn't unconscious enough to, like, fall down. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, quite a second. Uh, and maybe we'll see the blackouts get longer. Maybe that's the idea. 
Um, maybe that's what maybe that's what's going on. Maybe yeah, we'll just Dan get longer. Yeah, Dan tries to say that it's exponential, although I'm not sure which one he means or both. Yeah, and it seems like it, it seems like you know you would expect it to be dependent on how long he's in another time frame, but it doesn't seem like it is, which is weird. Yeah. You know, because he said he was gone for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's what he means about it. it ta- it's harder to get back. Like it takes him longer to get back. Did he mean harder, harder to get back to the future? Or did yeah, mean- yeah, harder to mean get back to the future, yeah. Okay. Well, and I think it may just be dependent on, you know, where the mind goes or where it comes from, too. Because with Desmond and Minkowski, uh, they're going from past to the future, basically, and, and back and forth again. But with Eloise, she goes to the future first, it seems like, which I don't really want to buy. Oops. But it seems like they grab her consciousness from the future. I forgot about that, man. That's yeah. Weird. Oh, so, I mean, he says the effects are random, but they seem to be really random. Oh, God. Yeah. Because that's the other thing, like, well, we'll talk about Minkowski later. Okay. So, um, so we learned that the guys are Kimi and Omar. Kimi. From Vegas, from Vegas and Florida, respectively. And Omar says they're at the last port of Fiji, so that they're still in the Pacific. Uh, I guess he kind of tells them the truth. Um, thank you, Omar. Um, Kimi <laughs> tells Desmond that uh, the doc will come and ask him some questions. They leave him in the sick bay. Uh, Desmond's screaming he's not supposed to be there. Uh, he then sees Fisher Stevens as Minkowski, uh, <laughs> better known as the Plague from uh, Hackers, the uh, oh, Johnny the Lee Hackers. Miller... Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie epic. Yeah. He was uh, in one of my favorite movies. Too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He played the Indian guy. Yeah, I really, I did not remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Fisher shit. Fisher Stevens, yeah. I've been a fan of his, yeah, probably since Short Circuit. That's probably the first time. I recognized his name, but I was like, I don't know this guy. I looked him up, and I was like, man, that movie? Wow. Veteran. He's a pro- professional. <laughs> Clearly. Um. So next scene, uh, Kimi talks to Frank in the distance <laughs> while Saeed watches. Um, you know, Saeed thinks they know what's up with Desmond. Frank says, well, they're not telling him. Saeed brings up the fact that uh, they took off at dusk and landed in the middle of the day, um, you know, which is crazy. Um, doesn't make any sense. Um, maybe that's what he means about the light not scattering right. Like... Like, like maybe he, you know, it's some, it seems like, well, it seems like there's obviously only one sun, right? Um, <laughs> like the island doesn't have its own light so. source. So, so maybe like uh, there's sort of a gradient effect of, of, of like the closer, the closer you are to the barrier, like if you're on the island, the closer you are to the barrier, you know, light is going to sort of scatter a certain way because, you know, like in this instance, when it's dusk on the island, in the real world, it's in the middle of the day. Uh, maybe sometimes, all the time, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I'm thinking maybe this is supposed to be about the light thing, where, where like if you're, you know, maybe in the middle of the island, the other side of the island, you know, you're going to get more sun from the the sun that's sort of more skewed, you know. So maybe that's how he's noticing the effects. Because I would think that the light from the real world would sort of pass through the barrier, right? I mean, what if I the barrier is invisible, is like I mean... How it seemed like 
how it seemed like a day to them and it and it really wasn't you know that you know the sun went down and it was nighttime and it came back up but you know the sun in the real world didn't do that it was just like 20 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. you know like that doesn't make any sense to me without yeah. some really crazy shit going on yeah i mean yeah i, I mean i guess it's just Maybe, I mean, maybe, I mean, if you want to make it really weird, maybe, maybe it is just the island's effect. Maybe it is just a perception. I don't know. Like somehow there's a force, and maybe Jacob or something like can 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 make it seem that way. So the days really aren't happening. They just think they're they really are. not happening. They just think they are. Oh God! I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that and is. And all crazy. the instruments somehow are can can affirm uh, too. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to reconcile that. I mean, unless this island is just really off its own, it's just in its own thing. Yeah. (sighs) Like a hole, like a hole in space-time. And it's just, you know, it's like the Langoliers, you know. Any minute now, they're going to come eat the (laughs) island. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, please, no Langoliers. Yes, all the time Langoliers. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, so Saeed brings up the fact that they took off dusk and landed in the middle of the day. Um, Frank assures Saeed that he is trying to help them. Saeed wants a sad phone. Frank says he'll give him a sad phone for the gun Saeed has, um, which, you know, I, I was wondering why Frank wants the gun. Does he... Does he not? Is he worried about Saeed having it, or does he just want one for himself? I didn't know um, which that was. I assumed he was worried about Saeed having it, but maybe he wants one. I because Frank isn't really. I don't um, know what Frank's up to. Yeah, I mean he's he's not really part of the team, you know. Like no one, you know, he's not. He doesn't seem to come across as part of the 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 boat team, you know. Uh, they have their own thing going on. You know, and uh, I feel like I feel like he might be a bit worried it's about possible, what's going to yeah. happen. I didn't really. It's it seemed like he just didn't want Saeed to have a gun, but maybe he didn't, and he also wanted one for himself, or maybe yeah. And, and I and I also feel like, which is you know, also reminds me, Saeed brought his rifle too. He didn't take it from the helicopter, but I remember oh, him really? taking it when they were going to get on the helicopter. Yeah, because oh. I'm like, wow, Saeed's going to show up on a freighter with a rifle, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. But um, hey, guys, you never know. I'm also thinking maybe there's going to be a point very soon where if Saeed had a gun, it would be bad. So they just wanted to get the gun from him. Ah, uh, but it's me. like he just got that gun when they landed. I don't know. It's like to take it away from him just because they don't want to have it later. It's like why give why it to give him? Why give it to him? Yeah, because he only you know we it was just that one quick scene you know. So unless it's just supposed to be now we know Frank has a gun. And maybe maybe they just think Saeed should want to have one. Like he shouldn't just not get one. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I buy that. Yeah, definitely. Because when he got it, I'm like, okay, good, Saeed. You should get a gun yeah, if you that, can. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But they don't want him to actually have it. It's just such a small detail that I'm surprised that they would bother. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I mean, I agree that like it makes sense. If he if he got out of that thing and he wasn't armed, I um I thought that I might think that'd be weird. But given the situation of Desmond freaking out, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I'd I'd buy that. You know. Yeah. But um, 
But they did it, and it, now it's, now it's weirding me out that they did it. <laughs> yeah, it weirds me out when they don't do stuff. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like win. a big deal. I mean, he needed to, you know, he got on the he needed to get on the phone. That was that was a key thing. But uh, I just I hate when they, people keep trading things for the phone. I hate that. You know, like yeah. Miles did that. Oh, I'll shit. do this if you give me this for the phone. That's, that's the new like Sawyer it's the new scene. Sawyer stash. Yeah, yeah. everybody wants like, the phone. It's like, it's like I'd rather. I mean, I don't think it's a fair trade to make one phone call and to give up a gun. It's like, well, you can shoot one bullet and then give it back to me. Like, you can't keep the gun, you know. Uh, if I can't keep the phone, you know. But I guess the other guys take it from them. So, um, anyway, so we're getting to that actually. Um, he reminds Saeed that the phones can only call each other. Um, thank you. We we know that. Uh, you guys told us that before. Um, they mentioned so, that on the podcast. A few people were like, why don't they just take the phone and call the real world? And mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, we'll explain it. And, we'll explain it again. Yeah. Um, so, Sayid calls Jack and the gang and tells them what happened to Desmond. And Dan asks if Sayid, uh, sorry, if Dan asks if Desmond was recently uh, exposed to high level of radiation or electromagnetism. Um, uh, then Dan tells them that for some reason, people going to and coming from the island uh, uh, can get confused. It's not amnesia. Uh, next scene, Desmond tries to wake up Minkowski, uh, but his eyes are wide open. A few seconds later, Minkowski comes back, and he says he was just on a Ferris wheel. Then a very scary doctor, Doc Ray, comes in. And, Man, this uh, guy was scary. Dude, Holy you know, it was really God. even more scary when he was nice. Because, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, he comes in and he, you know, gets some something in a in a, in a a needle and, and injects Minkowski and sort of puts him out. And then Desmond's like, you're not going to inject me? He's like, you're right, I'm not. I don't want to inject you with anything. And I just want to help you. And it's just like, man, you're scary. Don't be <laughs> yeah. trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the niceness made it worse. Yeah, but exactly. But that actor just looks like not trustworthy. Yeah. I, I, I think I've seen him in something where he played a bad guy. Like, yeah, he's he's I, got that oh, face. Maybe I have too. Maybe that's why I instantly Yeah, I, I feel like he was in, now i got to look him up. Yeah, I'm curious because, like, I just I look at his face and I'm like, I I don't trust you at all. You're you're there's something up here. Yeah, what's his name? Ray. Here's Ray. Let's see. I can find old. How many Ray. actors? So many actors. So little time. Mark Van. Oh, wow, well, yeah, I'm, let me see what he's in. I don't recognize the name, but... He was in, uh... He was in a Riches episode. Oh, I don't what? I think I remember him from that. The Riches. Oh, I've never heard of it. Uh, oh, you've heard of it. I told you about oh, it. Oh, well. It's the one with Mini Driver and, uh... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it was a... I didn't remember the name. Um, well, I don't see anything that I would be like, that's where I know him from. Is there anything um, I've seen on there? No, you don't you watch know? anything. Oh, is it all TV? <laughs> yeah, it's it's TV stuff. Okay. I don't watch anything. Yeah, well, I guess you're right. 
Uh, did you see the episode of Jag called Hero Worship? <laughs> <laughs> if so, you may have seen him. Uh, how about the Malcolm in the Middle episode, Lois versus Evil? No, no. Um, <laughs> I've seen um, at least one Malcolm in the Middle episode. So. How about um, the episode of the OC, The Road Warrior? Did you catch that one? Or um, Maybe I just uh, saw that one. The Grey's Anatomy episode, Time After Time. Oh, <laughs> uh, time after time. It was touching. It was touching. Cindy Lauper guest star. Mm-hmm. Uh, did she sing that? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> she just came to my head. I'm like, I hope that's just sings it. Otherwise, it's a very weird reference. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Let's get back to the episode. Who knows who he is? He looks scary, and he plays the part well. He totally, yeah. He just instantly, he seems like he's up to something, and... Yeah. Um, so Ray wants to check Desmond's eyes, and then you know he flashes the lights in his eyes and says, "You know, ask him the last thing he remembers." And we're back to the army camp. He finished picking uh, picks picking up his change. Uh, this was, I guess, another short trip. Um, he didn't seem to have fallen or anything. Um, and then he calls Penny. Uh, Penny does not greet him warmly. Uh, he broke up with her and joined the army. Uh, he's got two days leave and wants to see her. So, you know, the whole Penny timeline, Penny Desmond timeline, you know, it's just, just robust. Um, so the last thing we've heard, we, last time we saw them was the, what, the Flashes, I guess, episode? The last time we got, like, the backstory about their relationship? Was that was that then? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, so basically, it, his second flashback was about another woman that he left and joined uh, the, the monks. Yeah, he loves to leave women and go join mm-hmm. like organizations. Like yeah. that's his mo. It is. So okay, so 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 okay, so Desmond, he's dating the young lass, and then he leaves her, and then goes to the monks, and then he meets and then he leaves them and meets Penny. Then they start the love affair, and then they break up because he goes to the army, and then is now what? And then we're now, and then we're present, right? Oh. Where he's calling her to. Um, we haven't seen because we never saw them break up, right? Like we did, we didn't know yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. No, did we, we did. They broke up in flashes before your eyes. Oh, that's right. The, well, they weren't supposed to break up, right? But they did break up. Oh, no, they were supposed to break up. They were? Yeah, that was supposed to be. Oh, that oh was, but he didn't want to break up with he her. Didn't, he didn't want to do it, but talking was like, you're <laughs> supposed to do it. Oh, God. Oh, because pushing the button is the greatest thing you ever do. Yeah, exactly. All right. And, and, and he was like, yeah, she came in. That episode was fucking weird she mm-hmm. came up and she was like you can't change the future whatever you do doesn't matter but you're not supposed to do this and mm-hmm. and you know like you can't buy the wedding ring because you're not going to do this you know and and he's and and he comes to believe that and then at the end of the episode he decides i can change it but mm-hmm. like then it's over <laughs> but he but he doesn't like i don't i know I know. He, yeah, he, it was weird. He, like the events that he thought were going to happen did happen, and so uh, so he decided that he could change the future. I, oh God, that, that's that's, that's uh, what a hodgepodge. 
I don't know what to do with that thing. He, I don't either. He, and that was the other thing about Flashing Before Your Eyes that was weird. I guess, I guess 2004 Desmond went back in Flashes Before Your Eyes because he knew, you know, he knew stuff that was going to happen. Oh, yeah, it was definitely 2004 Desmond. Yeah, so that distinguishes it from this episode. Yeah. Which is, which is weird. So what was the point? I got lost. I don't know. You were rambling about something. Okay. Well, I don't. I have no idea. Although this guy, Mark Van, was in Payback, this Mel Gibson movie that I saw. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt that's where I recognize him from, but okay. that's, that's the only thing I saw where, like, I'm like, well, I did see that. Maybe I remember him from that vaguely. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, I was talking about this other stuff, and I, I feel like I had a point, but whatever. No. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um. Well, what does that leave us on the next scene? Uh, wait. What, what was what just happened? Oh, the doctor. Yeah, these boat people, man. Ugh. Whatever. These Go boat on. people are some shady people. They they totally don't seem trustworthy at all. No. They just they they just they don't do anything, but they just come up. They just exude like you know I'm 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 up to something. Well, because they are. <laughs> it's easy to exude that when they are up to something. I mean, I mean at the very least, they're what they're up to is just whatever we don't know. You know what I mean? Like we know something's going on, even if it's just normal ship duties, and they're just trying to deal with these crazy people. You know, Minkowski and Desmond. You know, like. There's just a lot of mystery inherently because we just don't know who they are and we yeah. don't know why they're there and we don't know what they know. And that's one of the frustrating things to me about this episode when I watch it, even originally. Like, I just wanted more out of the boat. Like, they managed to get through a boat trip without really. I mean, they, there is a reveal, the Minkowski. That's probably the big boat reveal. You yeah. know. Um, oh, we're not done with the boat. But oh, I agree. I just like I, w- I wanted more. I expected like I expected them to not be able to compartmentalize so much. You know, I thought like once we landed on the boat, we just find out everything instantly. I guess that was silly, but that I just had in mind like <laughs> they land. Like they're gonna go to the answer room, yeah, exactly. which is right behind the poop deck. Yeah. I just <laughs> yeah they they. <laughs> I just uh, I, I felt like they would land and, and Michael would be there and hey I'm Vince Man on the boat and yeah. you know the captain would be there and he'd be like yeah we we're and the captain is like Widmore captain is and, Charles Widmore <laughs> yeah exactly that's yeah that's what I saw you know that wow. I felt like landing would make like a, a ton no. of answers inevitable but no. basically we just don't see most of the stuff going on and that's you know there's this one mission that they deal with and so they're able to kind of not you know, not reveal a lot of stuff all at once. I, I don't know why yeah. uh, that's what the way it was going to be. I should have known they do it like this, but I was just frustrated. Like, I, I wanted more on a boat, mm-hmm. you know? No, they're going to draw it out. I mean, we, I mean, we've already got boat mysteries, you know? It's like we already had <laughs> island mysteries. Now we got, like, who's on the boat running around open do- opening doors and sabotaging equipment and, like, you know, what's with the captain? You know, uh, Minkowski says, you know, 
that the that the equipment was cut two days ago, but the captain doesn't even know about it yet. Like, what's going on with that? He's like, when yeah. the captain finds out, it's like, what? The captain doesn't know that the communication on board ship has been yeah, sabotaged. That's, that's really ridiculous. I, you <laughs> the, know? Cap, the captain just isn't very hands on apparently. I feel like Rachel has like tied up the captain somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, because they keep telling me we're going to tell the captain about it. Well, where is the captain? You know. Why isn't he Who's here to, to talk? Do you mean Regina? Uh, I mean, I mean Regina, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It, it seems like there's there's some there's some kind of weird sabotage going on. Uh, I I I feel like Michael's there, but like whatever, we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, yeah. Who knows? Um, all right, so, it comes in, yeah, yeah, so Minkowski was ranting that everyone would be infected, blah, 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 <sighs> um, yeah. you know, here's a question before, uh, actually, this is, we were on the penny thing, but, um, I meant to ask, why does Minkowski know who Ray is, um, Who's presumably, Ray? Oh, yeah, the doctor. Ray the doctor, Presumably, the Minka- you know, Minkowski, it was like Desmond, you know, like a, a past Minkowski mm-hmm. came to the future Minkowski's body. Um, but I, And I guess it was within the time frame that he knew who Ray was. Maybe. Otherwise, he should be confused about why he's there and, and what's going on. Like, this guy even remembers the thing with Brandon, which was a few days before. I yeah. mean, why does he even remember that? Yeah. He shouldn't remember that. Yeah. If it's the same as Desmond, he shouldn't, and that's yeah, I agree. Unless unless someone told him, unless someone told him that, you know, like mm-hmm. they told him, you know, you. I mean, he he seems to remember Brandon acting crazy, and I don't know how how um, how he would know that unless he remembered that at least to tell someone else that, you know. Yeah. So at the very least, he'd have to remember that. So. Maybe uh, I don't know. How does he? How does he have memories of that? I don't know. Because if he's if he's in two thousand four, unless it's just and then Brandon starts him. Brandon starts acting weird, and then all of a sudden a past Minkowski comes to the future. Like that past Minkowski is going to even know what's going on. Unless he's from very recent. Yeah, and he's talking about being on a Ferris wheel. I feel like it's not that recent. Yeah, well, but I feel like he might be jumping around. Yeah, Desmond like, wasn't. I, Desmond I, wasn't. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a clue. It could be all kinds of stuff, and it doesn't match. But like, I could say that maybe in his case, it's it's new him. You know, it's it's more of a flashes before your eyes scenario, where where future him's going to the past instead of Desmond's thing. Okay, but if future him going to the past, like, isn't that isn't what he would know about the future re- relevant or like to the past? You know, like, well, to we now, mean, like, like I mean, I feel like if he went to no, the future, I, he would. I shouldn't say future him. I mean, present him. You know, two thousand four. Minkowski is going to the past. Oh, okay. That's what I meant by future. Yeah, that's the only thing I can imagine. But why would he... 
Oh, he's going through the past. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, so... I don't know why he would do that and Desmond would do something else. It seems so like... So Desmond's going to the future, he's going to the past. Basically. No, Desmond's going to the past, too. Oh, you mean... No, yeah, yeah. Desmond's going to the future from the perspective of, yeah, the 96 Desmond went to the future, yeah. Yeah, and the 2004... Although, it's really weird. Like, the 96 Desmond went to the future because the 2000 Desmond flew through a barrier. I mean, that's just... That's really weird. I, I <laughs> Yeah, it is weird. You know what I mean? Like, 96 Desmond had nothing to do with why that happened. He's just laying in bed. And... I think, like, I think there's some, I mean, obviously, for your, I feel like for your mind to travel between bodies in two different, you know, space times, um, like, I feel like there has to be some sort of connection to your body. You know what I mean? Like, Like, that's sort of, like, you know, you can't, time travel with your consciousness to a time where you're, where you, where you're on alive. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. You can't just be there and, oh, wait, my body's dead or I don't even exist in this timeline, you know? So obviously there's some sort of thing with the, with the body that's connecting yeah. them all. You and, know, the, and there's something weird about, you know, certain aspects of consciousness and memory and stuff are physical and, Mm-hmm. How much of that stuff is, you know, it's it's old Desmond's brain or new Desmond's brain, I guess, in his case. You know, it should have those memories and, you know, stuff like that, like physically speaking, you know, and, and, and I mean. Yeah, and maybe it just doesn't know how to access them. You yeah. Because it hasn't, it hasn't made those memories, so it doesn't know where they are. And maybe yeah. he could recover those memories. Or they could be operating from the perspective that, you know, your consciousness is, is all intact. Like, your memory is part of that, too. Yeah. You know? They and can it, do so, whatever they so want. Like, <laughs> it messes with your brain? It messes with your brain. What do you mean? Like, like you know, if... Like, let's say the other way around, or maybe, like, Minkowski's scenario where you go to the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the 2004 you goes to 1996 or whatever... Right, you've got some knowledge that 1996 you didn't have, and so if your consciousness is going there, it seems like it's got to alter your brain also. Well, yeah, I mean, I think for for you to like zap in a new consciousness, I mean, you you'd have to be altering your brain anyway, right? I uh, mean, yeah. Well, at some degree, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I mean, it's 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 not just. Uh, yeah, I mean, well... It, it, I mean, okay, here's the two ways to look at it. I mean, look at it, I guess, as like a computer program. Either either your consciousness is a program, like your brain is the hardware, and your consciousness, you know, is the program that runs on that hardware. And in one view, that program that you're running has all your memories, and all it needs is the hardware to run it, the synapses or whatever. Or it could be that part that your memories is part of the hardware and the software, which is your consciousness, just runs on that hardware. And you know, without the physical, you know, uh, elements of memory, your consciousness can't, you know, it, it can't access those memories because it hasn't made it hasn't made them. You know, so I don't know which one they're going for. Or maybe some third or fifth option. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not the fourth, though. Yeah, no, 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 not the fourth. The that fourth one is just silly. Too, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I uh, I agree. I just like I imagine it being. I imagine that their conception of consciousness is is not tangible. That you know, I mean, I I just don't think that's true. But I imagine that you know, for them, it's it's this like thing that is independent of your physiology and. Yeah, that's what they. I think that's a safe bet that they're trying to tell us. Yeah, so. and somehow you can just you can just plug that into your old the old version of yourself and. And and it's you know and it's essentially the same as if you as if it were really you, mm-hmm. you know back then. But but whatever used to be there, like is somehow, you know it's you know something's changed. Mm-hmm. So, but I I have no idea how that's supposed to work. It doesn't really mean whatever. <laughs> it, it it may just not make sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the whole thing about Ray, I mean, I'm sorry, Minkowski and like, um, you know, what time frame is he from, I think is an interesting question. Um, I mean, I guess it would have to be fairly recent for him to, in my mind, not be freaked out about what's going on. You know, if it was before he ever got on the freighter, he should be concerned about why he's on a freighter. <laughs> yeah, but if he's you know, on a Ferris wheel, it's got to be before he's on the freighter. Or he could have went to the future. Who or knows? he could have went to the future. Oh, but, oh, but that's but the thing. Actually, he seems to die, so maybe not. Yeah, I forgot he he dies <laughs> or whatever happens. Um, They say he's dead, so he's probably dead. Um, although I feel like that's a waste of Minkowski, uh, for us to hear him like a couple episodes and then he's got like, you know, um, this one episode, I, I, it, it's weird that they would have Fisher Stevens play that role if he, if he is dead and never to be seen again. I, yeah, I think he's like, I think he's a Kelvin. I think he's a, I think he's kind of a one episode pony. Yeah. <laughs> If you will. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, let's see. Asking what he remembers. Back. So he calls Penny. She doesn't greet him warmly. You know, broke up with her. Okay, I read of that. So he says he's got two days leave and wants to see her. She says no. And don't come to the flat. She moved. Uh, which I'm like, why do you have the same number um, if you moved? Um, and then later the number doesn't work. Oh, how, oh. So I, I think the only way what? I can make sense of this is I that... think about that. Ugh. Yeah, the only way I can make sense of this is is that he got lucky and he called her at her old place. Like, she's in the middle of moving between the old place and the new place. And he just got lucky that she was still at the old place. Mm, okay. Because uh, otherwise, like, she shouldn't have the <sighs> same number... If she's already moved, and then later okay. when he, you know, it doesn't work. So like, okay, so maybe if she's just like right, she's just moving, and she yeah. hasn't she hasn't canceled the number yet, and he just he just gets right on the edge of that. Not only has she not canceled the number, but like either she's there at the old place or she had her old number forwarded yeah. to her new place, but her new number, but. You know, cuts the phone off later. Or something. And then it's cuts weird. it off in like a couple yeah. of days. But like, you know, she doesn't want to talk to Desmond. Like, I could see her cutting it off if she knows he has that number and he doesn't have another one. So, you know. Yeah, but she says, "I've moved." You know, don't come to my flat. I've moved. So, like, she can't be at the new place saying that because why would he have the number to the new place? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. She's a, she's well, unless it's forwarded, and 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 you know she was mm-hmm. having it forwarded, but she canceled it because Desmond called. Mhm. Yeah, she could have done that, I guess. I don't really believe that, but you know, whatever. There it is. Mhm. I mean, I believe it, but I don't feel like it's that great. Yeah, it, yeah, it's weird. Um. So Desmond comes back. Uh, he's in sick bay. Um, and, you know, still standing, so, you know, he mm-hmm. hasn't blacked out too long yet. Uh, Frank and Saeed bust in. Faraday wants to talk to Desmond. Ray presses the alarm. Frank gives uh, Desmond the phone, and Dan asks, you know, what year he thinks it is. It says 1996. Dan asks where Desmond is in 1996, you know, the Army camp, and uh, Dan tells Desmond to find him at Oxford. Um... Dan looks in his journal, uh, you know, Jack is asking, you know, why does Desmond think it's 1996? Dan says he doesn't know, it's random, although I think he does know, he just doesn't know why he thinks it's 1996, but he knows why he thinks it's not the right year, (laughs) which I think was Jack's question. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah, he answered the specific question, not the... Real thing, Jack the, had in yeah, mind. which is yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, but maybe that's what Dan would do. <laughs> He's that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's um, definitely a more scientific thing to do. Yeah, Answer Dan the tells, question that you're asked. Yeah, Dan tells Desmond um, to tell him in the past to set the device to two point three four two and eleven hertz. Um, then Kimi and the gang break into sick bay. <laughs> I can't get over Kimi. Kimi. That name just yeah. like grates on my ears. Yeah. Kimi. It's a, you know, it, it's a, it's one of those names like um, that. Uh, I've seen guys like Kimi with names like that, and it's like it somehow fits, you know, because he's kind of a tough guy. Yeah, he, is. he doesn't have a tough guy's name, mm-hmm. and uh, and that happens sometimes, and so, but somehow it works, you know, yeah. like. You know, he's tougher because of it or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> he can pull off an A. He can, yeah, he can pull off Kimi. Yeah. yeah. Like, if he was, if he was, you know, if, if Dan was named Kimi, like, mm-hmm. it just, it would be different. It would make him seem weaker. But Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can see that. It just, the word is just like. Yeah. Ugh, Kimi. Kimi. It just, I don't know, it hurts me. Yeah, maybe it's short for something. I hope so. Uh. <laughs> Not that it's going to matter. Yeah. Um, so they break in, they get the phone, and then, boom, Desmond's back in 1996. Uh, he's at Oxford. Now, is Desmond wearing a wig in the past? Man. Because I'm like, there's no way they cut his hair. Um, You're right. I think, I, mean, I think he's wearing a wig, although I'm definitely curious about the beard. You know, oh, the beard. Yeah, I'm wondering if the new beard's fake or if he shaved it and they're not going to show him so he could grow it back or, you know, I'm not sure what they did. Yeah, I mean, the, I looked at his hair piece and it does, it, it looks really convincing, but sometimes it does look fake. Um, but, like, I was just really confused. I'm like, well, I mean, he needs to have short hair. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it looks, you know, I just, you know, they always amaze me when they do the wigs anyway. I just can't yeah. imagine how they, you know, he's got a lot of hair. How do they stuff that under a wig and you can't tell? It's pretty amazing, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, his hair is pretty long. That's true. I've seen him. I've seen him do that and behind the scenes stuff for movies, but usually the person they're doing on their hair isn't that long. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's um you know it's normal length. And maybe maybe they maybe they cut his hair, you know, enough to to use the wig in the past, mm-hmm. and then like gave him hair in the future. I mean, now that I'm looking at it, his hair doesn't look that long anymore. It's kind of curled up because he's insane, but. Um, it's not as long as I thought it was, but it's pretty damn long. It's certainly longer than it is in the flashback. Yeah. Or in the whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it just, yeah, then I look at his hair. Yeah, it looks, it looks fake. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's got it, a weirdness to it, but it looks really convincing. It looks pretty good. I, I give him credit. I mean, some of the, like, like the the Matthew Fox wig that he went, he wore a while ago mm-hmm. was terrible. Yeah. Like, it, just, it just looked silly. And this. The this Naomi was, wig too, man. Oh, poor Naomi. Put a head, put a headband on it. It's a wig. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that headband. That you know, totally... they did that. Um, they That was like Rose, too. I don't know what they did with Rose, but, you know, in her episode when she had really short hair from the chemo mm-hmm. or whatever, like, I, I thought her stuff was, like, they really did shave her head really oh, short. yeah, yeah. And then they gave her a wig in the present time because she had a headband on hers, too, the oh, whole time. Look at that. You know? Maybe that's the trick. Dude, you put a headband on it, and everyone's like, what's, mm-hmm. what's wrong with her hair? <laughs> oh, it's just a headband. <laughs> that just Nobody knows. It all. Yeah. Oh, it's the headband making it look weird. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it moved. Headband. Headband. <laughs> headband. But it just flew off. <laughs> headband. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that, prob- that probably is one of the tricks of the trade. Yeah, I, right? I, yeah. I was fooled by Naomi for a while, but I think I think for me it looked the worst in the most recent one. Yeah, in, in yeah. her flashback, like it just looked terrible in that. It, was mm-hmm. just, it just looked silly on her head. It's just yeah, uh, it was too much. It was I don't know why they did that. I don't either. It was worthless. It doesn't. I don't feel like it matters what her hair looks like that much. But yeah, yeah. Um. So Desmond finds Dan, and he tells Dan the story, and Dan doesn't believe him, and he tells him the numbers, and he tells him he knows about Eloise. The end. <laughs> that was that scene in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, not much there. Um, they didn't drag it out. They didn't go. He wasn't like, oh, I don't believe you. Bye. You yeah. gotta track him down, or mm-hmm. or like like he, you know, he told him about Eloise fairly quick. You know, he didn't. Yeah. They didn't wait. Uh, which is good. That's true. And he had, uh, he had to resist a little bit. I guess it couldn't be too easy. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he truly believes that this guy's from the future is pretty crazy. Yeah. But he convinced them, I guess. You know, he just he gave them that information. And um, Although, okay, so anyway, let's talk about this. Next scene, uh, we're in Dan's office slash his little lab and where he does the things that Oxford frowns upon. Uh, I got to uh, say, I love, like, fictional academia. It's so, right. much, more, so much more interesting <laughs> than real-world academia. I love that line. This is the thing I do that they hate, you know, like, this is yeah. getting me in trouble. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know. I know. And, and it's like, it's the good, real stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. The stuff they like is just bullshit that's worthless. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it, they hate the interesting, crazy stuff, but they mm-hmm. yeah. 
But like the yeah, the simple stuff, the real world stuff, they mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the like, doctor for you. Clearly, like he's on the verge of something. But yeah, it's just you know, I spent a lot of time on colleges, and uh, man, if they were this crazy, I you know, <laughs> I don't know, I'd be afraid of them. It's, right. Well, hey, that's what he says, man. Um. So he puts on a vet. Well, okay. So wait. So he says, uh, Dan wonders if if his if his future self remembers this 1996 meeting, and and Desmond says no, and he says, well, you know, maybe you forgot. And Dan says, well, how would that happen? Uh, you know, which is a correlation to whatever memory issues Dan's having. Yeah, on the it makes island. me wonder if like they did that just for that reason. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're trying to say how could you know if they're saying how could Dan ever forget anything. Or if they're saying, how could he ever be in a situation where something would make him forget? Which is a bit of a different thing. You know what I mean? Either, either, because I don't know if if it's Dan's memory that's the problem on the island, or if the island is affecting him somehow. I mean, effectively, it's the same. He can't remember. But is it because of him, or is it because of the island? Yeah, yeah. Is my question, you know. And so I don't know if, if they're saying with this line, how could I get in a situation where I would forget, or how would I forget? I see. I <laughs> I assumed it was the island, mm-hmm. you know, having some effect on him. But maybe yeah. maybe it's related to the thing that happens in the scene where he puts on the vest, but then he asks him about his head, you know, and he's mm-hmm. like, well, ugh. But what does it even mean? Like, I mean, the reason you don't wear it on your head is because the radiation doesn't have much of an effect, you know. Um, and now are they, are they trying to say that, like, his head was irradiated enough to, like, um, to have some problem when he went through the barrier? That's I, I'm throwing that out there. I don't know if they're trying to say that, but... But it did occur to me that that maybe like, that was the point. L- like if if you're exposed to radiation, but you cover your head, then <laughs> if you go through the barrier, your mind won't time travel. But if your head is exposed to radiation, mm-hmm. then you can potentially time travel. Like, all are they really telling us that? All about that head. <laughs> um, I mean, but that's the thing. It seems like the whole point of the of of a lead vest is that you know, if you needed a mask, people would wear a mask. You know, right? Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Unless the point is just that this kind of effect is is you know what any minor extra radiation counts. You know, like because I'm mm-hmm. sure there is some sort of minor exposure, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I just thought it was it was it's such a weird thing. It's like I'm doing this thing to protect my safety. But there's this thing that I need to do to protect my safety I'm not doing. It just doesn't yeah, make any and, sense. and the fact that he doesn't say something like, well, it doesn't matter, it's negligible, or, mm-hmm. you know. It's yeah, hard it makes it seem like, like, oh, you got a point or something. Yeah, like, he just sort of says it like, yeah, yeah, that's a risk I'm taking, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like a legitimate one. He doesn't sort of shrug it off too much. So I, I, I don't know, that, that made me think it was a thing, but I don't really know. It might not, who knows. <laughs> Yeah, all right, so, and he says it's for prolonged exposure, too, you know, that's another thing. Ah, yeah, that's uh, right, because Desmond doesn't even put anything on it. Yeah, um, so he gets out the rat, Eloise, 
which I really was really hoping that line meant more than just the rat. That was Oof. kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is Eloise. It's like, this is something that that was so important that if, if you say, I know about Eloise, like, like no one else knows the name of his rat. Mm-hmm. None of his other colleagues know what he calls his rat. Seriously, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, maybe he he just never tells anyone. But it it seems like it seems like that's the it's not that big of a secret, you know. Like it's not like I don't know. It just seems like the name of his pet, you know, his science pet, like is weird to me. That that's that would clinch it, you know. Yeah. 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 And I guess the point is more about what Eloise is used for, but um, but just the fact that that's the clue just is weird to me. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he puts the he puts the rat in the maze and um, uh, what? Uh, I wrote, isn't it a paradox that Dan can get the numbers before he thinks of them? <laughs> uh, because then later, when Dan thinks of the numbers in whatever normal time it would have been. He already knows what they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But his memory is messed up, so he he forgot again. Oh, but he forgot because there's no paradoxes. That's yeah, right. He there's just, no paradox. He so 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 I'm sure when Desmond tells him these numbers and he writes all that stuff on the board yeah. with the equations, he never writes those numbers down never. anywhere. Ever. Although he does in his journal, but I guess like he writes those down later right. after he remembers what he forgets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, it all makes sense. See, it all makes sense. There are no paradoxes. <laughs> just really forgetful people. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Him and his notebook and his chalkboard. Those values are clearly like really important. He should have written those down like plenty yeah. of times and had them. You don't forget. I don't think you forget your biggest breakthrough in your entire life. Yeah. You just sent a rat to the future. And I'm very you know? skeptical that like those two numbers are that important. It, it almost yeah. seems like I don't know. It seems too easy. It seems like you could just guess and get those right. Mm-hmm. It, well, that's the thing. I feel like he does get it right eventually. Like he does get it, but mm-hmm. he just gets to get it quicker. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Um, where is my little? Where am I? All right. So, um, so he puts him in the. Uh, he, you know, and he turns the machine on and shoots Eloise, and it's supposed to unstick her in time, and. Then he opens the, the door to the maze, and Eloise runs the maze, and he says, this is great. You know, I just finished the maze this morning, and I wasn't going to teach her to to uh, run it from an hour from now. So here's where it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we've got, like, three different things happening, apparently. We've got Minkowski, yeah. uh, future, or current, or 2004 Minkowski going to some point <laughs> in the past. Yeah. We've got 1996 Desmond. Going to the future because 2004 Desmond went through a thing, mm-hmm. right? You know the same, cir- you know the or same or similar circumstances as Minkowski. and then we've got this 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 rat or mouse or whatever. Do you know which one it is? Is it a rat? Uh, it looked like a rat. I think it's a rat. Okay, it's uh, uh, and then we've got this rat that like apparently gets exposed and goes to the future. You know, mm-hmm. which 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 neither neither one of them, you know, Desmond or Minkowski did, and it's it seems like it's supposed to be an illustration of what's happening, but mm-hmm. 
but it's a different thing. And furthermore, he never teaches the, the rat dies before he teaches it how to run the maze. Well, see, yeah, and that's the whole problem too. Is you know this whole thing where even though it, it, it made it seem like what happened was it sent Eloise to the future where she learned the maze. And, like, she was there long enough to learn the maze and then came back. But I think maybe what happened was it just took a future version of Eloise who already knew the maze, like, you know, long after, you know, not long after, but, you know, after he taught it to her, you know, uh, and then brought that rat back. I see. But the future version shouldn't exist because that's not what happened. You know? Hey, tell that to DNC. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I stand on what the future is all about. Um, I agree, which is why I think you know my theory of the future makes sense because like they just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that it, how how if she if she's gonna die, how can she learn something after she dies? Yeah, you know um, that he never actually teaches her because he doesn't need to teach it to her. I think that is a paradox, and yeah, um, I, I don't know how they too. try to get around. I mean, that, the reason I think they can get around that is that they bring, like, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, it's just the future isn't, the future just changed, I and guess. See, it changed and, the future. And, and, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would use that as an example of changing the future. They just, he went, so instead of him teaching it to her and then learning it, they just brought that future version back and so he doesn't have to teach it to her because she already knows it. Um, and so the know. future where she learned it did happen in some sense, but it, it didn't happen for real. Yeah, well, yeah, I would say, yeah, it didn't. It yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't. It technically didn't happen. I mean, that's that's the you know that's the problem with with future and time travel stuff is like how can it happen but not happen? Yeah, it happened enough to create future rat, but mm-hmm. or future Eloise, but but when it came time for it to really happen, you know, it didn't. Mm-hmm. So you know that seems like it's going to a parallel universe kind of thing. But, I know, but they no, no, none of that. Mm-mm, no mm-mm. paradoxes either. What? That's mm-mm. a paradox? No, it's not. Look over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look over there. He doesn't have pants on. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's so you know, it's so strange. This whole rat business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, um, yeah, and I don't, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, they just, you know, it wouldn't have made sense for 2004 Desmond to go to 96 and, and like, you know, it just, that would have just been weird. Um, for them to have their fish out of water thing that they're trying to do for the present, that's why the past Desmond has to come. So he doesn't know anybody and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, but it's, it's, it's weird. And then it's just weird how, like, at the drop of a hat, you know, the hat being he's going to die if he doesn't get his constant, which is Penny, you know, he's, uh, he just, lo- he's in love with her again. I mean, maybe he will always was, but to me, it's just so weird how, you know, he leaves her to go to the army and then, you know, then he's, you know, tr- you know, then we know that our Desmond, the 2004 Desmond is trying to find Penny you know, um, 
you That's know, we a weird think, thing. In flashes before your eyes, it seemed like he left her only because he felt like that's what he had to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it makes you wonder why he left originally. <laughs> you know, well, it was just it was just weird because you know he was doing the whole solo race to to win her back. Yeah, and it's like why? It's just weird that he was trying to win her back in the few. You know, in two thousand four, he's trying to win her back. He loves Penny. In nineteen ninety six, he doesn't really care. But then when the whole shift happens, then he cares again. And then he brings that love for Penny to the future, to 2004, you know. That's the thing. Where he's I, trying I, to I, find I, her. and Yeah, at a certain point, he cared. I just, I wonder why he left originally. Because, you know, the version of him leaving we saw depended on him talking to Miss Hawking and, you know. <laughs> the question is, why? why is it that when he went into the jewelry store, why this time did he decide to buy the ring when before he doesn't buy the ring? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, before that, all that nonsense happened, like, why didn't he do it? Why why did he break it off? Like, he didn't have all this future knowledge that was telling him, you have to do this because it's your destiny and all that. Like, he was just operating the normal way everybody does. And so, you know, it seems like he ought to add some reason. And yeah, it seems maybe, like they're trying to say he's a coward. You know, it's the same kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's what it seems like. He's got commitment issues, and yeah. he can never really make it happen. Yeah. Oh, great, he's a man. We get it. And he... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and and at some point he decided that well I should have stayed with Penny, and so he decides to try to win her back. And it seems like his time on the island is what affected his decision when he sort of goes back to the past to buy that ring. Like somehow yeah. he's changed. Absolutely, that's what he even says. That's what he's mm-hmm. saying. Like this time. Oh, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the episode. He's like, I'm gonna do it this time. I'm not gonna fuck it up. I'm gonna ask uh-huh. her. I'm gonna marry her and fuck all this, you know, I, I'm not going anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so, yeah, that's exactly what was supposed to have happened, but Hawking says, you can't do it, you know, you, you have to end up on that island, so you have to break up with her. But it's weird, he has, he's got to break up with her so he can try to win her back, which is what gets him <laughs> on the island. Of course. You know, it's like, no, 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 you can't have her now. See, mm-hmm. what you need to do is break up with her, break her heart, okay? Then, then eight <laughs> years, and then, and then yeah. a few years, five years from now, you'll go on a solo race to try to win her back, yeah. but you'll get stuck on an island. Right. So he's and got, then, yeah, he's got to push the button, because it's all yeah, the great thing. Yeah, because you've got to push do. the button. And then after that, three years later, then we can try to get you back with Pig. Then we'll okay, talk. buddy? Yeah. yeah, then we'll talk. Then you come see me then. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the deal. Like that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and it seems to me like, what's the point? Just get it over with. Like, why is like all this happening? If that's you know, if that's what's supposed to happen, then why is it changing? Like, leave it alone. You know, like. And the weird thing is, Kelvin wouldn't have left if Desmond hadn't showed up. Mm-hmm. So like, you know what I mean? Like that was the reason he left. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, I mean, can we, see, that's that's the problem, I think, with, with the future being, you know, like, if you can just change it and now that's the future, I mean, I guess you can never really know what's supposed to happen because it's like, well, you know, if he's supposed to 
press the button, then is he is he supposed to also push the fail safe? Like, why does he need to push the button for as long as he does? When he does, is is it is part of the plan? Like, he needed to do it so that he could get Oceanic A15 there. Like, is that part of the plan, or is that does that even matter? You know, like if Kelvin was still around. You know, maybe they could. You know, the Losties couldn't have. You know, got into the hatch when they did to take over to press the button and not press the button at whatever time they thought they should and shouldn't. And uh, you know, you know what I mean. Like the sequence of events are just so convoluted and almost like arbitrary. You know. Yeah. And it's like it seems like they're trying to tell us the universe wants this, the universe wants that. You know, this is what's supposed to happen, but is it really? Because like you can change it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, and it's and it doesn't seem to make sense, you know, because so many things, okay, well, if I'm supposed to do this, well, this thing directly relies on this thing I'm supposed to do. So does that mean that this thing was supposed to happen or not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a weird, yeah. It's a weird situation to be in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's such a ridiculous chain of things that happened and, and... <laughs> If Kelvin hadn't been there, I mean, if Desmond hadn't been there and Kelvin stayed and they found the hatch and Kelvin were there, you know, what would that have changed? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it just seems like if Desmond wouldn't have left Penny to go to the Army, then they wouldn't have had this whole contrivance of an issue with getting her number. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if they had left things on good terms or even still been dating in 96, like, the whole, like, oh, I got to get her number. No, she's your constant. And, like, the whole drama of that would have just been gone. Yeah. And it's, like, it seems to me, like, um, it's just, like, unnecessary to go, to to even go through all that. But I guess, like, it's just weird. It's just weird that he, he breaks up with her, but then wants to win her back. Like, why did he choose to win her back during the whole solo race thing? Like, what precipitated that? I don't like know. He, he gets out of the army, well, he gets out of the prison, and then that's when he decides he's going he's gonna to prove himself. So I guess whatever happens in prison, we got to figure that out, too. Uh, we're going to get a flashback of his prison years or something, maybe. Yeah. Because it I mean, seems like original timeline, Desmond, that's when he decided he wanted to get back with Penny. Yeah, but, but yeah, the original Desmond, when it played out the first time, you know, had some other reason, presumably, for thinking that. Some other reason for what? For For wanting to win Penny back. Well, no, that should be the original Desmond. Right. No, I what mean, I mean, I mean, you know, when when future when 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 he didn't go to the future. Yeah, the original timeline. Yeah, the original timeline. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. What are you saying? I'm saying he he must have had some other reason for wanting to win Penny back. You know, not based on him going to the future. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we, I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's the thing. I was just echoing your point. I wasn't really. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't no, really I was just confused anything. because. Yeah. So, but you said some other reason, and I. Okay. So yeah. Some reason besides the fact that she's got to be his constant, and you know. He's, well, yeah. I mean, but that's that's not the reason he won her back. I mean, we haven't seen like the new. Des like ninety six Desmond in that time frame. Like I'm wondering what's gonna happen, you know, now that he goes to Yeah, you're I mean I see what you're saying now. Yeah, now that now that if he if he goes back to the jail, 
um, in this new sort of timeline where he's got, you know, he's been to the future and stuff. Yeah. Um, what is he going to, yeah, what reason is he going to, you know, and that's the thing about paradoxes is they, they kind of prove themselves. So, like, you know, it's like he didn't, he had a reason to win Penny back, you know, while he was in jail. And the reasons are going to be different depending on the timeline, but he still had a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which yeah. is weird. And I think I think what Damon and Carlton want us to get is he, you know, the same stuff's going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, even with all this meddling. So you can't change the future. <laughs> yeah, you can't change the future unless but you can. you're a rat. Unless you're a rat. Well, the rats have it all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. I, I, yeah, I, some, you know, somehow the, the, the knowledge that, that he has isn't, isn't going to help or isn't going to change things. You know, he'll still go to prison, he'll still write Penny letters and get out and talk to Widmore and decide but to it's do like, But it's like he, it, but all those things should be changed in a little bit because he will, he should be saying different things to Penny now that he writes these letters, when he sees Whitmore, you know, Whitmore might potentially say, yeah, I remember when you came to that auction, blah, 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 you know, like little bitty things are going to be different. And, you know, what's the collateral effect of that? I guess they're saying it will be, you know, insignificant. Yeah, exactly. You know, which is just weird to me. Um, The universe is going to course correct. And so whatever, Whatever changes like might happen won't. It'll mm-hmm. it'll it'll keep it on the right path. So what if what if like what if old that nineteen ninety six Desmond at some point tells Penny Oh see that's the thing he doesn't call for eight years. Wait, that's when he calls in the future. When he's talking to Penny, you know, in the in the in the flashback stuff that we've seen, like what you know, if he tells her, you know, yeah, in the future I'm on some island and she's like, okay, well, don't go to the island. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the universe will just make it where it'll just be impossible for him not to get to the island when he needs to be there or something. Yeah. yeah. The universe is, needs, to, needs to get a day job. <laughs> oh. The universe has too much time on its hands. Universe, you know, the universe job market is just, not what it used to be. It really isn't, you know. It really isn't. All right. Um, so we're back on the freighter. Frank breaks up the scuffle. Um, what? I don't know what I wrote here. Dan must have done through something. <laughs> Dan must have done through something. I don't know what that means. Uh, Dan, Dan must have done through something. Boy, you must have done through something. <laughs> um, they keep referencing. Uh, Dan, what is he? Now I got to consult the transcript. I don't know what he says. Dan, Dan must have something. What scene is this? This is uh I don't know, scene uh 
<laughs> What's going um, on? Dean, That's what I this mean. is after the fight. This is after they break up, and 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 he's been. T- this is after the Eloise incident. After oh. Eloise comes back from the future and has learned the maze. So he left. So he left the office or not? Mm, is this the one where he passes no. out in the office? Yes, yes, yes. This okay. Is when he passes out in the office. And, and what's happening on the boat? Yeah, on the boat, see, he comes back. Here, I'm almost here. It's right here. Um, I think. Oh, no. Yeah, on the boat is when this is after the fight for the phone. They get the phone back. From who? This is... Hmm. Where is it? I I think it's before Eloise died. Uh, I want to talk to your cat. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Wait, Frank, Frank, Frank. All right. Um, I don't know what I meant by that line, but I guess you know he says he says Danny wanted to talk to the guy, so I brought him the phone. You let Faraday talk to him. He said he could help. Uh, oh, Faraday can't help himself. Is this what I'm? Is this? I don't understand why I wrote that. Dan must have done through something. It seems like it seems like you're saying Dan must have. They're saying something about Dan here, and I feel like it's related to that. Yeah, I feel like maybe gone through something. Maybe that's what I mean. Maybe I, I have something wrong here. Anyway, uh, I think I think maybe my I was trying to make a note to myself. That um, you know that Faraday is being that they think Faraday is being weird. You know, there's been this whole thing about not letting Faraday talk to them, and uh, and then with Ray saying Faraday can't even help himself. Um, you know, they're alluding to something. So I guess I was wondering if 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 Faraday has you know gone through the barrier and he's been experiencing problems or not. I, you know, I guess I was trying to find evidence for that. Oh, I see. Um, so, Minkowski, let's see, uh, over here's, uh, Desmond's name, you know, says, oh, you're Desmond, and he introduces himself as the comm officer, and says in a long story that they constantly got calls in, and the calls came from Penny. Um, so, you know, Penny knows about this boat, which is weird that she said, what boat? <laughs> um, I've never heard of a boat. What's up? What did you say about a boat? Um, maybe she didn't know where she was calling. I don't know. Um, no, she she said. Um, uh, I believe the line was, "I'm not on a boat." Who's Naomi? So I don't. Mm-hmm. I, she didn't necessarily say, "I've never heard of a boat," but maybe maybe she found out about the boat at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, the Charlie conversation. I got the sense that. That that she's been calling before that maybe not but I got the sense she's been it's been a long time. Cause how long ago was the Charlie thing? It was like two days ago, right? I don't know. Yeah, uh, it was a couple of days ago. Yeah, um, it was a couple of days ago. The other thing I wanted to mention is that a long time ago in our thirteen-hour podcast, you know, we talked about that scene and and we brought up the thing about how how was Penny calling right at that moment you know mm-hmm. like you know that was crazy and there's an answer to that in the interview 
Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it seems like that she she's been calling constantly. Yeah, yeah. What they're saying is it was like it was something that um, it was something that was set. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Penny Penny has an auto dialer in the bedroom of her house and in various places that is constantly sending some sort of transmission to the coordinates that were revealed at the end of season two. So when Charlie turned off the damping field, her auto caller indicated that her call could go through. So, <laughs> what kind of technology is this? <laughs> the, uh, the Samsung Auto Dollar Five Thousand notes that the the force field blocking the island is deactivated. Your call will go through. This what? Damon Lindelof, sir. <laughs> That's what he said. Yikes! Didn't he write on Nash Bridges? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> All right, enough said. <laughs> Match Bridges and the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Team yeah. Give you lost. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's weird, but it but that's that's the explanation. So. So she had an auto dialer. I mean, why is why is it even a phone? Like, I mean, what he was on was that a phone? Charlie was on. That was a phone system. <laughs> You know, like that's just weird to me. It was like it was some video thing too. Where did the video come in? Video like, conferencing thing. Oh yeah. god. Don't ask. I don't know. Boat? What boat? You mean the boat I've been calling with my auto dialer for the? You know. Oh, I See, guess the, the idea is she didn't know it was she didn't know that there was a boat out there. Yeah, but. yeah, that's what they're saying. She's just going for the coordinates that the 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 Portuguese scientists found out about. Brazilian so I I don't know how she's sending. She's just broadcasting a phone call to some coordinates. That's mm-hmm. odd to me. I don't know how. I don't think phones work that way. Um, but uh, maybe she's got some newfangled European phone. That's odd. Um, so the call. So they kept registering the call because how are you going to pick up a phone call unless you're on that frequency? Like you're. You're you, you're trying to make that connection, you know. It's not like a radio signal, you know, where it can just be brought picked up, broadcast. You know? Yeah, that's what that's what it worked like for some reason. Yeah, it just works like a radio signal. Yeah. All right. And it can just pick up whatever. Mhm. So so they saw that they they kept getting that signal from her, and they were instructed not to answer it. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I'll buy that if that's what they say. Yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> Sometimes official answers are disappointing. Um, all right, so the next scene, Desmond is back. Um, he's been gone 75 minutes. Um, but he says he was only, you know, sort of on the ship for five. Uh, he, you know, um, Dan says that he sort of went catatonic. Uh, Desmond asks why it keeps happening, and he says each time his consciousness jumps, it gets harder and harder to jump back. Of course, there's got to be some problem, extra jeopardy. Um, that he should be careful crossing the street. Okay. So Desmond sees that Eloise is dead, probably a brain aneurysm, Dan says. Uh, Desmond gets upset and wants to know if he's going to die. Dan says that uh, I love this. I love how he he comes up with this theory. Just um, he's a smart guy. Des, uh, Dan says that Eloise had no anchor. Her mind didn't know which time was which. 
Um, and that Desmond needs to find something in the future that he really cares about that also exists in 1996, and that you know if it's a person, he needs to make contact with this person, and so he tries to call his bloody constant, and that's when the number doesn't work. Did you say his bloody constant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Checking. And that's what he says. Oh, he says. What are you What are you doing? I'm calling my bloody constant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, that theory that Dan came up with was pretty crazy. Like, if he just basically, you know, invented time travel, um, <laughs> in 75 minutes, he seems to know, like, okay, without an anchor, like, to get that from a rat, you know, like, you know, ah, that's to me is a big conclusion that he's jumping to. I mean, I guess he's right, <laughs> which, yeah. uh, you know, kudos for him, but it's like, you know, this rat dies from a, you know, apparent brain aneurysm and you're just like, okay, what could it be? What could it be? What could it be? Oh, maybe her mind doesn't know which time is which. So something bad happened. And only if she had an anchor would, you know, it just, I just don't like how he tells him that as if it's just like, it hasn't been tested before, you know, but he tells him that like, it's the truth, you know? Yeah. And uh, I thought that was a little hasty for a man of science. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Um, but you gotta try something, I guess. So he races, Desmond goes and races to find her, but, uh, then he sort of passes out, jumps to the future. Um, he's back on the ship, he sees a reflection, and Minkowski says, you look a lot older now, huh? And, um, um, which, to me, made me think that, like, you know, Minkowski went through that, too. So, like, a, a very young Minkowski is the one who's, like, traveling, you know, you know, young enough to have looked in the mirror and to notice that. Yeah, even though... That's what I would imagine, unless he's just being really, you know, sort of empathetic and understands. Even though our, yeah, he knows stuff, and our our previous theory was that it was, mm-hmm. you know, the other way around. But, yeah, I know. Um, but you're right. It's what it seems you know, like. Or maybe, or maybe he came from the future, and he's like, oh, I look so much younger, and so he's just saying the different... You know, yeah, the opposite that's to Desmond. true. You know, you know, we we mentioned like he he apparently dies in this episode, and and so he shouldn't come to the future. But you know, the rat died too, and you know, apparently was able to pull that off. Uh, mm-hmm. But here's the so. question. Here's something that actually, and uh, I think I actually believe this, and I forget. I should have brought this up before. How can how can okay, if the rat dies in the future. Um, it seems like the rat can only come from the future or jump to the future in the, in, you know, while the rat's alive. Like if, if, if he, you know, if he's going to be taught the trick at 2 PM and he di- say, and then he dies at two thirty, but then this rat came from three o'clock. Like, how can that be possible? Like, he doesn't seem like he can come from a time after, after which he's dead. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the rats would have have died after the point that he would have learned the the maze. Yeah. Because if he comes from after he's dead, that's, that's what weird. it should have been. But that's just weird. He said that he said I was gonna. What did he say? I was gonna teach the rat the maze in an hour, mm-hmm. and it had been seventy five minutes. So it, it works. Oh, maybe he taught it while Desmond was out. Well, not that he necessarily taught it to him, but that oh, didn't it die before the then? time when did the it time el- the time elapsed enough for when he could have taught him 
he could have taught it to him. You know what I mean? The rat didn't die before he would have taught him the thing. Well, it's still weird if he never actually taught him it. Yeah, but it's weirder to me if his consciousness comes from when his there there is no body there for him to be in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's yeah, I guess so. It is weirder, but. I mean, because I think if you if you accept that, okay, you could change the future, and okay, now that you know the rat came from the future and he didn't teach it to him, but that's okay because he already knows it. Like, if you can accept that, like, I mean, to me, it's just way crazier that your consciousness can come from when you aren't alive. Like, you don't you don't exist. Your consciousness doesn't exist at past. That point. That's the How thing. I guess that, that I'm, I'm not envisioning that. I'm envisioning it coming from a future where it does exist. Mm-hmm. Well, that was just my whole point. Was that it should? I agree. Like it should come from a point where it does exist. So, like, what I was saying was, he the rat shouldn't die before he would have taught him the maze. Otherwise, the rat wouldn't have been able to come from a future where he knew the maze. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that's how it works. But, but Maybe I still not. think he should have been taught it. You know, I, I still think there's something. Well, yeah, wrong. in a perfect in a perfect world, yeah. But I think with what they're doing, no. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, but but maybe he did teach him while Desmond was out. But if, why? If he, if how are you going to teach him? That? How are you going to teach him the maze when he already knows it? He already knows the maze. How do you teach it to him? Oh. The point of teaching is for him to learn it, and he's already learned it, so it makes no point. Oh. Wow, that's really <laughs> you know? weird. It's like he never had to learn it. Yeah, well, he did have to learn it. It's just when he learned it, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. That's the whole thing. Like, I feel like it's already weird to come to have to come from the future and, and to come from a future that doesn't even exist anymore because it doesn't have to exist because you already know that information. But I think it's even weirder if you come from a future when you don't even exist, which is what I don't want to believe. Yeah. Um uh, I, I'm willing to believe that. As much as everything else. That you can come from a future that you don't exist in? Well, that you can come that you can come from a future and then the fact that you came from the future can cause events so that you don't exist. That don't exist after that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to buy that one. I'll buy that. Because I feel like your your body is the vessel for that. I mean it, I mean I feel like if that's true then there's there's just two timelines then. Like, for the timelines to add up and there to be one universe, mm-hmm. like, your body doesn't exist then, so how can it come from? I mean, that well, then that's a paradox, you know. It's like, yeah. they can't have their cake and eat it, too. I, mean, I agree. Um, I think it's a paradox. I'm just, I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> believing it, I guess. Um. All right, so... Oh, I went too far. But you're right. He did come up with a great theory on the fly. Yeah, he's just like, well, I think you need a, I think you need a constant DN. It's like, what? He's under like, a lot of pressure. There's nothing else to do. There's no other ideas, maybe. Um, equations need stability. I love, just, I love them. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every equation needs needs a constant. Really? Every equation? Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't know about that. Uh, depends on what you mean by equation, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna say no. I disagree. 
Yeah. You know, and, and the way Constance used, the way I, if I say Constant and I'm doing what I normally do, I, I don't mean anything like what they're talking about mm-hmm. in, 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 this, in this episode. And I don't understand why you can't be your own Constant. Like, I mean, once you understand yeah. what's going on, like, why do you need, you know, like, if someone just explains to him what's going on, I don't understand why he can't get a hold of it. Yeah, it seems like he should be better off than the rat because the rat can't be explained to Yeah, him. and it seems like the rat, why would the rat know any difference? Like, the rat doesn't, you know, isn't able to sort of objectively decide what time it is. Mm-hmm. You know, a rat can't go look at a calendar. It can't be told by anybody else. It can't, it doesn't know what time it is other, you know, what the, what the time is, what day it is other than it's, you know, yeah. whatever it uses for its surroundings, you know, what light it can see or or what it knows, how long it's been. But yeah, I, I would feel like the rat wouldn't have much problems being sent to the future. Who cares? It's in a box. How does it know that it's been, you know, two months or two hours or, you know what I mean? I don't understand how the rat's mind was, I you guess, know, with, yeah. without a conscious mind, I don't understand why it was a problem. I, I guess I was assuming rats have enough s- sort of memory to to be disoriented by, you know, changing locations drastically in a in a brief second, you know. But that's the other thing, like, the locations that a rat would be going to aren't that dra- – I mean, I don't think it's that drastic. He's pretty much either going to be in the maze or in the cage. And I feel like, you well, know, if you yeah, – But I mean, you know, just – like any rat in general. I mean, this particular one, I agree. His, his, his environment shouldn't change much, but, but you know, just a rat in general. You know that. You know if you. If you I don't know, dude. I I feel like if I if I had some magic teleportation device, and there was a rat like in New York City, you know, in a gutter, and I pressed the button and instantly it was somewhere else in a different time. I just, I just you know, I feel like it would just be like, oh, that's weird. Okay, I'm gonna eat now. <laughs> You know, yeah. like it's a rat. Well, it's not. It doesn't have like this like cognitive ability to really be. I feel you know to really be like thrown yeah. off by that. You know, well, I, I don't know anything about rat like psychology. So, so I I don't know. Maybe that's true. I I, I mean I don't think it's just rat. I mean I think it's you know. I think if you did it to a dog too, it'd be like, well, that's weird. Okay, you know. Well, like, different animals have different. Uh, amounts of of cognitive function and true yeah and and moment to moment perception of things and you know um uh you know a bacteria or virus compared to a rat or a dog or a dolphin or monkey you know these are you know different experiences of the world and uh and so I think it does matter, like what species. I mean, if it's different True, for but humans, I think the if difference is if you admit that it's different for humans, then clearly it does matter, you know, what species it is. That true, but I think the difference is is a is a consciousness. I think that that like that is is, is part of the big difference is that you know an animal. I feel like most animals, you know, they don't have the ability to think. Okay, well, obviously something must weird must have happened here because there's no way I can get from point A to point B instantly and they're different you know what I mean like you can't rationally decide that it's just all of a sudden in a new place and I don't understand how it would I mean it doesn't in its arsenal to decide how it could be possible it doesn't have any of these crazy things that we have you know what I mean it's not going to know that it's technically impossible or should be impossible for what to have happened has happened you know to it you know what I mean 
I just don't feel like it would be that confused. It would it would take it as matter of factly, you know. Okay. Well, I you all know. I'm saying is, you know, people study animals and their behavior, and I don't know anything about it. And I think I in you know without knowing more, I feel like it's at least possible that they'd be disoriented by this. Maybe they wouldn't be, but I no. I, I mean, I'm yeah. Not, no, I don't. I don't mean that they wouldn't be disoriented. I'm what not, I'm saying is, I think they would get over it. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm not convinced by. I'm not convinced by just thinking about it that that that's not true. I mean, it, it might be. Mhm. Well, that's just my opinion on it. Yeah. Uh. So next scene, we got. So he calls. So he wants to call Penny. Okay. So yeah. So he tells Mikowski tells him that two days ago someone sabotaged all the equipment on the boat. Uh, he would have fixed it, but you know he went crazy. Um. Then we find that the door has been opened, and he says, "Looks like you guys have a friend on the boat." Um, next scene, uh, hey, Desmond wakes up in the stairwell in 96. He goes to an auction. Uh, we see a oh. painting of the Black Rock. Uh, just real quick, who's, who's the who's the friend on the boat? Oh, I don't know. I say it's Michael. It's Michael? Okay. Um, I have no idea. I don't know what, what they're doing. Um, so we see a painting of the Black Rock. Uh, it says it sells from Portsmouth, England, 1845, on a trading mission to Siam. It was lost at sea. Um, up for auction is the diary of the ship's first mate, who I think is Albert. Um, we'll see about that. Uh, I'd love it if it was Albert. Did they um, give his name? Huh? Did they give his name? No, I didn't give his name. Okay. Uh, they can't, that would be too easy. Oh, man. It would be awesome if they gave his name. No, I meant... I knew I didn't hear Albert. I meant, did they say another name? Yeah, yeah, no, they didn't say any name. Um, the the content they said the contents of the diary um, aren't known outside of the family of the seller, uh, and they named the seller as Tobard Hanzo, uh, which is um, the first Hanzo we've heard on the show, right? Ever? Or. What do maybe, you mean? Maybe some Dharma stuff. Yeah, I guess the Dharma stuff talks about Hanzo. Yeah. Uh, but this is the first time, other than the Dharma like stuff, that we've heard it's, Hanzo. It's the first mention of a of a Hanzo person in the real world that's doing something that affects our characters mm-hmm. directly, and not just in a Dharma orientation film. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's he's he's always been this this presence in those things and. And a while ago, everybody's expecting him to show up. But yeah, people who played the whatever game from a couple summers ago know that Magnus Hanzo was supposed to be the captain of the Black Rock, and mm-hmm. and so you know somehow I feel like that's that's supposed to explain why uh, or tie in with why his relative, whoever this Tovard guy is, has the has the log that washed up somewhere. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but yeah, that's I. That's I don't know. Um, Whitmore's there bidding, of course, and then Desmond shows up. He's trying to talk to him. Uh, just wait five seconds, Desmond. He'll be there. <laughs> uh, next scene: Desmond and Whitmore in the bathroom. Uh, it was such a weird scene because it's like. You know, Woodmore's like peeing, and he like oh, he, yeah, he starts yeah. peeing. He starts peeing, and then he goes, 
now talk to me. Like, it's like he waited he waited till he started mm-hmm. to see before he wanted to hear what was going on. Yeah, it's like Desmond was standing there. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, 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 no. I want to hear this while I urinate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was weird. You don't usually see people peeing on Lost. Yeah. Uh, the last peeing I remember was... Um, <laughs> Uh, was uh, uh, when when Pickett was peeing when Michael ran into him. Mm-hmm. That's that's I can't remember any peeing between those two. Not it's, a lot of it's, it's rare, and I and for Widmore of all people to see him peeing is very yeah strange to me. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, so Desmond tells him that he needs to reach Penny. Widmore gives him you know a little jibbing for being a uh, a coward basically. And uh, then gives him, yeah, jibbing. Okay. Is that word, right? Is that a word? Why not? If it is, I don't know it. Uh, yeah, jib to. Um, gonna jib you. To uh, stop jibbing to, me. Uh, yeah, stop jibbing me. How do you spell it? J i b. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a word I know. I that's you know. Oh, uh, maybe I'm what uh. Uh, well, I'm looking up here. No one's using the way I want to use it. Maybe that's uh, not the word I'm thinking of. Here's jib. Oh, well, jibbing is a word, but not what I mean. Uh, what does it mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is, jibbing. To stop short and turn resistively from side to side. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, it's Yeah, so he gives him a little stop short and turn side to side. <laughs> it's nice. I don't know. Oh, maybe, I'm, maybe, I mean, maybe I mean ribbing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I meant ribbing. Yeah, okay. 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 Um, I still so giving he, the word, and it means something very specific. Yeah, uh, then he gives him the address, um, and Woodmore leaves, but he leaves the water running for no reason, because he's just too rich and important to turn off the faucet. Oh, yeah. It oh. was so weird to me. Um. Next scene, Desmond's back on the ship. Uh, Mink, you know, sort of references that it's harder, that it gets harder and it happens faster. Uh, he says that he and Brandon took out the ships, uh, took out the ship something, I guess some sort of small boat that the ship has. I couldn't didn't catch the word he said. Um, and then Brandon started acting crazy and now he's dead. They reach the machine room, all the wires are cut. Uh, apparently the captain doesn't know because he says, you know, when the captain finds out, I feel so, and then he sort of passes out. Um, Desmond sees the calendar, December 24, 2004. Saeed says he didn't realize it was almost Christmas, which I don't know why Saeed cares because I, I don't agree. think he's Christian, but <laughs> maybe he's something. He's, I don't know why he cares. But, you know, in my um, world, Saeed's at least part English. so Yeah, right. You know, yeah. It almost seems appropriate. Yeah, why not? Um, so Desmond's nose starts bleeding, and Minkowski seizures again. He says he can't get back, and Desmond kind of sees his fate before him. Oh, he can't get back uh, to the past. No, he couldn't get back to the present. Oh, he couldn't get back, but he's talking, isn't he? Well, back? but he could, but he couldn't get, he couldn't get back. Like he's, he's trying to get back. Oh. Because if he if he if he gets back to the past, then he would just be unconscious there. And if he's trying to go to the past, then he'd just be unconscious forever or whatever. But he's it, trying to get back to the present. But if he's talking, isn't he in the present? But he's 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 not fully back though. He but you know, the whole point is like it's harder and harder to get back. Yeah, she is sort of technically in the present, but he, but like all I guess like I would say all of him isn't back yet. Like he can't 
he can only get back enough to say that and die. You know what I mean? Um, oh. Because he's saying, you know, back, like he's trying to come back. Because if he's trying to go to the past, like that, you know, that doesn't make any sense in the context. Well, if he's already been, he can go back. But why, is he, why would he want to go back, though? Well, I don't know why he would want when to go When he would back. just be unconscious. You know, it seems like there's, you know, he, he's, he's, he's going back and forth, right? And he, he's coming from the past. And he's telling them, I can't get back. You know, I feel like if he was in the past, like, like if he's, from what you're saying, it, it would mean that he's in, the, he just came from the past, he's in the present, and now he's trying to go back to the past. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying. And he can't get back to the past. I'm saying, it really, yeah, if he's saying, I can't get back, and he came from the present, then he should mean the present. He can't yeah. get back to. I agree. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I, like Desmond, you know, you know, for him, maybe going back would be going back to the past, right? Because that's, you know, because that's where he came from. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the back is dependent on where he came from. I think it's just dependent on where he's trying to go. You know, um, I think it's, you know, I think if Desmond, yeah, if Desmond was in the future and he said, I mean, it, it just it's it's about where he came from and, like, where he's trying to go, I think, you know. Because if he's in the future, if he's in 2004, well, if he's if it's 1996 and he's you know the and he's you know in like you know Faraday's arms and he's saying I can't get back, you know I would expect that to mean he could he can't get back to 96. Like, okay. You know, um, unless he's trying to get to 2004 and can't get there, and then he you know. But I I think it's basically the point is that. Um, He's gonna die if he doesn't. You know, you can't get you can't get back to. I mean, I guess that's the thing. It's like one of one of the consciousnesses won't be there. You know, like, um, and I guess the question is, does the Minkowski like where Minkowski came from? Is he still there? Or is he dead there too? You know, like if Minkowski came from the future or the past, whichever way it came from, like, besides 2004 or whatever, you know, whatever vantage, you know, vantage point you want to talk about, but um, is he there? You know what I mean? Like, if it was Desmond, and Desmond is, is, is sort of dying, and it's 2004, and he's like, he's trying to get back to 2004, and he says, I can't get back. And he, when he doesn't make it back, does he go back to 2000, I'm sorry, to 96? Or is he sort of dead? I mean, he can't be dead in 96 because he's got shit to do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so does that just mean his consciousness just goes back to 96 and then Desmond in 2004 is just dead? I guess that's what that means. I guess so, yeah. Um, so then Minkowski, but if Minkowski was from the future, then that would mean that, but see, that's the thing, then Minkowski can't be from the future because if he dies in 2004... <laughs> Then how is he going to miraculously be alive later? Well, yeah, so I agree. Uh, he can't be from it's, the. It's yeah. He shouldn't be. But like I said earlier, I'm willing to accept that. So that he's dead, and at a certain point, I mean, at what point would he be alive? There'll just be some magic instant in which, boom, there's there's Minkowski alive again. 
Uh, or is he just? Or are you just saying he would just cease to be alive in the future at this point? Yeah. Uh, sort of. Yes. Yes. But in ter- but in terms of the consciousness going back and forth, both times exist. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I know that. Um, uh, so, so if it doesn't exist, how can it exist? That's question. my question. Excellent question. It's a little thing called a paradox. Yeah, exactly. That I'm just swallowing. I've, I've, uh, no, I don't think so, though. I actually think it was going to the past. Okay, I'll buy that. I'm just saying. That's My point is I don't think he can go to the future. He oh, could okay. be coming from the future because he's dead. I would I would swallow it if they said if if I thought that like I mm-hmm. I feel like I don't think that's what's happening, but I'm willing to accept it. That's all I'm saying. But in his case, I think he's going to the past. Mm-hmm. So so you know that that thing doesn't come up. He's allowed to die, and the past him is okay. Yeah. Which I guess that's what it is. It can, it can, it can, it can kill. It can kill the present version. It can't kill the future version. And it can't kill the past version. Yeah. So if you're in 1996 and you go through the barrier. Well, no, it should. And you okay. Like if you're in 1996 and you go to the island and you go through the barrier. And, and and a 2004 version of you comes to 96, um, and then you die. You can't. I mean, you can't die in the. You can't die in the present because you exist in 2004, and you've got. And then all, so all the stuff you would do won't won't be done. You know, like if like if it happened the other way. If 2004 Desmond went to the past and stayed 2004 Desmond and knew all the stuff about the future and, and like, he didn't get to Daniel in time or something and he didn't find out about the constant and he ends up dying, like, you know, he would die. I mean, would he die in 96? You know, and if he did, then all the stuff he does after 96 won't happen, which is, which should be impossible. Because, well, because, you know, from their point of view, the universe wants this to happen, wants that to happen, he's got to press the button, he's got to do this. Which and if, and if, you like, can't, if you can't change the future only but a little bit, Desmond dying is more than a little bit because he's very integral with so much. So it's like Des- Desmond can't, can't die in the past. He could die yeah, in the present. Yeah, he can't present. die in the, in the past. He can die in the present before the future is, like, done, I guess. Before, like yeah, yeah, before the future decides what it wants. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's just weird. It seems like, yeah, you can only, you can only die in the present, which is only the present when you're there. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're in the past, it's the future. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's what sucks. It is, yeah. Yeah. And for the past people, like, it seems like the future is kind of set, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they can't seem to get out of that. The present people don't seem to be in that position without, you know, flashes or flash-forwards. Yeah. So... It's weird. Time travel is, you know, it's just, um, I'm surprised they're even dealing with it. I know. I, you know, yeah. Um, okay, so, 
Um, <laughs> so we're back in the bathroom. Desmond has fallen to the ground. The water is overflowing from the sink. Uh, okay. I just don't know why he did that. I just I don't understand <laughs> why. Did he why why did he? I saw it. I noticed it, man. Like he he washes his hands, mm-hmm. and I saw him wash his hands and then just leave the sink without turning it off. And I'm yeah. like. Why would you do that? And then at the end of the scene, you know, Desmond kind of goes to turn it off, but then he passes out. Yeah. And it's like, and then and then he wakes up and there's water everywhere. It's just like, what's the point of that? You know, why don't I, I have know. him? Why not have him turn off the sink, and then have Desmond go to the to the to the to the sink afterwards to splash some water on his face, and and, and then that's when he passes out, and then that can be why it overflowed. You know, I just don't get why why Widmore had to leave it like on. It's such a weird, silly little thing to do. I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. Yeah, it is really. They can weird. still do what they want, but not. But I mean, why is it important to show us that he doesn't turn the sink off? I just don't. I will never get that. I hope that. it's not. I. I, uh, I. If it's not important, why do that? Yeah, you're right. I mean, was that okay? They're like, but, okay, well, we need, we want Desmond to, uh, you know, splash around his face, and we want to wake up with water everywhere, like the sink overflowing. That's a great motif. Whatever they want to say, right? Is is their first idea? Well, let's just have Whitmore leave it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're like, okay, good. Next article. Business, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's so weird. I have to I have to bring something, you know, for my life because of this scene. I I was watching this and uh 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 I I my first thought was, man, I was like this, you know, when the sink's overflowing and it's spilling everywhere, I was like, god, I you know, working on a movie like that would be the fun part to me because whenever whenever I've been in a bathroom and a toilet, you know, not my own, but a public one, and a toilet has started overflowing, like, I gotta admit, I love it. There's something, like, great about that water just rising, and, you know, in my mind, I feel like there's an invisible barrier on the toilet, like, it can't overflow, can it? It just, it just comes up and just, <laughs> like, spilling out, and there's something thrilling about you that. You like that? I, I hate do. that. I that do. is the worst to me. I hate, like, uh, stuff overflowing, especially a toilet. Oh my god! Yes, it can overflow. There is no invisible barrier. You. Fu- what I hate about overflowing toilets is once it once it happens, it's done. Like you know, uh, you know what I mean. Like if it's gonna overflow, it's gonna overflow. Like if you don't catch it, it's too late. The water is spilled. It's everywhere, and it and it's gonna be even harder to stop it because now there's water everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have the opposite reaction when I see, and that's why I'm so upset they left the water on. I see. Because <laughs> I, I hate see. I hate that I hate the like the wastefulness of it and just like the like. The like now it's everywhere. Now someone has to clean that up. And now like mm-hmm. you know, ugh, so it's a big thing. ball I, of mess. I, I hate the wastefulness, and I wouldn't want to clean it up. And I feel sorry for people who have to clean it up. But just the swelling of the water itself and it pouring out—that I just love that. I I don't know why, but it just—it's just like it's just kind of a little thrill for me when it happens. Yikes. I, I, I don't Maybe know. you haven't had to clean up enough over, you know, flown toilets or something. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I've had some, and it is awful. But, but you know, before before the disappointment sets in, I do enjoy the overflowing. <laughs> to me, the overflowing is, you know, is the harbinger of danger, disaster. It's just like, okay, well, now here's, here comes a mess I'm going to have to deal with. And, like, 
You know, oh my god, no, that's the worst. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, it's, let's it's, get through I, this. I guess, like, if I could draw an analogy, like, it's, <laughs> this is a weird analogy, but just bear with me for a second. It kind of reminds me of, like, you know, when you pee your pants, like, you, you don't necessarily, you don't, you're not happy about it because it's a problem, but, like, it's relief if you really have to go, you know, so you're, you're somewhat relieved initially, you know, to be peeing, but, no. you know, like, man, I pee my pants, that sucks, but, like, initially, it's like, ah, finally. But what relief do you get from the toilet overflowing? I don't, it's not something you want, you, you know, you want to happen. No, no, but I do. That's the thing. I like it. I you, just, so you want it to happen. I want it to happen, but not have consequences. But why do you want it to happen? I don't what's know. The, I just, what's the intrinsic nicety about... About overflown like toilets. Oh, I don't, I don't toilet, understand. It's like, aesthetically pleasing to me. I I can't really explain it. It mm-hmm. just it just makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Whatever. Fuck your boat. If I thought about no it, pun intended. Maybe, maybe I could come up with a reason, but I I've I would say don't think about it. I don't think that's something you want to actually find out why you like. Um, you know, I think something should be mysteries. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I, yeah, yeah. I, I never have. I never have. But I. Yeah. I don't know. When I saw the sink, I was like, Oh man, that's great. I don't know. I, I was just like, I would love to be there and just have the permission to just overflow a sink without, you know, without worrying about it, without like, you know, intentionally, you know, you get to do it. Like, I was just like, that's great. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. <sighs> oh, shit. Are you, are you, are you gone? Is this, this is the drop call time. Okay. So let's see. I've got something here. Um, uh, Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, another thing I wanted to present from the from the Damon and Carlton interview. Uh, uh, um, uh, it was about it was about the bracelet, and um, uh, one of the things they say in the interview, the bracelet from the Economist, you know, Naomi's bracelet. So you know, um, you know, here on the podcast, and and you know, in general, like people were thinking, there's some there's some connection between the Naomi's bracelet and uh, Elsa's bracelet, you know, in the flash forward. And you know, according to this interview, uh, they had no intention of there actually being a connection between, you know the two bracelets, like, it was just supposed to be... Wow. It was just supposed to be an emotional thing. Oh. That's so stupid. You know, yeah, I just... uh, It's weird when I come back from a drop call, 3.53 uh, this time, 3 hours, 53 minutes is when it stopped. Okay. Um, And um, so, I don't know. I I always want to hear what you're saying before I interrupt, but uh, I heard the very end, and uh, I'm that... You know... I saw that in the article. Sometimes, what is it? Sometimes a bracelet is just a bracelet. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? And sometimes an asshole is just an asshole. Like, you know, what was the point of that? It's just So you're just saying, hey, here's just a bracelet. And and I, what now? Explain they, to me why I care. They said the bracelet reminds him of Naomi. Like, that's, that's so all. So why does that matter? <laughs> the, if they said the bracelet reminded him of, you know, uh, Nadia, I would say I get it. Mm-hmm. Why does it remind him of some random person who died um, that he knew for five seconds, years, you know, potentially years ago? I like, agree. He remembers that, and that's the most important thing to him is that memory of some dead woman that he barely knew. Like, 
That's odd, people. And they have to, I mean, did they not, are they denying that, like, they tried to make us think there was a connection? Are they like, hey, you guys thought it was a connection. We didn't say there was. Like, why did you think that? Like, I mean. What, yeah, what they're saying is that people are, people are reading too much into it. So I guess, I guess they're saying we weren't. We weren't intended to think that there was some like big connection. Then why make it? Why make it the same kind of bracelet? Why? Why even? Who cares? Yeah, no. I mean, uh, yeah, crazy. I agree. But the other thing they they also say in this in this thing they're in the context they're talking about how because of the strike, you know, uh, if the strike hadn't happened, what they're saying is they'd be writing the finale about now, and Mm -hmm. and the episodes would barely have been on. You know, and and they're saying now because of what's happened, they're they're going to get the opportunity to see what people think about stuff and and change things in response to that. And then mm-hmm. what what they're saying is this bracelet is might be one of the example of that. Like they might actually do something with the bracelet. Like it wasn't supposed to be anything, but since people like jumped on it, they're uh, saying well, this is this is my last podcast, guys. I'm just going to jump ship. They just like. You know, it's it's bad enough that, you know, in a perfect world, they try their best to write a show that's cohesive and makes sense. Then, you know, then you got all the other crap that happens, and then you got the strike, you know, then you got them coming back, you know, then you got shorter seasons, then you got them coming back from the strike and not remembering important things, and now you got them fooling around with stuff, like, that doesn't even matter. They're going to make it matter because people think it matters. That's weird to me. That's weird to me. You know, it I is. Want, you Although know, I've heard that they did that with the numbers also. Oh, like they're bringing the numbers back because people are no, but what? that when they originally introduced the numbers, they really they really didn't think they were that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't supposed to be this big thing. And, and wow. And yeah, they you know they said sort of in response to how crazy people went over them, they really like really put them in the show a lot. Yeah, and I hate that. I really hate that. I hate when I do too. you know I want I want this to be a creative exploit by creative, intelligent people who are trying to tell a story um, that is on its own good enough to be told the way they want to tell it. And I just don't like when it's, okay, the fans want this, or the fans think this, so now we're going to change. You know, and I, I, I feel like that's acceptable to a certain degree, you know, like Nikki and Paolo. You know, I get why they did that. On a very basic level, you don't want characters people don't like on your show you know at a very basic level that's bad for ratings i understand yeah. wanting to change that and the, the, weird, the through, weird thing about nikki and paulo is they were another example they said it was that was because of the fans because the fans mm-hmm. are like what are the red they want to see the red yeah and that's the thing they want to see and i think you know the whole thing about market research and like all that stuff like it, it, it time and time again proves that people don't really know what they want you know until you give it to them you know, which means you can decide what people want, you know, uh, to a certain degree. And that's the thing, you know, they, they go and they follow what fans want. Fans want to see Richard, so they do Nicky and Paolo. Well, fans don't like Nicky and Paolo, so they kill him off. It seems to me that should tell them not to listen to fans. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, but it seems to like, after like years and years of television doing stuff like that, you know, it's just like, they just, 
they just do that, you know. Time and time again after, like, TV shows, you know, test it through the roof, but, you know, tank and get canceled. Or TV shows that don't test well or movies that don't test well that are blockbuster hits. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just very unreliable. And I just hate when, you know, something is serialized and interesting as lost when they just muddle it up because of something that's so unreliable. Mm-hmm. which is public opinion. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's fickle, and, and what they tell you they want, they might not like when they yeah. get it. But it's only based on what, you know, it's really just based on what they're getting or what they want, think they want to get, you know. Yeah. They, may, they may have loved Nikki and Paolo if presented the right way, yeah. you know, uh, but they presented it in a way they didn't like, you know, so they didn't like it. But it's mm-hmm. like... It just seems like that should be proof that we shouldn't have even wasted our their, they shouldn't waste their time with Nick and Paolo. I agree. And to be like, here's a bracelet that's just a bracelet, but well, maybe we'll make it mean like, I feel like that's going to be a fairly drastic change in their story. I mean, not obviously the big main part of the story, but like, you know, they're going to have to make that mean something. And yeah. For that to mean something with you know with Naomi is pretty important, I think. And my my suspicion is that when they do stuff like this, like even with the numbers, you know, they they put them in there a lot, but they're just sort of like extraneous. They don't really do anything. Yeah, that was the other thing. People were saying the numbers are back. I'm like, yeah, but they still don't matter. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, they can they can just put numbers in all the time. It, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like I it until yeah. until the numbers mean something, you know, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Until that, it's just arbitrary. Like, well, we'll just make these the numbers because they because we need some numbers. Yeah, you know, it doesn't seem like it really matters, you know. And yeah, I I agree. And I I would way rather take my chances that you know that they would write something bad or whatever just you know in in isolation than than have them try to react to what people oh, seem to be saying they want. So yeah, I mean. That's not, you know, I feel like this, you know, this medium shouldn't, like, be interactive like that. I mean, there's there's places for that. Like, you know, when you read a book, you don't want, like, you know, the author to rewrite the chapter because he didn't like the chapter. Mm-hmm. You know, are you are you like chapter 15, so you want more chapters like chapter 15. Yeah. And somehow you can, like, get some updated version of the book where, like, you know, yeah. you get this new, you know, action-packed whatever. It's just... You know, I think there's a fine line, you know, between gauging audiences' reaction to your work and being true to what you want, you know. Because to me, it means that if they're willing to go and change things because the audience wants it, then it just wasn't that big a deal to begin with. I agree, You know, or that they feel like the audience's perception is just way more important than Mm -hmm. what they were going to originally do, so. yeah. Just kind of sucks. Yeah, and I guess I'm anticipating some bullshit bracelet reference that's not like, you know, I feel like it's going to be a throwaway. You, you know, I, another thing I feel like is an example of that is is the the thing they did in season three, the sort of flashback cleanup where they wanted to explain stuff about uh, characters' flashbacks that had been sort of introduced previously. You know, like apparently people really wanted to know about Jack's tattoos. And about and about <laughs> marriage and about you know how Locke got in the wheelchair, you know, and I, I think those are those are fan re- fan requested things, and you know, uh, some of them are better than I others. I feel but like in how general, Locke got like, in the wheelchair is is integral to the story. Um, Jack's tattoos, not so much. Kate's marriage, I would put in the middle. You know what I mean? Like um, Locke miraculously being able to walk, and, and the circumstances of how that you know his accident, I think, is very important to the story. It is as important as any other flashback, 
you know. Uh, but but for the whole thing with Jack, that whole thing about the tattoos and like you know, that was just like that felt like a waste of time. Like, okay, great. Now we know. How does that help us understand Jack anymore? How does that help us understand the island anymore? You know, what we learned about Locke was very important, you know, uh, the relationship with his dad. And, like, you know, we saw his dad push him out. You know, no one thought that that's how he got hurt, you know. Yeah. It was that his dad pushed him out of a fourth grade building or whatever. Yeah, that was definitely the best one. Yeah. And I, so, I could have lived without knowing that, but then they did a story with his dad, and it was better It was better that they did it that Yeah, way. that's the thing. I feel like it's it, it should be part of Locke's overall story is that it should include those events with his dad. You Although know? I, I do think the dad story fizzled. Uh, when I watched season three, I realized that, like, as as exciting as it seemed at the time, it I don't know, it never, like, concluded in a really big way. It was just, you what know. Dad, what do you mean? His well, whole, you mean his whole long arc with his dad? Yeah, on the island, I mean, you know. Well, it just... It, Oh, you mean when the man from Tallahassee episode when he just kind of shows up and then later when Sawyer kills him and all that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all fizzled. I mean, it, they didn't have anything to do. It was yeah. just like, hey, Locke, you kill him. No, I'm gonna have Sawyer do it. The end. And yeah. Sawyer did it, and it's just like, it, it was like really more validation for Sawyer. I mean, I feel like I don't think Locke has gotten over what his dad did to him. It, to me, to me, Locke was probably like, you know wanted his dad dead, but he obviously couldn't do it himself. And I feel like he's also not sort of better. I don't feel like he's transcended what his dad did to him. No, of course not. You know, and it's like, what's the point then? It was really more for Sawyer. Yeah. Um, And it's just, yeah, you you thought maybe this would be a point where Locke could get over what his dad did. I mean, that's usually what happens. The person who wronged you, you have a, you know, you get to tell them to their face what they did and make them pay Mm -hmm. or kill them or do whatever. And he just really didn't do that. No. It was weird with him because he wronged Sawyer and Locke. So, so they both had sort of a right to, to revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? And so, like, they could do a dual thing. It was weird. But it just, even for Sawyer, like, I don't know. It, it just seemed so crazy when he was introduced. And then it's just like, yeah, okay. You know, it, it doesn't really. Well, I think, yeah, I agree. And I think a lot God. of the craziness was because they prefaced that with the box. Yeah, you're right. They made us if, think it was if like... It would, if, if we didn't hear about the box, we would have just been like, okay, obviously he got to there like Juliet got there, some yeah. really conventional way. But, like, this was right after the box gate, you know, yeah, all the box right. talk. And, the like, we thought there were some crazy, yeah. And then it turned you know? out, like, no, it was just like Juliet. <laughs> like, and that's, and so what? I mean, like, I guess, you know, there's character development there for Sawyer. But, like, it's just uh, not enough for me. I don't know. Like, I, I just, I feel like some of these cleanup things, they just, I don't know, they just fizzle out. And I feel like the bracelet, mm-hmm. you know, you want the bracelet, huh? And then we get a bracelet episode, you know? And, and I just, That's the thing. I don't want a whole bracelet episode. And that's I don't what I about Jack. Jack's tattoos didn't deserve a whole episode. No, not you know, at he all. He could have just said a couple veiled lines about, you know, being lost in Thailand and, and trying to find himself or something. Mm-hmm. Like, he did. we didn't need a whole episode of that. Not at all, no. You know? No. No, they could have. And then to later find out he's got other tattoos that we didn't even see. Of course. 
you know, which is like, what? Like, we wanted to know about the tattoos, and now we now we see he's got another tattoo mm-hmm. that you didn't talk about, you know? Yeah, they only explained one of the tattoos that we already knew about anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was ridiculous. I I I can't believe they bothered with that, but I, I can't think believe they you know either. I think fans wanted to know, you know, and 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 I think that was part of the reason <laughs> they did that. That's the kind of thing you put on, like, you know, ABC.com. You put that kind of thing in, like, the Lost Journal or whatever that thing was, you know. <laughs> oh. Put that in Fight A15. Put that in, like, some little – put that in a Mobisode, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't need an episode of, of that, you know. That, that, you know. Yeah, I agree. That's, That's a perfect Mobisode topic. Yeah, like the watch, you know, the tattoo, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It was, and it seemed like it was supposed to mean something. You know, that's not what it says. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what it says, but that's not what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Oh, God. Yeah, that that episode, man, they... <sighs> you know, we're all hoping that, like, this tattoo is somehow tied to the island or oh, God, some yeah. mystery or, like, it's, you know... It, he what was he? He will lead the people. He will walk amongst them. He walks amongst us, but he is not one of us. Yeah, like that sounds so important. Yeah, you know, I we're know. like, who could that be? <laughs> you know, Jacob. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, not to mention the introduction of Isabel, who dies perfunctorily later off screen. Yeah. <sighs> Worst death ever. Yeah, totally worst. And Juliet gets a mark that we'll never see again. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and man. Alex comes by for answers, and 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 she and, and Jack only asked her about stuff in that episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Cindy shows up, and it's a disappointment. You know that. That reminds me of like in this episode when Saeed was like, you know, as soon as we're done with this, someone's gonna give me some answers. Like he always waits. Mm-hmm. He's a waiter. He'll be like. We'll talk about this you know, later. We'll yeah. talk about this later. Like, mm-hmm. how about you get some answers now, Saeed? He's, like, he's, he's so weird. You should learn from the past. That a lot of times when you say, "Let's talk about this later," like it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Other things occupy your attention. And and you end up not getting your answers. Yeah, but he can't remember because he's on the island. Exactly. Which is faster than the real world time, maybe mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> um, who knows? All right, so he grabs Penny's address. Uh, Desmond grabs Penny's address and goes to a flat. Uh, knocks on the door. Oh, look, she's home. Great. So the episode's almost over. Um. So I really thought it wasn't going to be Penny. Right? The way they shot it, it made it look like, oh, who's at the door? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Penny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's who he came to see, right? It's like, oh, good. So this is good. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. Let's go on with the scene. Um, he wants her new number. You know, he needs her to listen to him. Uh, he tells her that eight years from now, he needs to call her and needs her number. And she's like, well, why do I know you won't call tomorrow or next week? I promise I won't call till December 24, 2004. Um. Uh, and he gives he gives him the number seven nine four six zero eight four three. What am I saying? Seven nine four six zero eight four three. I think is what she says. Um, and you know he says it wouldn't do any good to write it down. Um, which I disagree with, but I know what he means. And um, so next scene, uh, Desmond's back at the ship. He gives Saeed the number just in time. 
after a lot of rings, Pity picks up, and he tells her he's on the boat, he's on the island. She's like, yeah, I know. I've been looking for you for three years. I know about the island. You know, I've been researching it. And she said she heard from Charlie that he was still alive. Uh, the connection starts to break up. He tells her he loves her, and they kind of talk over each other with platitudes and cut real fast. And I guess this is when everyone was crying or something. And uh, yeah. and then uh, Battery goes dead, and Desmond thanks him and says, you know, it was enough, and that he's okay now. Perfect. Um, yeah. So... I'll finish this scene and, and the next scene, and then you we, we'll talk about okay. the supposed uh, mm-hmm. resurrection of 2004 Desmond. Yeah. Uh, so next scene on the island, Desmond. I'm sorry, Dan's looking through his journal, and he sees that he wrote uh, at some point, "If anything goes wrong, Desmond will be my constant." Ooh. Which, which you know, I think like at first it only it, it'll only work if. If Desmond is in that time frame, you know what I mean, like right, like if he goes back to like 1992 or something when Desmond isn't around, like I, I don't know, how does this constant thing work? Like you just, it's just somebody you know, and like it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like it, I, it he said like he was he saying to, they have to be there in both times. They've got to be there, but what does that mean? Just alive? Do you, he said you've got to make contact. And you got to talk to him too. Does that mean it's like it's really he, weird? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just so <sighs> weird. And and then I'm like, well, it would only work if he goes to the appropriate time frame and or loves Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> does the love have to happen too? I feel like he said it's got to be something you really care about. He does. You know? that, that, I thought that was weird when when I was reflecting. I was like, does he really care about Desmond? Yeah, unless it's just. I mean, in in the terms of his work and his breakthrough. I mean, obviously Desmond's become really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, I just, that was just weird to me that that was what we leave on. Um, I thought that was a really weird ending. Like, I don't know. When did he write? Like, did he, did he not, did he not know that he wrote that? Or did it just, is it like Back to the Future and it just appeared there? You know, like. (laughs) That's what I thought. That's what I thought. You know, it seems like he would remember, you know, this this idea of a constant, like, you know, mm-hmm. because, because it's, it's 1996, it's 1996, Dan, that tells him about the constant, but presumably 2004, Dan knows about it too. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but maybe he just doesn't remember. Maybe you can't, Maybe you don't remember the things that contradict, like, time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like he, he, he doesn't remember because, like, he knows it in the original 2004 timeline because presumably he figured it out when he came up with the original numbers for his device. Right, and he did the, and he would have done the experiment on Eloise, and he and she would have died, and and presumably that all would have happened the same, and he would have realized he needed a constant. Desmond wasn't there at this point, but he knew that, and he knew he needed a constant, and so blah blah blah. Time goes on in 2004, he still knows this, but it's now in 2004. Desmond went through the barrier, so he goes back, and then so 1996, Dan knows about it because he sort of thinks of it, but. When the when the 2004 Dan 
thinks about the constant, maybe he just doesn't remember until he looks in his book. Because even though it happened in the previous timeline, maybe he doesn't remember because that's how that's how the universe gets rid of paradoxes. Mm-hmm. Like it can't like destroy the physical evidence, but it just doesn't let you remember or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to make their theory their idea of what's going on work. It's just so wonky. I don't it's know. It's pretty tough, but yeah, that's that's maybe that's what they have in mind. Because something's going on with his memory, you know. Something, yeah, with the cards and all that. The cards were weird, you know. Um, I don't know. So so, so why do you think we saw 2004 Desmond again? Okay. Because like five reasons. Yeah, I do. I do. I believe I have exactly five reasons. Well, that's um, how many it's going to take to convince me. Although some of them, some of them are like in the same vein, mm-hmm. you know. Like th- three of them, I think... I think I sort of have, I think I sort of have three big reasons, and one of those has like three sub reasons. Okay, I'll buy that. So, okay, so here here are the three here are the three things. Okay. First of all, when he's making the call, you know what they start doing is they start cutting back and forth between Desmond in the past and and Desmond making the call, and they show mm-hmm. Desmond walking and like he smiles a little bit. And he's not, his consciousness is not shown to be jumping back and forth. He's apparently just, you know, he's apparently conscious in both times here. You know, because because he's walking around and he's making the call. You know, and, and it seems like, you know, when he was jumping consciousness, he was, he was, he was passed out or whatever when he mm-hmm. went to the other time. Okay, so that's, 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 that's one thing. Thing number two, when he's talking to Penny... Uh, should I respond to these individually? I feel like I should. You you do you want you want to well I I let me state my whole case and then I, okay I just I, I, I feel like probably it, a lot of things but. I feel like it has more force if okay. I say the whole thing than if you just like take apart every piece as I say it yeah um uh okay so the second the the second uh, thing is and and if you I can say it again if you need me to uh to to to. Well, oh, maybe I should write down what my thoughts are then. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. If, if you if you want to respond, all right. Fine. Uh, go ahead. I I just I I don't know. I I. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'll have to respond to each thing anyway. But but go ahead and say your whole thing. I'm fine. You. Uh, okay. Because I mean, I already have I already have a reason why I don't I don't agree with. With that, with your assessment of how the end works, that's right. So I mean, I can say that now, or I can say that later. Okay. So I, that's fine. Just go ahead and say all your points. Okay. Uh, thing number two is when he's talking to Penny. Uh, um, he he mentions that he was on an island, uh, mm-hmm. which 1996 Desmond shouldn't remember, and uh, she mentions that she knows about the island. She's been looking for him for three years. And she mentions talking to Charlie, none of which does he react to as if he's never heard of this stuff. Uh, or if that sounds, or that doesn't sound crazy. You know, 1996 Desmond, it, it shouldn't feel like it's been three years. He shouldn't know who Charlie is. Um, he shouldn't know what the island mm-hmm. is. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's, that's thing number two. Thing number three is uh, after the call is over. And uh, so the, <laughs> that was thing number two with three sub-things. And, and thing number three is when he talks to Saeed, and uh, Saeed says, you know, basically, how are you? And he says, perfect. 
I, I, my perfect doesn't include, uh, but I don't remember the last like eight years. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, so yeah, that's the, that, those are my three. That's my case. Okay. Um, I say the perfect line to me is the most compelling thing. Um, that 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 he's that that's him. Um, I, I felt like the the sort of thing where, you know, the whole he's he's talking he's walking in the past and he's talking on the phone. I to me that just felt like an editing thing. Uh, I mean, because basically it's like now that he's done now that he's done what he needed to do, these sort of time frames can sort of conti- you know cont- it continues on in the past that he walks away and he does whatever and looks at her and blah blah so blah. So is that still 1996 Desmond in the past also? Like there's two. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, it seems like. Well, that's the thing. Like his his con. I mean. His consciousness, unless he die, I mean, if unless he dies in the past, his consciousness still has to exist in the past because it's still he's still got to do everything he's got to do, right? I mean, that's got to be true. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, either I guess I mean yeah, I guess it makes sense because either at the end of this, there's 1996 Desmond in 1996 and 1996 Desmond in 2004. Or everyone's back to their right place. Yeah, because he's got to exist in the past too. Yeah, it's probably not uh, 2004 Desmond see, in 1996. But that was the other thing is, um, oh yeah, we saw him. Yeah, we saw him do that. Yeah, and what was the other thing you said? Um, penny, around... The penny stuff, what she said, and what he said to her. Yeah, he... yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. That to me was kind of trivial too, just because you know. I mean, is he really gonna take time on the phone to like you know? In that moment, I wouldn't see you know for him to be like, "Well, I was on three years and like you know, like I I, I felt like it was just a storytelling thing the way that happened, but mm-hmm. and I felt like he should have he should have known he's been on. I I mean, I don't know if anyone said that to him. But, uh, you know, but um, to me, he didn't say anything that was really, you know, like, obviously, this is 2004 Desmond. You know, yeah. he didn't he didn't say anything really overt. But, um, yeah, but I'll buy the line at the end. You know, he says he's perfect. Um, I, I, I originally thought it was just he says he's perfect in terms of, like, he's not going to die. You know what I mean? Like, he he he's, he can tell mm-hmm. that, like, he's not going to be maybe traveling anymore um but uh but i guess maybe now that now that he's got his constant he's to me it's just crappy it's like now that he's got his constant the time traveling thing has stopped because what because like the constant provides because stability. his consciousness knows but what stability was together <laughs> like he knew what time it was in 2004 when he saw the calendar and he knew what time it was in 1996 like i don't understand this whole like confusion about what time it is um i don't know i mean i i know that's that that's their line i'm you know i'm taking issue with them cuz i just don't understand like what that means but uh but yeah okay i'll buy that i'll buy um yeah, maybe we're supposed to believe he's yeah. back because it makes more sense that than to have to deal with 1996 Desmond forever, you know. 
Um, yeah, I, I, that's the, this is my case for why I think it's true, and then and then there there's some ancillary points that like I just don't want that to happen. I just feel like that's going to be irritating, like mm-hmm. to have 1996. Doesn't I don't so so that's but that's not a reason to think it's not true. I mean, just because I don't want it to happen. I mean, you know, there's lots of things I don't want to happen. So yeah, and maybe I mean, who knows if 1996 Desmond could get 2004 Desmond's memories. You know, depending on how that whole thing works. Yeah. Okay. You know, that could be true. And and you know, your theory could be true. I you know, my case is not like hundred percent. You know, until Damon and Carlton come out and say it, it's not totally concrete. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a few little things that seem to point to that. And and because and, uh, yeah, maybe maybe it's just two, 1990. I mean, I think in essence this is true, but it could be specifically true that. Um, 1996 Desmond and 2004 Desmond kind of melded into the same, mm-hmm. you know, body. Which, yeah, I'll So buy it could that. be that it was his consciousness with 2004's memories, which it effectively creates mm-hmm. 2004 Desmond, you know. Yeah, and that, that that's the main thing, like, I'm concerned about is him remembering. Oh, and another thing I don't like about it, besides the cumbersomeness of it, is as far as char- um, character development, I feel like it's kind of crappy for Desmond to revert to eight years ago. You know, he can't... He he then can't mm-hmm. be sort of affected by the stuff that's happened since then, which I feel like he he should. Be. Yeah, but but he also but the thing about that is he can like have a whole different like kind of personality and different things and like if they wanted to have him be different, you know what I mean, or not have the baggage of what he knew before, you know, I feel like Locke is a prime candidate for forgetting some parts of his life, you know. Because uh, then you could just change the character if if, if they wanted to do that, you know. What if I mean? they yeah, I just. You know, I just want this is this is a wanting thing. I just want mm-hmm. Desmond to be affected by what's happened to him. I don't want it to be to him like it never happened, and he's a you know kind of a clean slate. You know, as far mm-hmm. as what we've seen of him goes. You know, I just I just don't like that idea, but it, it could be true. It's just yeah, that's you know, that's that's um, okay. Opinion. What else do we need to talk about? We got that through that pretty quick. We sure did, man. See, oh, did, I, did I skip anything? Because I felt like we were halfway through, and then all of a sudden we were done. Yeah, you know, I don't think so. I can't. Well, let me think. I don't. I can't think of anything you skipped. Uh, wow. Um, Twenty-four scenes. We got through um, stuff pretty fast. You know, it's really like this. This episode is not. I mean. You know, as much stuff as that happens in it, you really can just kind of go through it quickly. It's not like, yeah, I don't know. The flashes one was short too. It's it's uh, there's just something I don't know. There's not a lot of stuff there. There's just big little things. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I I yeah yeah. I mean, like we glossed over like you it's know little certain, in amount, not little in size. Like I, I what. I was just saying, I realized what I said, big little things. I mean, little in amount, not little in size. I see. So not like big things in size that are little in size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I figured that's what you meant. <laughs> I figured they were big and little in different senses. Otherwise, that yeah, that would be nonsense. Yeah. But, uh... Uh, like, like, I figured we would speculate more about, like, what's going on with the boat people, you know, who, who their friend mm-hmm. on the boat is, who, who maybe the captain is, like, you know. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I have nothing to say about that. Okay. I, you know, who these people, you know, like, who the, who the guy on the boat is, I don't know. I don't even, I can't even speculate, because I feel like it could be anybody. It could be Nadia. I don't know. 
It could be Michael. It could be Walt. It could be, um, I don't know. I feel like there's no easy way to tell. You know, I don't have any, I feel like, you know, I, I like to speculate when I have stuff to go on, you know, and I just, I just feel like I have nothing to go on. We don't know anything about the person who's uh, helping them on the boat. Um, this could be, this is probably Ben's man on the boat, but it could be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, when I, when I have nothing to go on, I, I usually have nothing to say. I see. I see. Yeah, no, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes we have almost nothing to go on, but I, I, uh, I count on you for those, those situations. Cause I don't know what to say either. I mean, it's, it's I, like I said. I think I do think it's Michael, the the friend on the boat, at least. I don't mm-hmm. think Michael's the captain. That's too crazy. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. With the ca- they're making the captain seem like someone of interest. I mean, obviously it would be important because it's the captain. But now they're like, oh, when the captain finds mm-hmm. out, and like I'm going to talk to Cas about this. And... I know it's like another him. Yeah, it is another him. But I think we'll probably meet the captain. Uh, he he won't be quite as bad as Jacob turned out to be, as far as dragging it out. But, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there's there there's something there. I mean, the captain we may not recognize him. I guess he could be like, I don't know. He could be Abaddon. I doubt he's Abaddon, but no, I thought of that, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's not going to be anybody we know. I mean, no one on that ship was anyone we knew. Yeah, that's know? true. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anyone we know. Um, so, I, but you know, it could be. I, I don't know who else it could be. I mean, unless it's Widmore, <laughs> you yeah. know, why he would need to be the captain makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I don't see him being the captain. I don't I don't think he, yeah, I don't think he'd want to bother with that. And do you think they were told not to answer the phone because Widmore's behind uh, this expedition, or do you think oh. there's some other reason? Possibly. That's what I was going to say. Penny mentions that she's been doing research. She says it really quickly, and, like, mm-hmm. the phone seems to cut out. And so she didn't really expound on what she means, but I thought, like, research, like, that's weird. Like, about what? Like, research? She's probably researching the island, like, like is know. there Is there stuff to be researched about the island? Like, I didn't think, you know, I didn't think you could find information about the island, you know, just, just by... I think there's probably information out there that's very hard to get, but if you have enough time and money, you can research anything. <laughs> oh, God. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> you know, um, all you I'm need sure there to find people... out what everyone knows, the love of one woman. Yeah, I'm sure there's people who who heard this or that, or they know this about Dharma, or, or heard this about some organization operating in the area, or... You know, I don't know if there's, you know, would be big articles on it, you know, in the New Yorker or anything. I guess um, one of the things I want to say is that if she if she just found out about it from her dad, I, I don't see her calling that research. Yeah, I don't think she found out about it. No, I think she would have found out more. I mean, maybe she, you know, she asked her dad about it and very innocently, you know, asked her dad about Desmond or something. Or, you know, I could see it coming up in some way where she realizes her dad knows something but he doesn't necessarily say anything, or even if he says something vague, you know, that she could, like, take it upon herself to find out more from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't call her research either if if she's like, where's Desmond? He's on this <laughs> island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, 
Because I don't even think Woodmore necessarily knows Desmond's on the island, um, even if he knows about the island. I agree. Uh, I don't know if he has any reason to think Desmond's alive, you know. Yeah. Um, except for when Penny finds it out from Charlie. Mm-hmm. You know, because she says, you know, you know, I knew, I knew I wasn't crazy, you know. So this whole time, people have presumably been thinking she's crazy by saying, oh, he's alive, he's alive, and and potentially her father too, unless he knows some in some weird, weird way that that he is alive on the island. Yeah. Which I can't imagine how he would, but uh, but you know he is Widmore, so. You know, who knows how he knows what he knows or what he even wants to Charles Woodmore, a.k.a. Evil Man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what his motives are. He buys this Black Rock thing, and and it seems like that ties him into, like, island stuff, you know, indirectly. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like he's, I don't know, like he's got some interest <sighs> in this stuff. And I, I don't know why, though. Like, I... You know, is it just like they want to use the island's magic for, you know... He wants to start a sonic fence company and he needs a prototype. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> that's, wow, that's really... That would more great. fence company, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, here's my question. Does this whole barrier thing shed any light on um, how the Black Rock could have gotten to the island... Maybe how, you know, Echo's brother's plane got there. Um, you know, all that stuff about these sort of this these sort of temporal anomalies on the island. Temporal, you know, and space time anomalies. Oh yeah. Maybe the polar bear swam into the barrier. That doesn't make any sense. I'm yeah, sorry. You know, I know Can you please saying. pretend I didn't say that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize what I was saying. But see, that's the I thing. Like, why do why would why do objects seem to move? For the, I mean, we've seen the barrier move your mind, but not objects. Yeah, I know. Because he I, even, I know he even writes the hand, and it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. It, it seems like it's the bear should trans teleport, but like yeah. it should be only the bear, you know, and like the bear's consciousness will just take it back to like when Dharma had it or something. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of now thing it could is. be. It could be that Dharma was doing you know experiments on the bears. Um, you know, maybe maybe that's why they use the animals. They were sending them to different you know through different points in the barrier, and maybe there is a point in the barrier that actually moves you know, physical things too. So, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe if you have enough energy or something, or if it's, you know, um, who knows what, you know. It, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, do, do we think that, that the sickness, uh, has anything to do with, with, with this stuff? I uh, do. I do. That's my, my prevailing theory on the sickness. Okay. Is that it's, it's, uh, it's the effects caused by the barrier. It seems viable. It seems like, well, you know, actually, I don't really know what to do with it. I, I'm not sure why, like, you know, the the plane people didn't weren't affected by it. Um, you know, maybe they came to the top. They came to the top. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know. <laughs> I don't know. The top's fine, but you gotta watch it. I mean, Naomi came by helicopter. She was fine. You know, um, they came at the right. They came in the right uh, bearing. Oh, oh, maybe she knew the right way to come. I, I don't know. I, I thought. Well, I don't know what I think. Okay, yeah, Desmond crashed, and and he he 
got through the right way, presumably, because he was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although he did, like, start taking the the vaccine, which, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that is. So, so. See, that's what I think. I think that, um, you know, Dharma was giving everyone a vaccine when they got there. Um, I, I feel like the vaccine could be anti, you know, sort of an anti-radiation thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but, uh, it may not exist, but. Uh, yeah, hey. you know, some sort of something to protect, protect them against the effects of the barrier. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, what else do I have to say? That's it. What was I going to say? <laughs> um, I, I think it just, it makes sense to me to be the sick, to be the sickness, um, cause there's nothing else that it could be. <laughs> I agree. It's, it's um, to date the most viable sickness theory. Yeah. And it, and it explains a lot of things. It doesn't explain everything. But um, I think it's, you know, what it doesn't explain uh, can be talked to what we don't know about the effects of the barrier and how mm-hmm. it really works. Um, yeah. And there's also always the possibility that it just gets messed up, like some things just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like, you know, it says, it said quarantine on the inside of the oh, boy. cat. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm going to bring oh. it all the way back. Yeah, yeah. And... That, you know, that kind of means, you know, that if you go out into this area, you know, you will be exposed, presumably. Yeah, and that was that was the lie that Kelvin was trying to to uphold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it could be that without, you know, that if you are, you know, around the effects of the, um, bar- you know, that if you're outside, you're, you know, you can be affected by the barrier since you, if you have been in the in the hatch, maybe, you know, near the electromagnetism. Mm-hmm. Maybe it takes a long time, and that's why nothing happened to anybody. Well, they were taking the vaccines. No, I'm talking about uh, season two, you know, when, when Jack and Kate and everybody else was hanging out in the hatch all the time. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that it would it would be you'd have to have a lot of exposure. I mean, I think Desmond being there for three years probably wasn't as much exposure as the implosion. You know, I think it would probably take quite a bit. Okay, so it's so it's cumulative, and so yeah. like if the hatch hadn't imploded, presumably eventually they would have they would have developed a sickness. Um, yeah, none, well, if the hatch hadn't imploded and they were still hanging around in the, um... Yeah. I think if the hatch hadn't imploded and they were still hanging around and they went through the barrier, yeah, probably. Oh, you got to go through the barrier, too? I think, I think for them, yeah. Okay, so, so I mean, there was some deception there. I mean, the, the, the story seemed to be you couldn't even step outside without this suit mm-hmm. on. It know? could be an over-precaution, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's weird that Kelvin, I mean, it seemed to be a Dharma policy yeah. that Kelvin believed but then knew not to be true and then still told him. So it just doesn't even make any sense anyway, like, what's going on there. Yeah. Um. Somebody's doing something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> unless Kelvin did it, unless it was Kelvin's idea. Mm-hmm. 
And he came up with that, and he spray painted quarantine on it, and he just made up that whole thing. But that quarantine was in a weird place too. It was in that door, like you would never use. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seemed. Yeah, I mean, I always thought like if you were trying to use that door to, you know, escape or whatever, like it would just remind you, hey, (laughs) quarantine, don't don't go out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because yeah, they had the they had the little suit room or whatever. That you could mm-hmm. you could put on your gear before you left, so uh, so yeah. So yeah, maybe and it the, could be that you know Dharma knew that working down there would expose him to electromagnetic radiation, and that you know, but it's weird they didn't use the suits when they were working. Yeah, they, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, know. they just needed him to go outside, but they were taking the vaccine. Here's something that makes no sense. What if the suits they were putting on because it protected their consciousness from interacting with the barrier? So that yeah. Oh, that barrier, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with the whole thing, but I think the sickness is the, the barrier the barrier breach. Barrier breach sickness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, it sounds good enough for me, you know. It's like many things. It's kind of like, okay, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't really care if that's the truth. But uh, uh, but it is nice to at least have an answer, you know, if if in a hollow way. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll get more about it. I mean, surely we'll get Russo's backstory at some point. Hopefully, uh, so. Russo, probably not this season. No. They ain't got no time for that. Maybe next season we get those three extra episodes. Are we really going to get three extra episodes next season? Well, they didn't say that. They said they were going to take those three and split them up between the next two seasons. So I don't know if they're going to do like two and one or one and two or three or three or whatever. So uh, I'd be surprised if we even got them. <laughs> they said they, we're they've already get secured their deal. You know, it's like they, now they got to go negotiate another deal, you know, to do that. You know, I'm just like, well, we'll see. They might just be like, well, never mind. 16 next time, 16 then time after. What they seem to be saying is that the contract was for a number of episodes and that they they sort of have to deliver this number. The, the contract was what? For a certain number of episodes, you know, for, for 48 episodes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, I guess three. if they did it that way, that makes sense. And so, and so they sort of have to do these three. Yeah. Because it does seem weird. It seems like it's just gonna like it's just gonna be like filler in the future season. Yeah. Because <laughs> they weren't planning them to be that long, so I just I, I don't really like that. I kind of you know, I don't know. What I really want is I want my season back. Yeah, I just want them to finish do this season like they were gonna do it. Give us the episodes we were supposed to get this season. Yeah. You know, like even if you put them online or something, like or you know, put you can't find there's not. Three days that they could find this year that they could show this episode, you know, those episodes. You know, they don't have three Thursdays where they can move something. I don't know. I know. I know. For Lost, you know? It's like, this season's going to be too short. The future ones are going to be too long. And it's just, you know. Yeah, hopefully they'll they'll lose both ways. Yeah. Yeah, so they're just not doing their plan. That just uh, kills me. I can't, I, I don't want to. 
don't like that, but that's um, what we got, so we just have to live with it. Yeah. Well, what else do we need to talk about before we wrap this thing up? Oh, God, let's see. I think I talked about all the stuff from the interview. Oh, this is totally trivial, but I'm just going to – I don't even know if we addressed this, but whatever. I got it on my sheet, so I'm going to say it. Uh, uh, in in Saeed, in The Economist, the, there, there was this theory going around that that first scene with Avelino where he shoots him on the golf course, mm-hmm. that that actually took place after the other events from the flash forward. Okay. You know, that that was, you know, that the chronology was. So that, so the name Ben gives him at the end is Avelino? Yeah, that was the theory, essentially. Mm-hmm. So according to the interview, <laughs> guess what, guys? It's not true. Uh, they added out of the line from the episode where he said, I just came from the Siche, whatever, the place where he was. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. there, there was originally a line where he said, I just came from there, and, and they edited it out. So anyway, I can't. Uh, yeah, I was thinking no. I'm like, I don't see Lost doing that. Like, here we'll rearrange the scenes. Yeah, what they said is, yeah, you, narratives are going to be chronologically presented, you know, within, mm-hmm. within their context. So flashbacks yeah. are in are in order, flashbacks are in order, and the present's in order. All that. So yeah, yeah. So that uh, it's just like I read a lot of people just so convinced that was true, and I just I don't know when stuff like that happens. I feel like I have to. <laughs> yeah, it just makes no like. Why, like, it just doesn't make any sense. I think I think they were thinking maybe that that Avelino was the economist or something like that. Yeah, but like, to me, story wise, it doesn't make any sense to to do that to show you who the bad guy is and to and then for, to not tell you you already saw him. And then to be like, yeah, yeah, that guy that you didn't know you were supposed to care about, yeah, you that was the guy. Mm-hmm. He's a titular character. And to not make that apparent throughout the whole episode, it's just I just don't ever see them doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't work like that. Most TV shows don't work like that. Yeah, you know, Memento works like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a movie, it can do that. Right. Right, and that's the whole thing with Memento, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's their central thing. You go in, you know, it's yeah. backwards. And they make it clear, you know. They, yeah. They give and that, you... Yeah, but that's the thing, you know, when, when, you know, at the end he kills Teddy, you know, and Teddy was the guy we saw the whole time, you know, it's like, oh, really? Is that him? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of the ending is that question, you know, because that's, you know, that's what they make it about. But, um mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, for Ben to be like, here's the the guy, and you know, I think it would have been a bigger deal too. Yeah. Than just here's a person on the list, and. Mm-hmm. But anyway, well, I'm glad they answered that. I guess you know, for the people who needed to know. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. It's it's it's. <laughs> <sighs> it, it is nice when they when they do. It's just frustrating. Like sometimes, I don't know if I don't know if it's their problem or if it's more the fans like. There's these, they give themselves, and I mean, that one really was, added, like, they edited out a line that made it clear, so, mm-hmm. you know, that was really just the problem, it was just, it was just a deleted line, so, so, but it's just, you know, I, I remember in the Glass Ballerina, you know, they they had to come out and say that, 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 that Jay killed himself, you know, mm-hmm. like, because people just, no, son did it, or, you know, whatever, son's <laughs> dad did it, you know, I, 
Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, the pearls, that's what that was supposed to be. And it's like, well, I don't know. Do we blame you for people not getting it? Or are people just, you know, with loss, are people just too, I don't know, too anxious to to come up with, you know, crazy yeah. things that are they're, going they're on? They're trying to make it crazier. They're trying to make it the show we all thought it would be. And it's just not that show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the show where really crazy things go on behind the scenes and you have to guess it to be right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just not that show. Yeah. I guess so. But, like, uh, yeah. I I wonder how long before people figure out it's not that show. They're gonna, there's going to be people who want it to be, you know, the show that's, you know, the island is purgatory and, oh, and you know, like the this big grandiose idea behind everything. People are going to want that till the end, you mm-hmm. know. You know, like people who think, like Kate, you know, when we saw Kate in the flash forward, like that picture in the stairwell, like that with a woman on the island, like people think that's Claire or people think it's Kate. <laughs> and I'm just like, like, come on, guys. We, like, after the Hurley fiasco, when we know that he said, the director told me to draw something, and I just drew what I thought the character would want to, to draw. Mm-hmm. Like, how much emphasis can we put on, like, paintings that you don't even get to see a full picture of? Yeah, when yeah. When we, you know, when we already went through this with the Blast Door map, we went through yeah. this with the, the with the mural, stuff that actually got screen time. Exactly. It's not even like those. They actually gave us, yeah, like for real shots. And yeah. They, and they went nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think people want, and I used to want this too before I got too jaded by the fact they never give it to us, was those little clues. Like, if you paid attention enough, you know, mm-hmm. you could you could figure it out before the show told us. Like, if you figure out who's in that painting, you know, that'll give you a clue about how Claire, how uh, <laughs> Kate got Claire. You know, that's what people want. It is, uh, yeah. And it's compelling, and I understand that. But it's like, that's just not how the show operates. Mm-hmm. Like, it's too clear. We've... I've wanted them to do that for the longest time, and they just, you know, I want it to be, if you crack the code of the Blast Door map, you're going to know where all the stations are, and you're yeah. going to know about who wrote it, and you're going to know all these clues about the island history that's written on it, and like, yeah, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It just, you know, it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I agree. That's what it seemed like. It seemed like the Black Rock, the Black, the Black, shit. The black door map. Uh, the black uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just if if you know if you knew what all those little abbreviations meant and and you you could understand like what everything like it would just mm-hmm. the, the mysteries of the show would dissolve. Would like, just everything yeah, yeah. Were there. It would be uh, yeah. It's all in the blast door map. If you crack the code of the blast door map. All the yeah. secrets would be revealed to and you. And it had that question mark in the middle. It just seemed like it was asking you, like, to figure me out. Like, yeah. You know, and, 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 God, so much time reading all the little things on it. And, mm-hmm. God, what a throwaway. Like, yeah. take me to the question mark. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Won't be needing this anymore wow. up the tube. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Why could, yeah. Echo could have just had the dream, and they could have left it, and Echo could have just led him there. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have to have the whole thing. Remember, I remember when Locke saw the thing, and he tried to, like, 
write down what he saw. He yeah. didn't even get half of it. No. And I'm like, how is he going to recreate that? I know. You know it was like, so detailed. And, and he couldn't. He used his drawing, too. Like, it mattered. He had this yeah. awful sketch of just, like, the big features of it. And that's what he supposedly used. Oh, it did. And that's the thing. It had no orientation. No, but somehow nothing. he knew which way to go. And the scale seems like it's got to be way off. It's just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> This <laughs> is so ridiculous. He gets down there and then he puts the map in the tube, and that's it. Like bye bye blast door map. But yeah, exactly. They, that's all they got out of it. And Nikki and Paolo found it just by running into it. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't need all that bullshit to find the pearl. Like, nope. <sighs> God. Yeah. Well. So anyway, you know, it's sad when. You know, people really want the show to be more interesting than it is. Yeah, I guess I guess that's yeah. I guess that's what they want. That's um, <laughs> yeah. But enough examples. I mean, people. You know, people learn. Like, you know, shouldn't shouldn't it happen like a certain number of times and and that's it? No, because they're always they're always hope. I mean. You know, the creators of the show don't learn from their own mistakes. I mean, like, you know, they're always hoping that this one is the one that's going to be, oh, the bracelets. Oh, okay, now this matters. You know, the Hurley Bird. Okay, th- that matters. Yeah. Um. You know, the Blastor map, that matters. You know, it's like, no, people don't learn from their mistakes. I mean, all the, not, you know, most people, I think. And so they're just, they're hoping it still matters and it's still, and, you know, I think it gets, takes it, you know, it took me, you know, three seasons to get to the point where I'm like, you know, whatever they tell us is what they tell us. And, you know, if those bracelets mean something, it'll mean something. And, like, you know, oh, it's sad. But, um, you know, then we get star- stories that say, well, it doesn't mean anything. But it could. <laughs> make it mean something yeah 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 but it'll have to be trivial enough that it won't like derail anything yeah so you know you're planning to do and so then it's just like why bother i i, I just hate that it's like i it's hate like, that too oh elsa i'm sorry you're dead and then i see then he sees the bracelet oh naomi's dead too. <laughs> like what I know. Like, I don't That's what get it's supposed that. to be. Why is he thinking of Naomi at that point? I mean, just because because he sees a bracelet, like a bracelet he saw. Now, unless they fill in the gap and he grows to understand Naomi more, something happens on the ship, or he, you know, you know what I mean? Conference is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes, press star eight. go in like five minutes but um yeah so i don't know it's just it's just weird to me that you know unless unless there's they give us a reason that he would still care about her to that point and in whatever time frame he's in i just don't get it you know unless something happens on the freighter or or the bracelet means more or it comes back into play or he finds the person who gave it to her and he saved that person's life or whatever, you know, something to make us think that it should matter. Because at this point, I just don't understand why it matters. He he did seem to take some weird interest in Naomi in that episode. But, yeah, but it didn't really go anywhere. But and no, that's the it thing. It's still, if it goes somewhere, then fine. But, like, 
But if he only took that interest so that later he could feign interest with the bracelet when Elsa does, I mean, to me, that's not enough. You know what I mean? Like, they've got to complete all the pieces to make it work. Mm-hmm. You know, and the pieces just aren't complete. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe maybe there's something that fills it in that makes it make sense, but now we're going to get something else, so we may never know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> So, all right. Um, let me see. Uh, I already said I said what Eggtown means, right? I already said that in the other thing, right? Did you say that on that other thing? I, don't I can't remember. remember. Anyway, just because he cooked eggs and because it was about Kate's pregnancy. Wow. That's mm-hmm. it. Wow. See, that's the thing. Like, you know, that's it. That's <laughs> as interesting as Lost is. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The egg town is just he made eggs and Kate's pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, the end. I know, I know. Here's another here's another thing. I I love these boring facts. Um someone asked on the podcast, does it matter who the two people were that survived the crash but later died? You know, the the story that Jack tells in Eggtown on the witness stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, the other Oceanic Eight, the, yeah. the like the two people. Uh, it'd be so funny if they say no. The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling about that. I wondered. I wondered if like if it really mattered or not. The answer is no, and the reason given is because the story was made up. Oh, okay. That's pretty funny. So. So well, obviously the story's made up. We know the story's made up. Yeah, yeah. Do they yeah. mean? Do they mean like? <laughs> what does that mean? Does that just mean like matter of factly the story's made up because we know the story's made up, or like, or like Jack's making up a story that's? I don't know. I can't. I can't express the other way. I mean, but I guess they just mean. It's not a true story, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and like, whatever the identity of these other people are in the story, like, plays no role in... in... So it won't matter who those two people are. Yeah. It won't ever, like, okay. Yeah. So so that means so that means it's not connected to Claire, then? Uh, probably not, if it doesn't matter. To Claire and the whole baby thing and, like... She's got to be one of the eight because she's got the baby. <laughs> you know. I forgot about that. You're right. That's weird. She, she's, yeah. But we don't know what the story is with the baby. So yeah. So may, maybe it'll be okay that it doesn't matter once we know what the story is about the baby. Maybe maybe Kate says she found Aaron on the island. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought home this island baby. I just found him. He needs a home. <laughs> Are you me, Mom? I can be. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's wrap this up because you know, loss is bor- bugging me right now. They're just so. Oh Jesus. <laughs> They're like. There's a word for what they are. Like, um, I don't know what it's called though. There's a word for it. I don't know. That's a yeah. There should be a word. <laughs> yeah, there should be. And I'd like, like to know what it is. Yeah, you know, very enticing. But when you get down to it, 
it's not that interesting. And not only that, some of the stuff that was really enticing is just contrived. Yeah. They almost seem like like bait and switch, like used car yeah. salesman or something. Like yeah, it's like it's like we get sucked in, and it's like oh, not only was it not that interesting, but some of it was just completely red herring. Yeah, you know, or just like totally irrelevant. I, I'm I'm still desperately clinging to the hope that that some of the bigger things will have good answers mm-hmm. or or at least like an interesting development or something you know something that when i watch it again i'll look forward to that's Dude. you know i mean i don't know if jacob can really be much more interesting than this whole time travel business you know like cuz it's pretty crazy what's going on but it's like well whatever yeah yeah i uh, I agree, but yeah, I just I don't know. I hope somehow Jacob um, Jacob comes through, like. But yeah, and Smokey, Smokey is this. It's yeah, I, be, need I, I really think too. we're. I really think we're going to be disappointed with Smokey. I really do. I hope they got something good with Jacob, but I, I feel like I feel like Smokey's going to be disappointing. You're probably right. I just don't feel like it can be anything. I mean, what? You know, I don't even know what it could be that'd be interesting. Smokey seems like he has to be disappointing. He's yeah, he's he's too. I don't know. He's too something to have a great explanation. I I. But since he's been there since the beginning, I just I feel like you know I feel like they're gonna make us wait until the end of the show for it. Like they sh- there should be something good there. Oh, it should be. It doesn't mean there will be. <sighs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know, but I, I really hope that, like, the general story, you know, whatever, they need to go back, or whatever the island's all about, like, I just hope, like, something there is good. I, I'm, well, I'm uh, you know. Don't tell me, but you, you read the uh, the little interview with them or whatever that, that mm. where they say what episode, what season five and six are about? Yeah, I did. Wish yeah. I hadn't. I, I, yeah, uh, I don't want to know. Uh, I just want to say that. I really hope that's not true. They've never done that before. I mean, I'll believe that they maybe have a more defined plan than they used to, but they've never announced two seasons in advance what that season's going to be about. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that seems monumental to me. For them, them, you know, these are people who are just they refuse to answer anything. They're ambiguous about the tiniest little bullshit thing. Mm-hmm. And I I just I don't know. I find it really hard to believe they're giving away the basic plot of the next two seasons now. I I don't know. So I really I'm really once again hoping that that that's just not true, you know, or that or that it's misleading, or you know. Where did it come from? It came from Buddy TV. Was it an interview? It was supposedly an interview. It was a quote, but I, I somehow I'm hoping that it was it was a misquote or or what he said was misleading, or it's something like what they've said in the past, like everything on the island is explainable by real-world science or something like that. Like that's – I hope it's that kind of thing where it just it just mm-hmm. isn't true. Yeah. Where they're just lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Or it's misleading, like, you know, I don't know. That's that's, but I do recommend to anyone who hasn't read that yet. I recommend that you don't read it. It, I I, I don't think it'll make you happy. 
um, you know, if you believe that it's true, I, you know, I, I think most of you will will not will be disappointed to sort of see what the show is going to do now. Yeah. I mean, that's just disappointing to me. That's why know? I didn't want to read it. I was surprised you read it. I, I even if it's something interesting, I'm like, I, I don't want to know. I didn't mean to read. Well, I, I just didn't think I didn't think it could be that big. I, I I really thought that you know the way they normally are. I just expected it to be so vague that it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it isn't that vague. It's pretty specific about what the plots are going to be and like. I, 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 all I could say is just you know stay away from that uh, if you want to enjoy the show more. <laughs> I I. I I'm just gonna hope it's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, or or that what the what they're saying sounds crappy, but will be good. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe well, maybe by then they'll change their minds on what they're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. The audience <laughs> won't like it, and they'll yeah. Maybe that's what they're doing. They'll put out there what they want to do, and then they'll get some feedback on if audiences like it or not. Then they can decide to change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Lost is so pliable. Yeah. I, you know, everybody who had the picture of, like, in season one, they knew everything. Like, it just seems abundantly clear that's not true. At this yeah, point. man, I was, like, defending them. I'm like, oh, they know what they're doing, and they've got this great idea in their heads, and they won't, you know, this whole, like, integrity of the story that they're telling, and mm-hmm. it's got to be this way, and, yeah, man. it's. Re- I think what they... What their plan is is very vague and very malleable, and, yeah. and and it's you know they can fit in all kinds of stuff in there that will change the show in in significant ways. So, Jack's got to die, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah, he needs to die. Like soon? No, by the end of the show. Oh, but you think Jack's gonna die? He should die, I think. I agree. I think he should die, or at least like. I don't know. <laughs> almost die. Well, of course he's almost gonna die. I guess he should die. Should die from a from like a spinal tumor. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I can't operate on myself. Oh, look at that. Oh, life is ironic. And like he should he should only get the spinal tumor because he did the surgery on Ben. Oh, of course. Then it'll be like dramatic irony. He's like, oh, no, I rubbed my back after I took out your mm-hmm. spine. And cancer don't work like that, but, you know, this is the island, <laughs> yeah. so. Cancer can't see the island here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be so lame. I got a spinal tumor. I'm dying. <laughs> the only person in the world who can operate on this is me. <laughs> Hand me a mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, if Jack does his own back surgery, <laughs> I'm I done. Think, I think, yeah, if that, oh, that would be a, a bad sign. The show is really in trouble if Jack does his own back surgery. I, oh my god, yeah, that would be crazy. Get me a mirror, <laughs> <laughs> and they go to commercial. Get me a mirror, stat. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Any other loose ends? I think I think Ben might die too, like eventually. Yeah, he needs to. You know, but he should die in a balloon accident. <laughs> oh, look at that! Another. <laughs> another Told you I was Henry Gale. I just wasn't Henry Gale yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, God. Yeah. All right, well, stay tuned next week for uh, whatever it's called. Uh, um, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's called either. We'll be back. I, I read it, but I don't remember. It's not, a, it's not a notable title. The <laughs> Eggs has the only one that caught my attention. <laughs> um, all right, guys, you know the drill, the forum, TLLD.net, and um, the rest of the stats you guys got. Um, Is it .net? Yeah, it's .net. Oh, okay. It's a network, not a commercial site. <laughs> of course. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's definitely not commercial. Um. All right. Thanks and namaste. Namaste. Good luck.